TheMax.com Show. WTUWTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, the OG K-Dub, Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show. Here we are live in Las Vegas, right outside the Strip, right outside the Lion's Den. Right outside the Strip. How are you tonight? About 20 miles. Yeah, we're not far from the Strip at all. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in, and uh, hopefully we're going to have a good show tonight. Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. We have uh, BTOsports.com behind us, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Free Gun, Kicker, you name it, they're on it. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. You forgot one. We'll get to that. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis, and with me as usual is uh, my co-host, uh, Kenny Watson. Hi. Hi, hi everybody. Hello, Kenny. What's up? I can see, I can see where this is going. Yeah. Kenny. You should see after I left the show, I had a call from that guy. Which they used guy? to play that song all the time oh. for me. <laughs> and I got really heated. Don't you ever take your finger and, off the and tape. It was crazy. I got in my car and what was on the radio. No way. I, yeah, I almost kicked the hole through the freaking dashboard. Nice. Kenny Watson, the co-host, also team, team Harton Huntington, uh, Dodge Motorsports team manager, uh, the, the man who knows a thing or two about the sport. And as usual, taking your calls, taking your questions, working the phones, none other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? This conversation makes me a bit depressed right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Hey, how are you doing, Tits? I'm fine, thank you. Thanks for coming in tonight. You're welcome. Not as not on time like Kenny, but not bad. I wasn't late. Mm, I didn't like the lateness that you came in. <laughs> I'd like to see you in a little earlier. I'm sorry. Hey, how do you Mathis. update this? So, like, the is it dead right now, or what's the deal with the chat room? I want to talk to my people. Yeah, I don't know, Kenny. All right, you no don't problem. need you don't need that chat room. I want to talk. Let to me wanna, work on it here in a little bit. I want to see hey, what the people g- are chatting. Guest tonight, Mitch Payton, Pro Circuit boss. What's wrong, tits? I was just unplugging my computer. I'm it was like you do, were farting over your, It was like you were pushing out a log. <laughs> no, I was taking it out slowly, hoping that it wasn't going to make a clicking noise. Okay. Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Morris. Good, good, solid show tonight. What a lineup you put together, uh, Steve. You are you. so awesome. Thank you, Kenny. Uh, also, don't forget iTunes, Stitcher.com. If you have a smartphone, you can listen to on that as well. The archive will be up later tonight. So uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have all of that ready to go. We got voicemail, some interviews to play out. We got... Uh, First guest will be RV up here in a little bit, but right away, uh, Unadilla National just got back yesterday after a long day. Kenny, did you uh, did you happen to check it out at all? I did not check it at all, at all, at all. Okay, uh, big debut for Justin Barsha, uh, it, jumping into the 450 class, and uh, three three on the day, beating Ryan Dungey for most of the second moto. Uh, rode great. Dungey got him at the end with a couple laps left, but. Uh, Big controversy about the. Uh, yeah, about I, saw, I, 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 I went and checked the controversy. Okay. Yeah, what do like you a, think? You know what? I, it looked like to me like I know Ryan. I consider Ryan like kind of a friend. Like I know him personally, and you know, 
But it sounded like to me he was just frustrated. Right. Like he was riding behind the guy and he couldn't pass him. And maybe he thought the guy should have just moved over. But, hey, he's out there racing. Even though he's not racing for points in a championship, he's yeah. still out there racing. Yeah. And he's doing his best. And, you know, what? it was a racing accident. It looked like to me he wasn't like he – and, you know, I could understand the frustration. You know, he wants to win races. He doesn't want to ride behind a guy yeah. that he thinks he should be getting around. But, but I look at it this way. That was late in the race, correct? Yeah. If – you should have passed him way earlier. Right. Well, if, if, you got to give it to Barsha. If he was in yeah. your way. And he even gave Barsha kudos. Like, hey, the kid, he was riding good, you know. But yeah. I, I I, just didn't – I didn't. He maybe he was just talking out of frustration. Yeah, for sure. I think it's the same thing. You know, uh, years ago, Andrew Short jumped up into the big class on a Honda and went out, whole shot of heat race, or got up, was right up front. I think it was Atlanta. He stacked it up in a turn. Reed hit him from behind. Somebody piled into Reed, and it was like a 405 freeway collision at 5 o'clock. Oh, boy. And Reed had words with him afterwards in the tunnel, and it was just a case of, like, hey, this guy doesn't even belong in this class. He doesn't race it, and the guy's frustrated. But, I mean, that happens to everybody. It's – it's uh, I mean, the gate drops, you got to go, you know, and, uh, and kudos to Barsha. I think, uh, like you said, more frustration than real. Yeah. And I'm sure Dungey looked back on it today. And realizes, you know, he was just frustrated. Yeah, well, you know, and I, I think that, you know, Barsha's defense, I think that he uh, was just trying out there to, to do his best. And, you know, like we said the week before, everyone was like, how do you think he's going to do? Yeah. I thought he was going to do decent because I think he would respect the bike. He didn't have to rev it as much. He didn't yeah. have to, you know, try yeah. to find more horsepower. And I think he rode to his ability. And what I did see, he didn't look like he was out of control at all. No, I mean wrote, the first yeah. moto when Dungey passed him, he gave Dungey the inside. He went outside. He, you know, even when Villapoto passed him, he did the yeah. same thing. He didn't put up a fight, and it wasn't like he was, you know, blocking Dungey in all the corners and doing that. Right, it didn't right. look like to me, anyways. Right, he looked right. like he rode a good race. So I'll, I'll give the kid kudos. Yeah. I was, I, I didn't think he would do that well. Me but, neither. No. But he got good starts, and at Unadilla, it is hard to pass. Yeah. And he rode good. Let's ask our reg- our legend, our um, well, you know, our he's renowned Ryan Dungey uh, expert, tits legendary. Uh, Tits, what are your thoughts about the race and, and everything that happened? I'm trying to forget about it, to be honest with you. Just trying to are you mad at Barca? Put, put it in my rear view yeah. and just just move Give on. Give it up to your and, team uh, and working hard. And so, if you would have yeah. passed Barca like early on, you think you would have cut caught uh, Ryan no. Villapoto? Not not okay. not today. No, I don't. In the words of uh, Villapoto's team manager Mike Fisher, the best race he's seen Ryan ride all year, including Supercross. Uh, do you think the the new bike had something to do I with really it? do. I absolutely How did the bike do. look to you? Uh, it looked fantastic. It looked great. Um, I talked to the guys at length about it, and you know there were some frame changes made in the 2012 bike. What they basically did is they stiffened up the front, and they softened the rear of the frame. Um, you could, and you could see the marks that they did it and the, and the cutouts and the way they did it. Apparently, they took the 2011 settings, uh, suspension, plastic, even everything, like because the plastic doesn't bolt on, but they made it fit. Sent Ryan out with the new frame. Apparently, he did one lap, came in and was like, this is exactly what I've been – you fixed everything I've been complaining about. One lap. Yeah, uh, I've heard – So then I've they put the plastic on, four millimeters thinner uh, with plastic. And uh, obviously, Weimer had his one of his best races of the year too. Yeah, I talked to uh, our suspension people at Pro Circuit. Yeah. And they're nothing but praising that motorcycle. Yeah. Like they've done a lot of testing and – they're saying that it's the same thing like Ryan said that, you know, my guy's been asking for and complaining about and things are uh, – looks like the bike's pretty good. So yeah, I, think, no. I think all those other guys are going to have a hard time catching Villapoto. Let me tell you. He has uh, some confidence going, and uh, I think he, he knows that he has, he's on good equipment. We'll, we'll ask RV later on in the show about it. it. I mean, you'd be a fool to not think that that bike change had, didn't have a lot to do with it. You think one, his, one, la- you think his, la- you think his launch control helped him? 
yeah, yeah. The the uh, the production launch control on the Kai 450. No, uh, apparently whatever it was, man, it worked. And uh, Ryan rode great. Uh, Dungey rode good. And Barsha, Barsha too. And uh, you know Reed. Um, that since that crash at uh, at Millville, he has gone uh, seven four six four. Or well, something. you know what? Yeah. I think Reed. He maybe he whatever his results are, he shouldn't even have been out there. He shouldn't be racing if he he really should have got hurt. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you look yeah. at like Twitch at X Games, ejected. I mean, you got to give it to him. I mean, yeah. If he's spooked, he's spooked. If it's the bike, whatever, yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. So, I think his run might be over, and it's been a good one. But uh, he's uh, almost uh, a moto down now, I think. Um, but he's hey, he's but you know what? Those other sure. guys are almost a moto down, and look what happened. There's yeah. still three races left. Yeah. You never know. No, you don't. You're Coming right. Coming into the sand, you got Southwick. You got you know he a lot more races. Southwick. He goes good at Southwick. You never, never know. I would never count Chad Reed out ever. Yeah. That guy showed too much heart. What happened? I don't think he's a quitter. No, you're absolutely right. He's not. Um, uh, but he he rode well. And uh, what about what about uh, that was tits? Yeah. I got your I got your commercial done and fixed. Okay, thank you. Hey, what about? It's uh, awesome. What about Kyle Regal? How did he look? He looked good. And you know what? He was lost a little bit in the Barsha mania. You know, everybody was talking about Barsha, Barsha, Barsha. But Regal came out first race of the year, got eighth overall on a BTOSports.com Butler Brothers Suzuki. Uh, was solid through the whole race. Rode steady. Um, he beat Burn. Beat Burn. Yeah, Burn had a uh, mechanical in the first moto, but uh, uh, yeah, he was ahead of him and. Um, yeah, I think he, uh, you know, he rode really good. Like I said, he a little bit lost in all the hype. You know, eighth yeah. overall is a good a good place to start at round eight. You know, coming into the series, so good for him. What I, about what about Top Jimmy? Top Jimmy was like tenth or eleventh or something, something like that. Um, you know, rode, rode well, uh, but definitely the the talk of the pits. And I guess after the moto, Barsha rode up to Dungey to apologize, and he did apologize to him. And uh, and Dungey wasn't having it. He laid into him with a, a bunch of swear words. So Dungey? yeah, swear words? yeah, really, really mad at him. And and so not uh, not not happy at all, Ryan Dungey, about that. About the I'd like to see right? that. Yeah, I don't know. I guess it's on camera. I guess somebody has it on camera. Or awesome. Something. But um, yeah, Barsha was wondering too. I mean, their, their lines cross, but but people have to realize Barsha was taking that line the whole time. Every every lap, and, and the, thing and the is, inside was the next. The, Ryan Dungey blitzed the outside. Well, you know? the thing is, if he was taking that every time, and Dungey was behind him for a good two or three laps, and knowing what he was going to do there, so Dungey put himself in that situation. Yeah, yeah. But Barsha would would cross jump like that every lap. Yeah, because the next turn is was a the tight inside. Left. Oh, okay. So he, he was jumping to the inside. So you go okay. you go inside and you cross cross the track and go inside I, okay. on the next left. Gotcha. Yeah, if you, you ever been to Unadilla, you would know. Yeah, Tiss that track know, that track Tiss is a know. lot of sweeping inside outside moving <laughs> Dude, around. Whatever whatever I, favors I have, Ryan Dungey. I have no idea. Wah, wah, wah. That's Tits talking about Ryan Dungey just nonstop. Got blinders on the whole time. I don't need this. <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> Turn in your iPad and go home then. <laughs> Take your, leave your iPad behind and go home. Okay. Hey, do we have an IT guy in the house that can fix my uh, computer here? This is really pissing me off. Why here. don't I fix it? Why don't you carry the show right now? I can't. I'm not that strong. Kill it. So, Tits, how was your weekend? What would you do? Nothing. Did you watch the race? Yeah. I didn't. You didn't? I did not watch the race. Why not? Because where I was at. Because you were killing it with some chick? I don't. Talk about her. Don't I wasn't killing anything with any chick. There was no killing going on. Okay. It was called I was hanging out. You were hanging out, out. Yes. with some chick. It, no, not with a chick. With, with a bunch of really cool people. Okay. I had a really good. I had a really. I had a productive, like you would say, a family weekend with some people that I've uh -huh. been hanging out with. Ask him about the other. Ask him about the tweet. Okay. 
So tell us about uh, – you, you had some very uncharacteristic tweets and some very up-and-down tweets, if you will. What do you, you want from Kenny Watson but that? I don't know. The ADD but I, was kicking We, we want to know the story behind the tweets Well, right what now. tweet are you talking about? Okay. The first one is you all of a sudden telling us to follow some chick that you don't even follow. In perfect uh, English. In per- yeah, is is actually really impressive. <laughs> and what and what is what is, did someone else tweet like, "Oh, that's not him. He would never he would never tweet that because he doesn't want anyone to follow anybody." Mm, okay. No. So so But wh- that was that I to tell you the truth, I did tweet that. You did? I did tweet that. Yes. Did you I have wanted people I wanted people you? I wanted people to follow her. I wanted her to get followers. I wanted her to get on the social uh-huh. network and I wanted her to, to, to do her thing. Okay. You also had a tweet about how uh you have really you know, pretty much you're talking about something bad happened to you. Nothing you, bad happened. My night I had a really, really uh, what happened was it was Ivan's birthday uh-huh. and Ivan and his wife and his kid came down and we were all hanging out all day and then we ended up hanging out at night and having a good time and I put a lot of big uh Big things in my mind that were supposed to happen, and it didn't happen, and I just was pouting, and I was bummed, and I'm like, uh, I'll show you. So that's what it was about. I thought that uh, things were going to happen, <laughs> and it, it didn't happen. I did. I, I, that did happen, too, by the way. <laughs> I fixed your stupid chat room, Ken. I did. I did. I, uh, I did. Uh, I did uh, shed a tear. I bet you sounded just like this, too. I, uh, hey, I don't care. I'm a man. I can say I cry. Time to bring it back up. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the story of the year. I love it. Hey, you know Have what? Have to keep though? your finger on the tape. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Real men cry. Men cry. I, it, I, it, it happens. I mean, when was the last time you cried? Did when you I was cry a kid. when your dog passed away? Nope, I didn't. What about you, Tits? When my brother died. Okay, and your brother died? Not, not the one you met. Oh, okay. This, this is from before. Oh. Oh. I met, I met his brother. Did like you twice? Yeah, the one that passed away. No, no, no I oh. didn't know. This is all new to me. I don't know. I didn't know you even had a brother that died. That's how much Mr. Mathis cares about me. Yeah, I got you, hey, dude. If you bring it up in the show, I talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so that's what uh. my weekend was about, and it was it was mm-hmm. good times, good fun, good people, and you know, I I had a great time. Couldn't get Ivan to stick around and come on the show. No, I was I was out of town. I wasn't oh, you were? Here. Yeah, oh. I was down in Cali? California. Yeah. Oh, okay. You drive? I flew. Oh, hey, wow, check out the big big, big spender. I flew, I flew private, big by the time. way, too. I bet you did. Yeah, we had some miles we need to use up, so uh, I, I flew private. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. Um, hey, Dean Wilson, uh, he's been spending the time at Chad Reed's uh, before the race, and he's he's back there right now, and, dude, he killed it, 1-1. He rode really good, man. Uh, um, Are you surprised? First race of the year that Are he's won. Are you surprised? The guy's been there all year no, long. No, I know. I'm not surprised. I know, but, well, just, I'm not surprised, but, man, he dominated, dominated it. Uh, uh, you know, and it was a great ride for him. And Rattray crashed out of one moto, and Baggett went two three on the day or three two, and uh, Dino pulled out almost a moto lead in, in the in the standing. So, uh, good job on on for Dean Wilson. He he killed it, no doubt about good it. Good for Dino. I'm yeah, glad, I mean, I would have to say out of the all those three guys, that's the guy that I would like just to see win it because I, I mean, I like um, I like Tyler and I like um. What's his chops? Fifty-seven guy. I like, like that. Baggett. Oh yeah, I like I yeah. like Blake, and uh, but I would like to see Dean win it just because I know that he's putting right. in the hard work and he's a good Canadian kid. Too. And I like Paul. And you know that must be tough for Mitch. Like, how do you like? How do you how do you pick? We can like, ask him. You know, we'll ask like, him which guy he would have saved from a fire. Like if he could. 
and we'll find out his answer. Yeah, like when when one of your guys has a bad weekend, do you like get all fired up on him and say, "Dude, you right. should have done better." No, you know when your guys went one two and your guys leading the championship. One of the questions I have uh, for him is about Brock Tickle and how that how that is. You know, you have a guy that's six seven and uh, doing well, okay, doing good, doing all right, but your other guys are killing him, and um, you know, I want to ask him about that. So uh, let's go with phone lines. Hey, uh, do you know Benjamin Button? The movie, yeah. 702-586-7857 it is, for sure. <laughs> Vince's look-alike. Hey, Neil, you there? <laughs> That's what someone said in the chat room. Hey, yeah. Mathis Watson. What's I up? I just wanted to offer this to you guys. Next time uh, Sinjin calls in and wants to be a potty mouth, I live the town over from him, and I'd just go and fuck with him if you guys wanted me to, like, go throw shit out with him or at his work or something. Well, he's at Jersey Mike's now. So. Yeah, I know he's at Jersey Mike's. I, it's still real close to where I live. Is it? Yeah. Um, um, no, we like Sinjin. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome. I think it'd be rad if you just walked in there and just, and just called him out. Yeah, take a video just on your phone. Him out. Hey, Watson, I met you at the Indie Trade Show, and you were super cool a couple of years ago when you were working with Ulysses at Utopia. I just want to say thanks because you hooked me up with a pair of goggles and glasses. No problem, buddy. I hope they worked out well for you. Yeah, thanks, man. I'm right. a big fan of the show. Thanks, guys. Okay, take care. Thanks for the call. All right, bye. Thanks, Neil. we got a spy. Yeah. we got a spy on uh, Sinjin. I think that's it'd be awesome. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Send, send, send a video, right? Yeah. That's um, awesome. <laughs> hey, Kenny, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you do why don't you do that, Kenny? Why don't you talk about that? We got a we got a we got a couple of really cool people on board with us for the next little bit talking about a, a real cool race. I, we talked about it last week. Uh, some friends of mine up in Reno, they're putting on a race. Um, it's called the Nuclear Fallout series and it's uh, it's going to be round two of their series, but September 23rd and 24th, they're putting up $10,000 a night in a pro purse. Um, there's going to be amateur nights going on, uh, amateur days every night. Um, they're going to have a best whip contest on Friday and Saturday night and a dash for cash and, better yet, old school bikini contest. Yeah. So there's going to be a bikini contest. There's going to be all kinds of stuff going on out there. Um, Monster is a big sponsor of it. Walmart's a big sponsor of it. Um, check out, you know, if you're interested, just go to livefast.com and you can check out all of, you know, the information about the race. But if you live in the Reno area or you live in Sacramento, it's the name of the track is Exit 28. So check it out. Give these guys a shout. Even if you don't want to go to that race, check out their race schedule. They're, they're, they're racing a few times a month up there. And uh, I've never been to the track, but I know some people that it has. And it has a lot of uh, terrain changes and, you know, elevation yeah. and stuff like that. So it's supposed to be really good. You have, like, from clay to sand to a super ruddy. So it's supposed to be a really, really good track. So um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it should be good. It should be a good time. So uh, support those guys and – and did you say you guys are going or anybody's going? Or do you uh, I, don't, I don't know yet because our guys really aren't going to uh, be healthy. But I think, like, maybe uh, Chris Blos might go yeah. and some other guys. Uh, but How's Josh Hansen coming along? When's he signed? Uh, you know more about it than I do. You got in trouble for something I wrote in Racerhead? I did get in a little bit of trouble. Because, like, I know there's a deal on the table. And I know that there's things moving forward. Yeah. But I don't think that it's your prerogative to come out and write anything about anything until it comes from the team. So you could, like, whoever told you that, they don't know 100%. They might know. And if, even if they do know and they tell you, I don't think it's right for you to come out and say it, or what's going on, unless there's a press release. Because it's all bullshit until it happens. But what about... I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Exactly, Josh. We've, we've been talking about, about Ryan Dungey. You and I on the show. Yeah, I mean, but no one said, hey, he's riding for KTM. Uh, I know I, it. I, I talked to Roger. Roger told me. So if Roger told you, you'd come out and say it? 
If Roger told me? Yeah. Yeah. I and would. even though there was no press release, if he goes, hey, you know, you guys yeah. were just talking, and he told you just because he wanted to, yeah. you know. T- yeah. I mean, that's well, our job. Well, it's that's not my job. job. No, I don't no, think, it's not. I don't think it's none of your business what goes on in my program until <laughs> a press release is done. I think done. as a media guy, we're paid to well, I think that, talk I about think things. Th- I think th- I think what the media people in Supercross and Motocross are turning in is the fucking paparazzi myself. I think everyone wants to know about everybody's life. <laughs> everyone wants to know about everybody's life, what they're doing on the side, and all this. And I think it's bullshit. I think, you know what? It is what it is. People will know who's riding for the team when it's time for them to know. Right. Because there's other things on the table that we're trying to do and, you know, with sponsors and other things. And more people talk I about it, and they don't really know. It could screw something up on the back end. And what you guys, the media, yep. doesn't yep, realize. Don't blame just me, but yeah. I'm not saying. Right. I said you guys. Right. The media, it all Proparazzi. turns everything around. And it, but and, <clears throat> but here, what? Here's my, here's my comeback to that. A couple things. A. Fans love it. They love it. They want to talk about it. They discuss about it. They live for it. B, if any of your sponsors, the key people that you are talking to in your team, if they are believing or making a decision on a media report, then they're screwed up. Like If they're talking to Kenny Watson or Kerry Hart every day, then they know what's going on. and not. But if they read Racer X and some tubby guy like me says, hey, I think this is going to happen. It's looking good. If they either A, pull out their sponsorship, or B, call you up because of that, well, actually, calling you up because of something they read, I could help you. I may have helped your team. Maybe someone wants to get on board with Josh Hansen or Ivan Tedesco or whoever. They know how to get a hold of me. Right, they, don't exactly. have to, they don't have to no, get no, a hold of I you through, this, through the show. No, of course But what not. I'm saying is I do this show, and I don't want like my sponsors and my owner of my team and my management company that works for me to think that I'm on this show – you know, talking about our business that no one's supposed to right, know about. Right. And then you're I mean, my, I you, you do that. the show with me, and then you write something, a column, and then they read it, and they're like, well, how does he know that? Right. And, and I'm not going to tell, tell them who told you. No, but you just say, you know what, I didn't tell them. And I didn't, right, and they know right. that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it still makes it look like, like I'm telling you stuff. When you write it, they, they know that. But the people that are reading that don't know that. Right, right. So it just makes it look shady. And I'm like... People will know when there's a press release gone. Right, right. Is it really like people are really going to lose sleep because they want to know if Josh Hansen's writing well, on Kerry and Huntington? My comeback to that no. would be, are you guys losing sleep for people reporting on it? Of course not. It's just it's speculation. No, it's, it's not. But it's, it's all hearsay. You, know? you could have wrote, well, I heard the Hart and Huntington deal with Josh Hansen is close to getting being done. Not it's I could heard it's confirmed. That's all I'm yeah. trying to get at. I, I mean, I, That's I, all I'm I trying see, to get I see at. your side. But on the other hand, I think... And as evidenced by my Twitter war last week with Beaker and Will Hahn and Barsha, we're not—we don't have NASA secrets here. We don't have the cure to cancer. Well, dude, you know what speaking I mean? of that, you're you're shooting yourself in the foot, like I told you earlier. I think you're going to get blackballed. I think all the people that you talk shit on and and people are like bummed on you, and then you have to go back and say, "Oh no," and well, explain yourself. That's only going to—that's cry wolf. You're only going to be able to do that so many times before they go. You know what? I understand. It's like you're going to be like Jody Weisel here pretty quick. Whoa, whoa! You're going to be whoa. just like Jody. Um, I'm in a glass case of emotion. No, here's hey, you want to get our first guest on too, if you can, in a little bit. Um, Ryan Villapoto is going to come on, uh, but no. don't get me wrong, dude. I think you do a good job at what you do, but well, there's something here's the thing. There's some things I think like, you need to chill out on the Twitter about. That's it. If if I state my opinion on Twitter about Will Hahn's capability to win a race, okay, you're right. But what you need to say is, hey, this is just my opinion about 
Will Hahn. Right. This is just my opinion about Justin Barsha. You, Justin Barsha, is your only chance to win. This is my opinion and my opinion only. Did, did he ever state it as fact, though? I didn't. I said in my opinion, I believe. No, you didn't. You did not say in your opinion. In my can you give me another cup of coffee, please? <laughs> Whoa, Boogie Mathis joining us. Hey, let's take a hey, couple calls real you quick. You give her some respect. Before we get – just a minute ago, he wanted her to be your boss. That's the plan for I do. I want, I, want her to, I want her to run this. I, I want think, her to be I my boss. I think Pookie would be a 20, great boss. 2012, Popa Mexico, Pookie, boss, tits under her. That's fine. Hey, I think she should come in and run the show because I guarantee you – about three weeks out, she will fire me. <laughs> She'll go, you are out of here. No, we can't do that. Are you coming back next year or is Hart not uh, going to let you now? I, I don't know. If, right. you keep, if you keep running your mouth right. and, and Twittering like you're doing, I, I don't you're think I'm out. going to be able to. All right. we got Well, then I will stop because I want you back on the show. Hey, can you give me some Kleenex? I want to start crying again. Uh, hey, let's talk to uh, Mark. Mark, you there? I'm here. What's up, man? Is this Barnett? Hey. Uh, no, I, I wish it was. He's a lot faster than I am and he's, and he's still way older. <laughs> Hey, um, I wanted to touch on what you guys were talking about. Um, I was following Twitter a couple days ago uh, here in college, and uh, I kind of caught uh, bits and pieces. I didn't really know what was going on with the uh, the Barsha deal and whatnot, but um, I think that it really is a matter of you know business privacy. I think that if anybody really wanted to keep it a secret, they'd have done a better job of keeping it to themselves. If it's on, if it's business, it's on the table. Yeah, you know, but if it's social, then you know it is social. Somebody was okay with I that information. Hey, I spoke to some guy this weekend at Unadilla, and I forget his name. Kenny, I'll tell you after the show, and you can help me. But uh, the guy was like, "Dude, I'm bros with Hanny. It's a done deal. It's a done deal. I'm bros with him, and I don't know why. You know why Kenny's getting mad? Everybody knows. So like, maybe Hanny should have been kept keeping it quiet, or you know what I mean? That's all. But so. yeah, yeah, but I, mean, I, 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 I understand that. I understand that. But just because you could say Paris Hilton is sleeping with Prince right now. She okay. Is? Exactly. <laughs> you could say that. And if I told you that, you know, you're going to go tell someone else that. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah. it's going to be full circle. And people are going to, you could write that. And then people are going to go, oh, they are. So but you don't know the point. true facts. No, you're right. I you don't. don't know the true facts. Hey, uh, Mark, you're, you're here saying it. You're hearing it. You're hearing it secondhand. You're not hearing it from me. From Prince you or he- from. Per- per- Dude, from, fuck off. No, I'm just saying. I'm not hearing it from <laughs> the source. You're not hearing it from Purple Rain. You're I'm right. I'm not hearing it from the source. That's all. That's Dude, what I'm saying. I'm just saying you just talk too much shit on Twitter. Bottom line. Okay. Well, yeah, I hear you. I hear you, like, from, from, from both perspectives. You know, I understand that, you know, for, for example, my dad owns a small business, you know, here. And it's like, if he wanted to fire somebody, you know, it's nobody else's. Would he call him and leave him a voicemail? Unless he makes it that way. <laughs> if he wants to make an example of them, you know, like. Bro. Yeah, one of my friends well, got fired today, and the, and the guy left him a voicemail. He wouldn't even fire him. He left him well, a voicemail. Well, why don't you say it? Say no, it. I ain't saying it because it's, it's not my it? place to say it, buddy. Just like that. Just like that's the way you do it right that's there, in, Mathis. That's integrity. Wow, that's a great show we have where we just say what happened, but we don't give any names. That's right. People really listen I'm to that. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, that's yeah, the way you hold it. your anonymity. Hey, Mark, we got our next guest on the line. So Did we you hear that? Did you hear that? That's the way you hold your anonymity. Thanks, Mark. No problem. Hey, thanks for. Did I say that right? That's a big word. Yeah, you nailed it. I pulled it. Thank you. you. Will you tell Sinjin on three that we'll have his answer in a little bit? You tell Sinjin, but we'll watch his back. And and did you hear that, Sinjin? We'll have your answer in a little bit. Oh yeah, I guess you could do that. Let's (laughs) let's welcome our next guest to the to the show. Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOSports.com. We got the Unadilla 450 winner, Ryan Villapoto. RV, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, why don't we ask RV what we've been debating right now, what he thinks about all this? We can ask him. Why don't you ask him about how Go ahead, Kenny. You ask him. Ryan. Yeah. Did you, have you been listening to the show at all? Probably not. I don't blame you. No, I've actually I've never, ever listened to uh, a Pulse Next show before. Perfect. Either have I. But, hey, <laughs> check it out. Um, 
I was debating with Mathis because he wrote this thing in Racer X, a column that that he knows for a fact, or that Josh Hansen has signed with Hart and Huntington. So I got pissed, and I'm like, how, well, how can you come out and say that when no one's told you? Like, we haven't done a press release. How do you feel when the press, the supercross paparazzi that wants to know everything <laughs> about everybody's life, starts writing stuff before they have the facts? Don't you think it should be a fact before someone writes something about it? Well, congratulations, actually. Okay, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I know where you're coming from because obviously if someone says something that that either I haven't said or, it, you know, it, it definitely gets, um, it, it can piss off, that's for sure. And is it a fact? Nobody knows yet, but obviously that's the word on the street. So, I mean, if everybody tweeted the word on the street, I mean, that you know how much stuff would be out there right now? It'd be, it'd be endless. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I, I could definitely say to Kenny, like to, to anybody that's like says that I report, you know, I'm TMZ and I need to – do you know how much stuff that I know? And you know Kenny and RV, you know, and Tits, you don't know. But, sure I do. Um, you know, if I was really into this TMZ and being this total gossip hound, dude, there's a lot of shit out there that we all know that I don't put out. Or anybody does. Yeah, you but, know? but on – but on the on the backside, Steve, there is shit that you do let out that you shouldn't sometimes. Like Hanny? Like Hanny, for instance. Okay. <laughs> like well, Hanny. I'm not saying that he's right. done deal, but I'm saying you don't know and you shouldn't say nothing about that. Like the the whole what kind the, of, what the kind whole of? Twitter thing with about with Beaker. Right. You know? I and I personally like I know that you're joking like around with like with guys like Chad about, you know, hey, what about that time when you Twittered that? Like, I didn't know. Like, at first I was like, whoa. But what? then you I knew me. that you were – about when, when you Twittered that thing about oh, Chad Oh, the Andrew like, Short thing. Hey, yeah, okay, you, yeah, shouldn't, yeah. you shouldn't get mad, blah, blah, blah. Just like when you were doing that thing with Denny Stevenson. Like, I didn't know. Right, you thought Denny was – And there's yeah. – I mean, look how many people follow you. It's like those people don't know. Hey, Mr. Watson, can you explain something to me? What – for him putting that out there, what are the potential ramifications of that? Like, is there a chance that because he put that, that we got RV on the phone? Ask, ask him later. Well, we, we got Ryan on. The, we're, we're, on got the, the win- we're on the subject. I know, but we got the win. He doesn't. Right, I'm sorry. I guarantee you, I'm RV sorry. doesn't care. RV don't give a shit, and neither do I. At the end of the day, good question. We'll ask. I like your question, but let's 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 uh, get with uh, hey, RV. RV, how's your weekend, bud? How's the new bike? You like it? Yeah, no, it's definitely uh, it's a big change, um, feeling wise. Anyways, it might not look a, a whole lot different, but um, you know, feeling wise, it's a big big change. It was uh, it was the words of Mike in the words of Mike Fisher, your best race all year, including Supercross. Um, what do you think of that? Do you agree? Um, I mean, it was a pretty dominate, pretty dominating form. I guess L.A. was pretty yeah, good, too. But Dodger Stadium was a pretty good one, too, I yep. would have to say. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, and and the, the, from what the guys are telling me, I mean, how much do you attribute your ride to the new machine? I mean, is it a, is it a you know, significant factor in the way you rode? I mean, the, the way the guys are telling me it, the 2012 production frame fixed everything that you weren't happy about uh, with the 2011. It's not like the 2011 was crap. You'd won races and won motos on it before, but... How much do you attribute it to the new bike? Well, like you said, I've won races and, and had one overall with the 2011. Um, we were just struggling with a lot of, um, like, feedback issues. Right. For me, like, I was, I was you know, obviously, um, I, I do my training. I do all my, my riding and everything I'm supposed to do. But I just, I was, I was just white-knuckling it the whole time. Um, and part of that could be because, 
you know, we didn't have a whole lot of time to test and get it really, you know, I, I guess you should say so-called set up percent the way we wanted it. Um, so you could, I guess, you know, put a little bit of it on that. And and the new frame is supposed to, to just right off the bat help that. So right. we came up with the bolt. We, we tried it. And, and the guys that are racing the GP and, and all those – and um, you know, they had said that the, basically that's, that's what it fixes. It turns a little bit better. It's four millimeters um, skinnier, uh-huh. and and the, and it's a lot. The frame is it has a, is a lot more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looked to be like it worked. And your teammate Weimer, although I think he's gotten a sixth overall before this year, uh, he was up front charging hard, his best race of the year. And he told me after the race that you know the bike was a significant help for him. So it clearly. Good, good call, but on your Cali guys to, to rush that thing uh, together. Did you now? Did you ride it in Cali or Florida beforehand? No, we we they called us and said, hey, if if we can get everything sorted out and get it all, um, everything in line, then then we'll fly out to California. Okay, and um, and we rode it out there. We were there for th- I was there for three days actually. Did um, did testing, and then flew back to to Florida. Um, then went to Loretta's the next day, and then came back to Florida, and then rode from there. Then Where did on. you guys ride it in California? What track? Uh, we hit Glen Helen, and then Paula two days. So that's the, so obviously when you're at Glen Helen, that thing worked pretty well at, on the high speed stuff. Yeah, that, and then also, every, I mean, obviously everybody knows Southern California has some pretty obviously hard dirt, and then um, Glen Helen has a lot of choppy stuff. So as soon as I went out on the track. I, I seriously rode like half a lap, like just just cruising around, and I could just uh, just by doing that I could feel a difference. I just I could feel a difference just doing half of a lap, and it was a slow lap. Your your mechanic Mike Williamson told me that, and I was thinking he was exaggerating, but he, well, he wasn't, huh? That for reals? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, Tim, dude, haven't you ever talked? Timmy says he knows as soon as he well, gets, yeah, as but, he one lap, he knows it's going to be good or bad. That's Tim Ferry. I mean, that's you know, I mean, that's another level. You know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Hey, you're one right. time, one time at a race, Red Dog said, "Hey, this thing, this thing, this thing's not turning right." He goes, "What's my forks at?" And I said, "They're the same as last week." He goes, "I'm telling you, something's up." I go, "Dude, it's the same bike you rode last week that you loved, and we made the changes." And uh, and he goes, "Well, I, I, you need to check the fork set height again." And um, I checked it, and it was two millimeters off because I'm an idiot. I I put it the wrong the wrong uh, mark. I forgot what we did. What does that mean that? I mean, all this stuff I'm hearing about you being a shitty mechanic—that that just sums it up right there. That yeah. you that you that you were. Yeah, I forgot to to adjust the bike the no, next week no for the second detail. moto setting that we had preferred. And anyways, two millimeter fork height, and he was like, "Oh yeah, dude, that's so much better." I'm just like, "All right, whatever." <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what he said. Hey, um, uh, what about Unadilla, the track itself? Do you like it? You know, I talked to a lot of guys. Obviously, you had a great ride, so maybe you're going to say you love it, but. Opinions are really mixed on that track. Some guys are just like, I hate this. Did they pull all the rock out of it? It's better than what it used to well, be. Well, well, ex- exactly. I was going to say, I don't know what you're, what, what you, you know, what the everybody else said, but I haven't raced it in two years. Um, and the last time I was there, it was much, much slipperier um, and a lot more rock. Uh-huh. And and when I showed up this year, rode it. It was, I mean, night and day different like a lot like a lot softer there wasn't near near the rocks on top 
Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't near as slippery, and the layout was a little bit better. So I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, cl- I wouldn't claim like it's one of my just all-time favorites, but yeah. it's, it's I mean, before you know you could care less to even go there. They could have taken it <laughs> out of the series. Yeah, but now it like it's a, it was it was a fun track. I thought, obviously, I did well, um, but the dirt was was also good. I mean, it was it was probably the best. Oh, I know it was the best I've ever ridden it. Yeah. Hey, if you got a question for Ryan Villapoto, 702-586-7857. we got a few calls on hold, but uh, you too can call up Ryan Villapoto and ask him how shitty of a mechanic I was um, right here live on the show. I'm just kidding, bud. Um, hey, early on in the moto, uh, you came, you, you made it a, a pretty aggressive pass on uh, on Dungey, maybe the first lap maybe even, uh, on around that tree turn. You got on side of him and you bumped him a little bit. And you kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, establish your territory. Do you remember that? And uh, that was a kind of a defining moment of the moto because once you got out front, that's what you needed to do to pull away. I don't remember passing him there now. Okay. All right. Hey, let me ask you a I question. Really, I remember passing him in the second turn in the second moto. Yeah, that's the tree turn. No, no, no it's not. No. Dude, you were eating a hot dog or something. Dude, you don't even. You weren't even watching. <laughs> we're the standing right race. there, dude. It's after gravity cavity. <laughs> that ain't the tree turn after gravity cavity. There's that right hander. I know. It was after the right hander after gravity cavity. And then there's the right hander, and then there's that left hander, All and right. there's a, then there's the tree turn. Okay, Kenny. Hey, Ryan. That's not the second turn. Tell him, I dude. He was over the JGR truck stealing food when they were all at the track. <laughs> I always see him in our refrigerator too. Now I was asking, has he been riding his elliptical? And he said, oh, you know, JT was out. He was. We're hanging we, out. We did some, you know, we hit the hibachi grill. We hit the movies. You know, I mean. It was a little bit of a va- vacation for me. Did he tell you that? Or did you listen to the show and hear him say that on the show? Oh, you don't listen well, to the he, show. He I, told I, me that. No. I asked him. It's... I actually called him a couple days, I don't know, a week ago. Yeah, thank, thank you for not doing a media blackout on me also. I appreciate it. What's your question for, Ryan, Kenny? Forget it. Oh. Hey, uh, RV, um, Motocross the Nations, big, yep. big, big weekend for you. You were named to the team yourself, Ryan Dungey, Blake Baggett. Um, pretty much, I think, Canada hasn't named his team yet, but I like your odds to, to win the whole thing. Um, you know, I think two of the best riders in the world. What are your thoughts on that? No, I mean, it's it's, it's always, you know, fun to go over there. It's, it's – uh, it's totally different, you know. It's uh, the the crowd itself just gets you fired up thinking about it. Right. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Like I said, I've never been to France before, um, but anytime we go, I mean, over there or any 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 place other than our our country, you know, we definitely have a huge mm-hmm. huge target on our back. So. Right. Um, yeah, we, we all three of us have to watch our backs like the whole time we're over there while we're riding. Hey, oh. hey how many times have you uh, ridden for the country now for the donations? Three. This is the third year. No, this will be my fourth. Oh, nice, nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty pretty good, and you haven't lost yet, right? No, we haven't lost yet. Yeah, that's that's good. I, I went once, and uh, you guys lost, right? We lost. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Um, yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, so I, I talked to uh, uh, Davey Coombs today, and he mentioned that after the moto, you expressed a little displeasure that you may be the MX3 rider, MX3 and not the MX1 rider. Do we know officially what you are and what's going on with that? I have no idea. Okay. And what's the difference? I mean, I'll, from years past, 
they've obviously I don't I think the earliest uh, Ricky ever wrapped it up. Now obviously don't I'm not not totally sure on it, but he's always wrapped it up about two to go. He's never wrapped it up about uh, never wrapped it up four to go, right? No, no, I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay, okay it's always been about two to go. Yeah. Um, so that means, yeah, clearly he was the best rider. Yep. By far, but that means that he would that they were going off points. I guess he was right. so called. Yeah, because um, he won the title. Yeah. That's okay, usually yeah, what happens, Steve. I, well, I don't. I guess there's no rule on who, how, or how they pick the the MX1, MX3 rider. Um, what's the difference? What, what's the difference if you ride MX1 or MX3? It's both a big bike, right? Yeah, MX3 guy runs a number three plate and um, oh, okay, and doesn't usually get the, the better starting position, generally speaking. Dude, how could you not have Villapoto run the number one plate if he wins the outdoor title and he's a Supercross champion? <laughs> well, that's what RV's saying. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, who do I need to talk to? This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I got your back. Let's, we'll, we'll make... so I don't. I don't know how they're how they're planning to pick it. Like how right. they're gonna pick it. Um, I mean, we'll wait and see. Uh, yeah. I, I, I honestly have no idea. But you 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 would prefer to be MX one? No, he he'd prefer to be MX three, bro. No, I'm just three getting it out there bike. for the record because Timmy Ferry ran it so many times. Ferry was the best MX three rider I think the country's ever had, but. <laughs> But yeah, he was good. I'm not gonna lie, he was good. But Solid. actually, whichever which one ever one of you two jerkies become the MX3 rider will probably immediately become the best MX3 rider we've ever had. But you'd rather ride one MX1, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just, just I mean, just not 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 a not an egotistical thing. Just uh, you feel like that's you you've been doing it four times now, and and you're a Supercross champion, and you're in the points lead in the in the outdoor class, and that's what you feel they've done in the past. That's all. I, I feel, uh, well, I should say, yes, I would like to run MX1, and I feel that how they picked it would, would I mean, like I said, there's no rule, but I feel how they picked in the past would, would have gone off point. Right, right. Yes, uh, me, and me and Ryan are definitely, like, this is probably the closest they've had it, but, you know, I, I don't know. It's just Well, um, uh, maybe DeCoster, and I'm not saying this is the reason why, but maybe DeCoster knows Dungy. Looks like he's going to have him next year. Sorry, Kenny, don't hit me. And, uh, and well, you said it. It looks like looks like he's going to have him next year. Maybe that's a Roger thing. I don't. I'm just speculating. I don't know. Right. Uh, hey, let's go to the phone calls here. Uh, I wouldn't lose any sleep over it, dude. I don't think you will, anyways. Uh, Aaron, you on the line there? Yeah, right here. Um, hey, Aaron, are you right there? Hey, Aaron, how do you spell yeah. your name? Uh, with A A R O N. Yeah, generally when when guys are named Aaron Tits, you don't spell it. E R I N. Well, to be fair, he's got a very effeminate. <laughs> no, it sounds like voice. a dude. It's not uh, Aaron. So <laughs> I knew it was a guy. I just that's the way I felt Anyways, like spelling his name. Aaron, what, what's up? You got a question for RV? Yeah, RV. I was just wondering, do you run the? Are you running the same uh, forks and shock and motor in the new frame as your you were running in the eleven? Yep, same uh, same fork, same shock, same motor um, as as what was the last race? Um, Washougal, same stuff. Hey, does everything bolt on there the same? I believe so, but don't quote me yeah, on not, that. Not the plastic or the airbox. Yeah, but I'm talking about yeah. the hard parts, like yeah, suspension, motor, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I think so. Yeah, I don't believe so. Like the, the cradle's the same, everything. You can just bolt a yeah. 11 in there. 
That's yeah, because if not, we wouldn't have been able to get stuff that quick, I don't think. Yeah, exactly, right. Hey, so is the airbox and all that different too, Ryan? What did I just – Yeah, I, did yeah I, no, the, the airbox is different, the tank's different, it's, and all the, obviously all the plastic's different. Other is it, you're losing your mind. You yep. didn't say that at all. All right, okay. Thank you. Uh, have a good show, bud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Aaron, uh, you got any, yeah. anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right, thanks, bud. Um, let's go to, uh, John hung up. Okay. Kicker Bob, what's up? What's going on? What's happening, bud? Thanks for listening to the show. You got a question for RV? Yeah, yeah. Awesome, unbelievable pass, Ryan, uh, on Barsha there. Moto one, left hand turn downhill in the air. Yeah, no, I mean that, um... I didn't really know if I was going to pass him there, but it was open, and, and I took it. Yeah, it was a, I seen it on TV. It looked, I mean, obviously, it looked, it looked pretty cool. Um, I oh, it's it was, sick. <laughs> well, well, thank you. Uh, hey, Ryan, uh, before we get to Kicker Bob's question, um, what about Barsha? What do you think? Surprising you? Um, you I mean, he did, definitely. Uh, but like I said, I, he raced Percy. knew he could ride a 450 pretty good. Um, and I actually, I've never stood next to the kid, but he's, he's pretty, he's tall. He's bigger than I am. Um, so obviously that, that helped him. I thought he was, you know, I thought he was a lot smaller than he was. He's got a lot of hair. Good God. What? (laughs) Dude, seriously, that's a lot of hair. Well, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he's growing it out, dude. I know, I guess. Uh, yeah. Um, Very astute observation. that girl shake where he shakes his head back first before he puts his helmet on so he doesn't <laughs> you, go blind. It does look cool hanging out the back of the helmet, though. Like, I think that looks, that's a cool look. Hey, hey, Ryan, were you there when uh, Dungey went off on him? Was that at the podium? Yeah, I heard about it. Didn't see it. Other than, I seen the stuff at press conference, but I didn't What see did you think about the press stuff. conference? Were you like, whoa, this is a pretty, I've never seen the guy get this emotional. Yeah, is this going to be you if Barsha starts racing with you uh, at Southwick, let's say, next week? Is this going to be something that you're going to be pissed about? Well, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> it definitely would, would probably, you know, piss you off. Right. Um, but, you know, it's, it's ask me that next week if that happens. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if, he, if, if he's blocking for him and slowing everyone else down, how can he be pissed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean that definitely worked. I, I, I kind of was, you know, I, I, I was seeing what was going on. I, I thought he was going to get second. It was, right. It was. I didn't. I didn't see what happened. Obviously, um, I watched. Spun out but, there at the end, didn't he? What'd you What'd you think, Ryan, about their, their coming together like that? Um, uh, I think it's. I think Barsha was doing that every lap, that kind of deal. But I mean, what your What's in your opinion, and obviously, just you saw it on TV, like the rest of us. Uh, what do you think? Make of that collision? Is that something that? Uh, Marsha, was it fault well, at, or was it? I think obviously some beef got or something started in practice. They kind—I of, don't know if they hit or what. I, think, yeah. I heard something happened in practice, right? And then obviously, you know, Barsha kind of uh, kind of going off the track and things like that. Kind of, I think it kind of just snowballed a little bit, and then right. once that once that happened, it kind of—I don't know—probably probably pushed Ryan over the edge a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but obviously. It's, if none of that other stuff would happen during the day and they would have just hit off the landing there, I'm sure it would have been, you know, kind of nothing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't go off to take off with them. All you can see is the front. Mm-hmm. Um, but it kind of, I mean, we, I was going to the inside, like 
over that way. So, I mean, I, I, I would say he was kind of going for the inside, but um, I don't know unless you actually see him take off and see if he kind of cut over yeah. or, or what. But, yeah, they, they came together, but I think that was just kind of – the inside. I just never seen him show that much emotion. Even back I in the know. day when when yeah. when Jay Law and him got into it, he never. I didn't. I he just never like just straight out talk crap on someone sitting right next to him like that. Yeah. No, I, I was kind of blown away. I've never seen him that that frustrated. That's yeah. the way I look at it. But uh, Bob, anything else? Uh, yeah, free gun underwear. Thank you. Oh, you got Thank it, you, Mathis. You like it? Yeah, I got it. All Killer. Right, please. Did you hook uh, RV up with some of that? Uh, I can. Yeah. Please don't Twitter. A photo of yourself in it like Sinjin did. That that wasn't me. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah. way. All right. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> that was disgusting. Thank you. <laughs> hey, did you uh, do you get the tweets? I, I've been, I hit you up on a couple, but I'm not sure if they were coming through. No, I get them. Yeah, I, I don't respond to everyone. Sorry, man. Um, sure. No, no, I, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure I was doing it right because I'm new to it. So Yeah, I like how you, you named yourself Kicker Bob, too, just like from the show. <laughs> well, I figured I'd follow suit, you know. RV, have you ever had problems like Mathis does traveling out, in and out of Della? Well, actually, yeah, that's a good question. What? Explain to me what happened. I don't. I don't really. I mean, we he pissed off too many people, and they started calling the bus. Yeah, Hanny. Hanny. Hanny owns the bus company, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) And someone else owns the air air flight uh, too. uh, All right, Bob. Thanks, man. I'll explain right now. Hey, thank you guys. Have a good one, RV. Thank you. I I I flew to Newark, and then I was supposed to fly to Wilkes Bar. Why? It's called Wilkes Wilkes Boro, by the way, not Wilkes Bar. Wilkesboro? It's Wilkesboro. Okay. Oh, so look who's correcting who now. Paparazzi. <laughs> the paparazzi. No, 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 no. My, my, my middle name is McNally from Rand. Rand, yeah. Rand yeah. McNally. Um, driven, driven this country more in reverse than you have forward. Oh, please. Please. Um, anyways, flight got canceled in Newark. I had to rent a car, drive four and a half hours from Newark to an hour from the track. I got in like two in the morning. Wah, 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 Saturday wah. morning. And, uh. When, when, when. And I, uh, I got up and had a couple hours of sleep and got up. And then I, my flight on Sunday got canceled out of Wilkes Bar, Burrow. I had to take a bus to Newark. The bus got a flat tire. We had to go to the home, the depot to switch a bus. And then the bus pulled into the wrong terminal. And I almost, I came within eight minutes of missing my flight. Oh, it was a horrible travel weekend for me. Really? Yeah. yeah it sounds, uh, we just, we woke up, you know, like an hour before, flew out of seven, got Got here to Florida at 9:45. Uh, Sir- that, did you go Syracuse to Tampa? Like, does that go Syracuse Orlando? Yeah, Syracuse straight to Orlando. Oh yeah. Can I tell you something? When I did that race, what I would do is after the national, I would fl- I would drive to the airport and stay at the hotel in the airport, so I wouldn't have to deal with that. But that's just the way I do things. But maybe that's, that's a good idea. That's like at Pittsburgh, you know, when we fly. We exactly. All, yeah, I guess yeah. what? I don't make your money or Kenny's money. I well, I don't help it. You go to. Uh, you know, what do you go to hotels.com or something? Priceline. Priceline and find the cheapest hotel an hour away from the track. I don't do you that. Deal no, I don't. No. Dude, I, I had to. Dude, sometimes I was in a, like, I, I forgot, maybe Dallas or Houston, and I was at the shuttle, and we were staying at, you know, maybe like a courtyard or something like that, and they had like the shuttle van. They're going around to like two or three other hotels, and they went to some like Super 8 or something. And who walks out of the Super 8 to get in the shuttle? Oh, crap. But, oh, what Super was it? A country eight. Suites or Country? Country Inn and Suites is nice. Oh, yeah. RV doesn't care about our um, our problems. That's not a problem. Hey, uh, Ryan, what's going on this weekend off? What are you doing? What's the plan? What uh, hang? Just kicking it, or um, you want to come to Vegas and hang, or or what? Oh yeah, I'd love to come to Vegas. Maybe we can hit the buffet line. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, no, no. 
No, it's what? fucked up. Well, what, can we train on your elliptical? Yeah, sure. I got a treadmill, too. We can... so, someone needs to. Things Dude, collecting, things collecting to... dust. Yeah, you need to get on that. Pookie's going to leave you because you're just a fat slob. Yeah, okay. Oh, All right. what, have you noticed that Steve's hey, gained weight hey. a little bit? Hey, and you probably gain about four inches on your wiener, too, if you lost that belly. Ooh. Oh, wow. Dude, he'd be stacked. That, that, that's he's, some incentive right hey, RV, he'd be stacked because he's claiming he <laughs> has a me. thick one. There's no problem down there. Um, what are you What are you doing on your weekend off? What's up? Yeah, dude, I've seen that on Dr. Oz. That's what he said. On uh, what? Dr. Oz. I don't know what that is. It, Dr. Oz, the TV show. I don't know what that show. is. I still don't yeah. know what that He's an Oprah... Uh, of course, you know that, Tiff. Of course. Yeah. I subscribe to life. Hey, let's take a call here. Uh, Paul, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing? What's up? You got a question for RV? No question, but there is a Wilkes Bar and a Wilkesboro. Oh, uh, oh, Wilkes- oh. Wilkes- oh. they race NASCAR at, I think. And I don't know what, what state that's in, but Wilkes Bar is actually in Pennsylvania. Oh, that's so, where I was. Wilkes Bar. You oh, you. you went to Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania? Yes. yes. That's, that's, <laughs> you need to get a travel agent because that is so far out of the... No, it's not. Oh, gosh. All right. Thanks, Sorry, Paul. Yeah, but uh, RV, you're awesome. Keep up the good work. And, um, oh. All right. Thank thanks. you, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, RV. Dude, like, let's let's get serious. We're not trying to bag on Mathis at all because we all really care about Steve. Do you think Steve should really start doing something? Or what, what's your thoughts? Well, I mean, he says he's been, you know, well, he said he hit the elliptical hard when he first got it. Hard. And then he just—I—I I, I don't know. But there's a difference. You got to hit it hard, and then then diet and do stuff besides just do your regular diet and then get on the thing, correct? I told—I—I I told him get up and have a couple of sips of coffee if that's what if that's what it takes to at first. And before you turn your your phone on or your computer, just do you know 30 minutes of, of the elliptical. And then, and then turn your computer on and all that on. Dude, I, I know there's no doubt in my mind that Steve can do 30 minutes on an elliptical. I know that guy could probably go run two hey, or three miles. I know he can do it. It's just about getting him to do it. Don't worry about it. He, okay. he knows it's elliptical. He says elliptical. I, I say elliptical just to piss these guys off. But at the end of the day, I know he can do it. The guy the guy was an athlete. I mean, the Thank guy you. raced motocross. Four Manitoba titles. Okay. Four. He has it in his in his, in his his leans, in his jeans. Like, Perhaps you see that GNCC plaque on the wall. Like Buford T. Justice was say. You couldn't be from my loins. Can we just talk about RV? Can we just leave me alone? No, we're worried about you, but we want you to get on the program. You know, yeah, he, he, needs, to do, he needs to get on it. Me right. and JT he, talked hey, about it, too. You let, know what, you know what me, JT... Let me just leave, and you, and you guys discuss Hey, it. you know what JT told me? We were talking uh, one day by the pool, and JT's like, dude, I would not count out lap band for that guy. He could do that, no problem. And I'm like, dude, like, we're talking like we really care about this guy, and we want him to see him, you know, become. And I'm not claiming I'm Bruce Jenner by any means. Because I'm not, but you know what? Mm. At least I try. Bruce Jenner. Okay. Way to pull out a 70s reference. <laughs> 1976 yeah. decathlon yeah, winner, dude. Don't, Montreal. Don't, don't use any modern person that people would understand. I don't know any other decathlon winners. <laughs> Only reason I know he's on the Wheaties box, dude. RV, what about uh, what about Monster Energy Cup? Looking like you may not may not race it? You don't know yet? Up in the air? Uh, it's uh, yet to be decided, I guess. Is that up to well, you or is it up to the team? We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Oh, like maybe I shouldn't have brought it up, type deal. I, I don't know. There you go. He's putting his foot in his mouth again. I just asked, "What's him. wrong with you?" <laughs> I just no. I just gave you an answer, and and here's, we'll see. Here's the thing, though, dude. You could win a million dollars. I could see. There's only three guys that can sweep 
sweep all three mates. Okay, but check it out. There's also a chance, too. That's pretty late, October 15th. Yep. That gives you, if something did happen where any of those guys have any kind of break-a-bone injury, you're out you know, yeah, 8 yeah. to 10 weeks. Right. And what about your real deal? Yeah. That's why I look at it. Right. All right. Exactly. Okay. Good Good points. All good points. Um, right on, Ryan. Well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for having me on. Thanks for the pep talk too. I feel I feel better. Perhaps he I did. Start it. One more he did. He's he has he's jogging in place right now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, RV. Thanks for yeah. calling in, bud. We appreciate and, it. And good ride at Unadilla, bud. Pre- uh, you killed it. And um, uh, I just hear you rode good, but I you know, I was doing my thing, but uh, I'm sure you did. Yep. Hey, All RV, right. though. I'm going to Unadilla, though. I mean, I'm going to Southwick. You are? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm going to Southwick. All right. Thanks, RV. All right. See you guys. Don't see sound you. so pumped that I'm going. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, everybody. That uh, Ryan Villapoto there with some life lessons and some uh, – uh, is this guy still in the hold? Hey, you know what? You know yeah. what I did this weekend when you guys were out there? Hey, I was uh, teaching uh, – What? I was teaching my friend's daughter, Courtney, how to dive into a pool. Okay. Little girl, ten years old, trying to dive into a pool. You should have seen it. It was the most classic thing. She could, she couldn't dive, and that's what I was doing when you guys were at Unadilla, missing buses, missing flights. I was sitting by a pool with my friends, having cocktails and teaching little kids how to dive. It sounds amazing. And but you know, at the end of the day, I told her I'd give her a hundred, or I'd give her ten bucks for every perfect dive. Mm-hmm. I ended up giving her eight bucks for just trying because she only pulled it off once, so I deducted it all. I don't know. Hey, There's, Steve, Steve, know you there? Yeah, what's up, dude? Hey, sorry to put you on hold for so long. We had a lot of pressing issues to talk about, like my weight. But uh, uh, what uh, what's going on, bud? That's a big pressing issue. That's not. Uh, like, uh, I don't really dude, look that Jersey, fat. Fucking sucks, but what's that, buddy? Uh, I'm back in Jersey, dude. So it fucking kind of sucks, you know. Jersey sucks, but dude, wow. I, you know what's crazy? I got a, I got a, I got a, uh, one of my friends tweeted today that he loves New Jersey. Mike Mason. Dude, only... Mike Mason's out dude. there. Yeah, because his friends are blue, I think. Yeah, I, he I is. He's with, a, I know Blue's little brother. He's yeah, with honestly, Blue. Honestly, the only thing good about Jersey is Raceway Park. Everything else about this place, like, sucks, you know. Good thing Wygant got out of there. Yeah, he's with Blue yeah. right now. Oh, word, word. That's funny. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about Unadilla. Like, I think uh, Dungey was, like, because I actually, I drove up there, and I saw it, and uh, Dungey was, like, I feel like he was, like, off, because, like, Villapoto was so far ahead of all of them. Mm-hmm. And, like, bar shows is putting it on him, you know? Like, it, it, it was weird to see. I, I definitely didn't think Barsha would give him that good of a run. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Like, he was, like, like a, he I get, he looked frustrated. And then it's, like, just, like, watching Villapoto. Like, I, I was next to the Sky Shot, or whatever they call that thing. And, like, dude, Villapoto's bike, like, 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 sounded the F, dude. Like, he was just straight wide open the whole way, dude. Yeah, he, like, he rode great. Like I said, Mike Fisher, his team manager, said best race of the year for him, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Right on, man. More impressive on that. Um, no, I think you got good. Good call. So. For sure. For sure. Hey, how was the how was the how was the crowd at how was the crowd at Unadilla and getting in and out as a spectator? Oh, dude, it fucking sucked, dude. I wait, dude. It it took me like fifty miles to like get up to like a decent speed, and like I don't know, dude. It was fucking gay, dude. Because I was at Freestone. I went to Freestone too when I was in Texas, and uh. Like, I would definitely say Unadilla is way more redneck than Texas. Like, us in New York has the most redneck motherfuckers ever. All right. Hey, you know what's yeah. rad? Maybe that's why I didn't miss nothing. I don't miss going to – that's why I love hearing, like, from an outsider when they go to these races, how what how their experience was. And you can say but the TV I, package yeah, is awesome. Dude, and this like, is, motor, you're talking to a motor fan, too, but, like, and they're, they're bummed on. like, tiny-looking motherfuckers up there, you know? You know what's crazy? 
you say this now, but I guarantee you next year you'll be back at Unadilla too. Oh, absolutely, dude. I might even go to Steel City, dude. Like, I'm a motocross fan, so I don't yeah. shit. Yeah, like, that, that's part of it. Some... That's part of it. All right, it's... Steve. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call, Steve. Uh, thank, thank Thanks, you, man. Uh, Sinjin. Uh, you didn't, I was just calling because you didn't like my uh, picture. Dude, yeah. You, you, oh, I retweeted it. So, I mean, I must have liked it a little bit. But it is a little weird for you to, to take a photo of yourself in the Come on. Room. I'm just supporting full-time Max. Come on. Um, yeah, I know. I know. I, uh, how, how do you like I the underwear? I keep myself wide open to get all these comments. Oh, at least stuff a penis in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come on. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh, and if that guy wants to, you know, throw down, tell him to come over to Jersey Mike's and I'll whoop his ass. Oh, the, the dude is going to spy on yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bud. All right. See ya. Sinjin, everybody. Hey, uh, we're going to take, take our first break of the night. We're going to come back with uh, Pro Circuit's Mitch Payton here on the Pulpomex Show presented by BTOsports.com. The uh, 7 o'clock hour is brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, and FMF Racing. Please ch- check them out. Support them all. JGRMX, your buddy Coy Kenny was asking where you were this weekend. He really misses you. FMF Racing, we all know what they've done. They've been around long enough. Uh, their motor, their, their pipes, and um, their package speaks for themselves over the years. FMF has always been there supporting the sport. And, of course, X-Brown Goggles, the choice of second moto 450 whole shot winner Michael Alessi. And the choice of uh, Josh Strang was out there this weekend. Uh, Evgeny Mikhailov. How did Josh Strang do overall? Strang, uh, 2220. He, he, he was yep. actually like 12th in one moto, and he crashed pretty good. Oh, really? No points? Yeah, 20th is one point. I don't know. They haven't changed scoring since you. What did you say? I thought you said 21 20. 22. Or 20, 22, 22. 21 22. Lithical. <laughs> Pavar- Pavar- I'm just jacking with you. I'm just jacking I know. with you. I'm just hey, so, uh, guys, everybody, thank you for listening. We're going to come back with Mitch Payton and much, much more on the Pulpomex Show presented by BTOsports.com. Check it out. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. 
As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Paulin, Travis Pastrana, Davy Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 World Champ, David Philipparts. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything. From your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design experience and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protector products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Short, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first into Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. 
With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. Race fans, LiveFast presents round two of the Nuclear Fallout Series. The LiveFast Cup, fueled by Monster Energy, taking place September 23rd through 25th at the Exit 28 Motorsports Park, just east of Reno, Nevada. Come watch the country's top pros as they duke it out for a $20,000 pro purse. Amateur races all three days. Best whip contest along with the bikini contest and a dash for cash. Hurry down to your northern Nevada Walmart for free ticket vouchers by stocking up on these participating products while supplies last. Monster Energy, Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, Barefoot Wines, Budweiser, and Muscle Milk. All details at LiveFast.com. That's L-I-V-Fast.com. Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Tits. Tits. I think I got a new exit commercial. A new exit song. I, I, this may come as a surprise. We're going to come out to this from now on, I think. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac, coming at you. Go your own way. Yeah, coming at you, Fleetwood. Don't you ever take your hand off that cassette, everybody. Hey, welcome back to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for joining, joining the show and listening. We're going to have Mitch Payton coming up real shortly here. For right now, though, I wanted to, a uh, little bit of silly season talk. Uh, um, Kenny, you're going to join us, or are you going to sit on your phone? Okay, anyways. Hey, tits. Yeah. Uh, silly season talk, Andrew Short. Um, after Unadilla, I caught up with him, and you're shaking your head, meaning you don't have it. I, it's not on here. I've got Barsha's deal, but uh, the short interview's not on here. It's on there. Come on. What what'd you name it as? Unadilla Short, didn't I? No. Technical issues. All right, well, let's play the Barsha one, and then I'll get you. You got it. I'll get you the uh, short one. Throw me the thing that we use, whatever that's called. USB drive? Yep. And uh, and let's play Barsha. For those of you who don't know, uh, Justin Barsha, Beaker from Fox, Will Hahn, we got into a little bit over Twitter over the last week or so. I wrote a call and probably didn't help things, but I thought it was a pretty interesting look at things. And uh, um, we made up at uh, at Unadilla, sort of. So um, let's just take a quick listen to this uh, interview, and you can just judge for yourself. We have Justin Barsha, 
and your host, Steve Mathis. And uh, the entertainment of the week in the motocross industry was the Barsha Beaker Mathis Twitter Will fight. Hahn. Oh, yeah, Will Hahn, sorry. But yeah, Hahn just got kind of bitter. I, I love Wilbur. <laughs> but <laughs> I can't believe you two are standing next to each other, not kicking each other in the nuts. So we'll start with Barsha because he killed it today yeah. on the track. So. What was the highlight of your day? Talking to Mathis or just ripping your, your 450? Right, right now is the highlight of my day, I think, because uh, we had a pretty gnarly, intense little little brawl on the internet. And uh, we, we caused some drama, huh? Yeah, yeah. Me? me maybe. Uh, me, did we all? Or? Here, here's the thing. <laughs> Where do I, do I stand? Hey, you started it. I did start it, so I'm the scumbag. <laughs> and here, oh. and here's another thing. I said you could win. I, like, complimented you. I know. But then it went sideways. Yeah, what an asshole. Right, and then I became a joke. Yeah, you're you're not a joke. I, <laughs> I'm not a joke. Oh, no. You hear that, I'm Kenny? Just kidding. You know how Dude, it is. No, I'm good with it. I'm always I'm always good, good with fun. it. No problem. I thought we had fun. Beaker good with it? That I don't know if Beaker's. No, Beaks. Yeah. Is, I talked to Beaks today. Beaks is okay. Wilbur, we'll get Wilbur back one of these days. <laughs> just tell him. Me and Wilbur have this inside joke. We go out back out behind the semi, smoke a cigarette, and go out and do our moto. Right. It's all a big joke, but yeah. well, all three of us will go behind the semi, have a sure. quick smoke for the yeah. moto, and everything will be all right. Yeah, no, <laughs> dude, uh, uh, yeah, whatever I gotta do. No, I've, I uh, I never took it, I wasn't mad, I just, I, mean, I was mad at Beaks. Dude, I, I, was, I was mad at Beaks. I was mad at Beaks. I haven't read, I haven't read one of those interviews in a while, and uh. I read the whole thing and it was good. You're a great journalist. <laughs> Thank you Notice very much. The hey, let's talk about yeah. today. Let's Notice talk about the today. laughter. Uh, hey, dude, so uh, we've we've got the Andrew short clip, and I thought it was very interesting to hear Andrew talk after the race. You know, he's not a guy to. Uh, um, uh, yeah, exactly. But I, uh, you know. Well, let's just listen to it now. <laughs> I was putting in the. He's not a guy to uh, just you know let his emotions get the better of him. He's he's a class act on and off the track. And I thought this was very interesting. The first sign, I think, that Andrew Short's a little frustrated at the way this season's going. Uh, let's take a listen here. Uh, yeah, exactly. But, I, you know, I guess I can test, and I'm good at it. And, you know, so they're using me for that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Who knows? Uh, I imagine a guy like you, you're one of the first guys that get signed. Maybe after this Ryan Dungey deal gets complete, is that sort of – I mean, is it on your mind at all? Oh, yeah, for sure. And um, I, I think there's a lot of people going for a lot of different rides, and you know I'm one of one of them. And I just feel thankful to get paid to ride a motorcycle. I've been involved with great people, and you know for me, I wanna I wanna be on a 450 next year. And uh, you know, I've kind of messed myself in the head with it. So I think uh, I think for myself, and I, I want to ride a 450 next year, wherever that is. And I would love to stay with KTM or. Uh, you know, there's some other programs that are out there, but I don't know how the business side of it's going to play out. And that's the side I'm not a big fan of, but right. it's uh, part of racing, and you have to deal with it. All right, thanks. What uh, What do you think, Kenny? Well, he keeps saying he wants to ride a 450, so that obviously means he doesn't want to stay at KTM and ride a 350. <laughs> um, that's what I got out of it, yeah. and I think that... Uh, Unless KTM you, makes a newer did, 450. Did you hear? Yeah, well, KT, Ryan Dungey's going to be on a 450. I, I just I heard. Well, so um, <laughs> they're going to have two guys, so <laughs> so they're not going to have anyone ride the 350? That's that's. Well, I don't know. I yeah, mean, that's kind of weird. I think but, that other guy, to me, that other guy would have to ride the 350, right? Yeah, I would I would think so. You right. would have to. You think but, there's any chance they just give up on the 350 in the no, States? not yet. No, I think Not Kenny's after right. one year. Yeah. Not after one year. Two there's years, no but yeah. 
Um, I think their production's already done. I think they're already probably on a ship on the way here or even here. Oh, no, he just he, – I think Tits meant, like, at the race. Oh, uh, yeah, there's uh, no uh, way. Right. Race. Because yeah, if not, you don't not, race not, them – not discontinuing hey, it. Hey, this is what the deal is, Tits, because you're kind of new at this. <laughs> okay. We sell what we race. That's what racing is supposed to be about, correct? Like, well, Ryan Villapoto – It's actually we race what we sell. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. But people are buying motorcycles. So I talked to my dealer in, in Florida today. Jacksonville Power Sports. And he's saying that he's already sold out of three, his first three orders of Cowie. So they've been out two weeks. Oh, good. Right and he, well, so, hopefully that's a sign the, the, the economy is switching around too. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I personally think his, Andrew Short's best fit where he could go is probably to McGrath's team. And Brooks's team, right. just because he's ridden the Hondas, Watch he knows your iPad there, buddy. he knows hey, the personnel. Now, That's what I personally. There hasn't think. been a press release that that team's coming together. So can you? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you make what. It as in I'll, your I'll, I'll leak. I'll leak this much because okay. this is a this is a proven fact. I know that that Larry Brooks has got in touch with one of my mechanics and asked him to come work there. Oh, and I'm not too happy about that. Which one? Can you say? Will you say? Yeah, it's not Tony Berluti. I don't know all your mechanics. Okay, then why'd you ask then? Because <laughs> you, 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 you could say the name, and then I would at least. Know. Uh, I don't okay, uh, no, I'm not even gonna say the name. Uh, but at the fine. end of the he day, he has two, so everyone, everyone yeah. who knows can figure it out pretty quick. But pretty yeah, quick. so I, I, I assume they are ra- racing, and I, I wish Larry and and Jeremy the best of luck. Um, and I know that. Well, it's, you can't it's, get mad at somebody trying to hire somebody, can you? Uh, uh, I'm not. Well, I mean, you can be a little bent. I'm uh, not mad, but I, I mean, if he, he I, I, if I was going to do that, I would have at least called him and said, "Hey, I'm going to give you a really? heads up." Yeah, I wouldn't go behind. I, I don't so know. So you called the coster at Suzuki when for for, for Balut? No, because Balut's contract was up. He was done. He was leaving. He came to me. Good point. I, I, and, and I like Larry. Larry, I consider Larry, you know, a guy that I, I know and. You know, I, I kind of have a relationship with Larry throughout the years, and I've known Larry a long time. I mean, I get, I do when the guy raced, I, I did his laundry for him a few times. Come on, I right. washed his gear. Right. And I, matter of fact, he was kind of bummed because I traded one of his jerseys when I was at Mount oh, Morris right. for, for a baseball for, for a baseball <laughs> jersey. But yeah, it's all good. Um, um, so yeah, interesting. Short and interesting to say. Short, uh, he says it's kind of messing with my mind. Like, yeah, mentally, he's. Who you do you know? think like talking about silly season a little bit? Oh. Do you think? Do you think? Wait, can we talk about this? this? Yeah. Okay. This is just. This is just talk. It's no, nothing. No, no, no. I would think. Nothing. If out of any. I don't know. I would think if anyone would go to that team, it would have to be, like Brooks, I see, Brooks McGrath. I would yeah. say Brayton or Short. All right. Because those are well, the type of people that a, fit as in. the head. The head writer. Yes, I think they would have. To, I think there has to be a niche where the people fit in and they communicate right. and they have that. They're. They're. A guy like Jason Lawrence isn't going to go ride for Brooks's team. You know what I mean? There has to be that that certain look, image, straight edge, you know, and for for what they do. I can't believe you just said Jason Lawrence. Well, I'm just saying. I yeah. just use that for an He's coming right. back, man. Well, no, no. I, I, but wait a minute. They did indeed talk to Josh Hansen. So yeah, I know they did. That, you so can't you can't compare Josh Hansen with Jason Lawrence. Well, that's an image thing. That's a I mean that's where you're no, going, right? Come on, dude. Josh well, Josh said, Hansen doesn't go to jail. No, he doesn't no, no. do all. No, that, but you, know? you said. Short and Brayton are their guys because they, they want those type of riders. They want that type of guy. But then, and you said they wouldn't like a guy like Lawrence. But they did talk to Hanny, and not that Hanny's going to jail, but he's that edgier guy. Uh, that's all. Yeah, that's all yeah. Man. But I, yeah. but I guarantee you, if that was the case, and Josh Hansen would ride for that team, he would be on a, such a tight leash that he would be that straight and narrow guy. <laughs> right, right. Or you try to be anyway. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. I mean, um, they're going to they're going to try to mold in. They're going to try to yeah. mold a program. And hey, you know what? More teams, the better. And I'm right. pumped that they're coming out. I wish. 
10 more teams would come because, right. you know what, it's just making the industry better. It's making the sport better. And, you know what, Larry and Jeremy are both my friends. I can yeah. say, you know, I have nothing bad to say about them right. at all, zero. Yeah. Um, and I respect what they're doing, and I wish them nothing but the best. But go get your own mechanics. Um, hey, uh, uh, real quickly, let's get to – before we get to our next guest, which is Mitch Payton, let's get to our, 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 our surprise guest, David Pingree. Ping, what's up? What's going on, guys? Hey, thanks for call, call, coming on the show, short notice. Um, you guys do a show on Monday nights, huh? <laughs> hey, Ping, I did. Me and Mathis did a podcast earlier, dude, and you were and we you were part of it. It was awesome. It was the first Moto Triple X video. I didn't even know you were in that. I forgot all about that. Number twenty nine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, where was that in Arizona? It was next to like that old abandoned airplane airport, right? Yeah, it was called Pinal Pinal County Airpark. Mm. There you go, and you were getting wet. Hey, what we were talking about something earlier. Um, w- w- sorry about that dog kennel you're at in the background. I'm I'm at a dog park right now, dude. So okay, don't even ask. Um, I can't take my dogs to the dog park right now. It's too hot for them; they'll collapse. Um, yeah. And maybe I will, according to Art Ryan Villapoto. What's going on with you and Austin Stroop on Twitter? Uh, it's over. It's we 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 patched it up. The the. Okay. The Twitter battle is all done. So Thank, well, it took, the, it took the heat off everybody, me. Everybody can get back to living their okay. lives. <laughs> it took the heat off me, so I was happy. But uh, <laughs> but but you guys had – but okay, so you're good, right? We're fine. Okay, good. We're fine. I'm, I made a little joke about one of his tweets, which, frankly, it's not that hard to do. Right, thank you. And uh, uh, he, he got a little nasty, and so then I did, and just, it escalated. Right. Okay, but yeah, we're good because again, I didn't understand what Austin or what Austin was getting upset about because we've had him on the show and made fun of his tweets to him. Yeah, I know. You know, that's so, what I'm saying. I, I was like, all right, right. You, you want to get nasty, dude? I'll. Uh, man, <laughs> you, you, you take did, the wrong you guy to get in a fight with. I mean, yeah, yeah, you did get nasty. You, you don't. You, you don't take a guy with. Well, no, you just don't pick a, pick a fight with someone in the media who can. Has you know free range to write whatever they want about you. <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm trying to get at. This whole show has been about. Yeah, you, yeah, you missed the whole argument. I know you you don't realize we did a show on Monday nights, but you missed the whole argument uh, earlier. Kenny's upset at me for saying that Hanson may be going to Hart Huntington. He didn't say maybe uh, yeah. that Hart, Hanson is going to Hart Huntington. He got upset. Yeah. Well, is it true? <laughs> Ask, I don't know. Ask Steve. Right. He seems to know. Yes, it's true. Hey, dog. I'm about to have a dog fight right here. Oh, are you? Oh, really? Sweet. So give us an update. Who's winning? <laughs> hey, what's up, Michael Vick? Dude, Michael Vick's out there, is he? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. You didn't think. It isn't like that, I promise. Right. I'm not in a cellar somewhere surrounded by... Um, hey, Ping, what, what what else do you know about Silly Season stuff? Anything anything else that you can you know maybe report on that's, that may be happening? Um, now I'm kind of out of the loop, like a little bit. Right. Um... Let's see. What did I hear? Uh, what about this? What about a, a few weeks ago? You said there's a there's a new team coming. You know, brand new. Like anything new with that? Talk no, about? actually, that went really quiet. So okay, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not so much. Right. Um, Was Paul I just Lindsay the, the team manager? JDR KTM. They're going to go down to be a, just a 250 team. So uh, sounds like they'll be. They're going to keep. Uh, PJ, but I don't know what's going to happen with Ty. He's, he's a big boy. I'm not sure if he yeah if he'll go back to Australia and ride for the team there again, or he wants to stay, but 
I don't know what's going to happen there. I don't think he can ride a 250. Yeah. What, what about the... He weighs what, more than you, Mathis, so... Oh, well, yeah, we can get that, Starts would too. be rough. Uh, what about uh, McGrath-Brooks? Anything new on there? Nothing. Yeah. I haven't heard a word. Right. Well, you've been camping, too. You were camping for a week, so... I was. I was I just trying to say, I'm out of the loop. I've been up in the mountains for the last week, so... Yeah. Uh, I didn't hear anything up there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, hey, bud, we're, we're, we're going to let you go. We just want to check in on that. Um, um, and then, uh, are we on for tomorrow morning? I forgot to send you. Oh, uh, no, actually, no, I have a job interview tomorrow morning. Whoa. So we're going to have to do it like a little later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Um, can we, can we do it later? Yeah. Yeah. Just text, call me. Text me and we'll text sort me. it out. But all right. Thanks, Ping. Um, Hey, did you get my picture? Yeah, I did. Thank you. Yeah. That's strong. Right. I like that. I just looked down and realized I was wearing a mom. I'm going to send Mathis a little, little pic. Ping, ping, wearing a Pulpomex shirt, everybody. Available on Pulpomex.com. Place your order now. Sweet. Try it. And, and if you have to buy something, go to uh, Amazon. Where, where do they yeah, go? Yeah, Amazon. Go, go to the Amazon banner on Pulpomex.com and place your order through there. Yeah, just order there. I mean, that's just the smart thing to do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ping. See you guys. All right. See you. All right, David Pingree, Austin Stroop have made up. That's, so that's good, good. That's good. I know, good Kenny, enough. you were very stressed about that. I didn't even know they were fighting. Very worried about that. I don't follow either one of them, so. You don't? No. Oh, okay. All right. What, uh, um, what else is going on, Kenny? What, what's, you, you, you got any more dates planned or anything? No, I don't think I have any dates. I think I'm kind of off the market, to tell you the truth. Really? I think I'm ready. Lock it in. Lock it down. You're going to lock it down. I think I need to. It's about time. Well, I agree, Kenny. I mean, you need everybody needs to find love. Yep. You know? Well, I, th- I, I found, think I might have found it, so I'm going to uh, just do what i got to do and see how it works I out. Found, uh, I found love. Yeah, you did. You're lucky. You don't even know how lucky you are to have a woman like that in your life. What? what I you, think you might. I think one, you might. The one that you can slap. Watch. She got me a green card, so that was awesome. Yeah. Um, Dude, m- most most normal like chicks that aren't in love after the stunt that you pulled in the Burger King will never want to talk to you again. Whatever, dude. She should have took the Astro Van and <laughs> Aerostar. She took the Aerostar. Tits, what's going on with our with our guest? He's on the line. Oh, he's he is? ready. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, let's uh, let's go to our next guest. Uh, this guy's not having a bad outdoor season either. He's the team owner of uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit. That would be none other than Mitch Payton. Mitch, what's going on? How are you guys? Hey, thanks for coming on the show. I'm sure you're a very very busy guy. Very busy man. Yeah, no problem. Uh, um, hey, thanks, Mitch, for coming on the show. No problem, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny Watson, team manager, Hart Nunnington, Kawasaki. Whatever that means. Um, uh, first off, I guess let's uh, let's talk about uh, the outdoor season for you. Uh, I was uh, doing some math, and this year your riders have taken the top two positions in 15 out of the 18 motos that we've gone on so far this year. In, in 07, Ben Townley, Ryan Villapoto, 21 out of the 24 motos. Oh, and Brett Metcalf. 21 out of the 24 motos, your riders have taken the top two positions. So I was trying to figure out which season has been better for you, and I don't really know. But I guess the bottom line is is incredible outdoor season by your team. Oh. No, I'm really proud of all the guys. I mean, we've we've been really lucky, and, and uh, I'm really proud of how they've been riding. And, you know, like, I think it just starts off. They had – they all – you know, had done well in Supercross and uh, going into outdoors, you know, like we thought it was going to be a really long year and we wanted to really do well. And that championship has slipped away a couple times from us. And they they came in like really fit and in shape. And, and I think it proved that, you know, as the year went on that they they deserved it. Yeah, it, it's been uh, it's been great. Now, 
obviously Rattray Reno, a solid rider, um, you know, going to be there every weekend. Dean, we saw Paula just domination. We figured he would be a front runner. But honestly, uh, Blake Baggett surprised me. I mean, you know he's got speed. You know he's a good rider. But he, at times, has been dominant. Is this surprising to you, what he's doing? Well, I mean, I, I think I think you look at last year, and he was pretty quick outdoors also. You know, like he had some great qualifying times, and mm-hmm. he ran good in some motos and stuff, and I maybe wasn't as sharp as he is this year. But, like, I think any of those kids that, you know, like come through the the process, you know, like they – learn from one year and they come in the next year and they try to figure out what they did wrong and they just get a little bit stronger and a little bit stronger and and i think that's you know ben blake's deal is like he really wanted to do well and and he obviously put the work in and he's proved he can ride the you know he was super fast even before the season started but even even the other guys i mean there was like i couldn't complain about anyone they all looked really good so it's hard Mm -hmm. to tell until you go to the first race really Right. Did, did you see Blake, though, um, winning nationals before the season, like in your eyes? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I don't think we would, you know, hopefully bring a guy to the team if we didn't think he could be successful. So, well, I obviously, know, I but, believed in him. So You know, but like winning this many, you know, that's all. Well, they, they're all capable of winning that many. It's just <laughs> it's so many things of right. a, a little bit of luck, great start, yeah. um, not crashing. You know, there's so many things that go into it. It's, it's, it is you know, there's so many pieces to it that it's impossible to, to call out one guy. And if yeah. that was the case, you'd have one great guy and then three three bad guys. And, yeah. and like, I, I prefer to have as many good guys as we can get because if something goes wrong, you need the backup. Right, right. Do you, uh, do you sit back and look and go, wow, uh, this might be one of my best seasons ever as a team owner? Or are you just in it every day and you don't don't really look at that? It's, it's guys like me that, that, you know, look at that. But... Um, do you do you sit back and go, wow? Are you amazed? No, I, you're always you're always proud and happy, and and that then the same thing every week. You're a little bit spooked and scared, you know, like you don't want it to stop, and you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, what if we blow it? You know, like <laughs> things can go wrong because I've had that go wrong before, and right. you know, like you never know when it can happen, and you don't wish it to happen, and you know, we want to we want to finish this series like we're doing right now, and keep it going and and keep them all up there and i want them to all win and that's once the gate drops it's it's in their hands and it's it's up to them yeah and and it looks like the uh the new cali 250f uh fuel injected this year you guys have figured that thing out too uh, that those bikes once again look to uh you guys have done your homework and very little dns i think brock maybe once blew a blue, blue bike up or something happened but other than that you guys have been uh very 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 good bikes and reliable yeah, no, they, I, a lot of that is, you know, like we're pretty fortunate that that considering back when they very, you know, started, I think, in 04, uh-huh. and I think all of them, you know, in the beginning, you know, the bikes have got, you know, the durability of the bikes have all got better anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, the more you push them, you know, the the less you're taking out of them. So they, they come so much better now in the Kawasaki. They, I'll give them credit, you know, like they're committed to, making the bike better every year and they've they've done a great job with that you know like and and every year it seems like it's it it runs better and then also that the durability is a little bit better and even you know like we're looking at next year's bike and we haven't we haven't done too much with it yet but we've mm-hmm. we've ran it we've ran it stock and we've ran it with a pipe on it and everything like that and it, um, that's it's a it's a pretty good noticeable difference even just from last year's bike so i think our baseline for next year is going right. to even be better oh yeah hey mitch do you guys 
Um, do you, does Kawasaki use any of your input from the race team, stuff that you've designed and built? Do you have any input in, with the manufacturer to make their uh, lights? Production. Production, yeah. Do you have any input with those guys? Like, hey, do they? Do you guys trade secrets, or are you on your own and they're on their own? Um. Well, you know, like we're we're very fortunate that that actually a lot of I think a lot of the things that you see on the production bike have been derived or driven from the things that we've learned from the race teams, and we have to we have to supply them the parts that we've raced with and been successful with, and uh, we give them to them, and then they they take them to Japan and they evaluate them and and see if it's something they can use for production, and you know, like I think the the piston that they used in the production bike was something that we raced with a while back. And, uh, you know, they learned from that. And, and that's one thing that, that is probably a good thing is that they're open-minded about that. And they, they, they take things that like on the mm-hmm. 250 or the 450 that we've kind of helped develop and they put that into production. And, and, you know, one, one way you look at it, like, Oh, they, you know, they knocked that off. But, you know, like the truth is, is, they they put their own spin on it and they bring it out and then it makes the breed better. So like, I would rather have them have a great production bike because if it's a good production bike, more people will buy the production bike and mm-hmm. then it it makes our job easier because you know in in the very beginning like all of the brands had a lot of issues you know and like I think they've learned you know the the parts that break and and fail because we have four guys out there and they ride at a really high level and we, we break a lot of parts and we, we mm-hmm. did break a lot of parts and you don't see those things happening quite so often anymore, you know, because the bikes have got stronger and better just out of the crate and it helps us too. They, uh, they're making up for that 93 KX125. <laughs> they, cer- they certainly are. Uh, hey, if you got a question for Mitch Payton, uh, 702-586-7857. Give him a call and uh, and pick his brain about uh, about really anything. Um, hey, Mitch, how do you how do you uh, like you have three guys in in going for the championship? Do you care in any which way they order like finish? Do you, would you see Tyler like to win and or Dean or I mean ha- I mean as as a team manager and an owner of your team, I mean, you miss. I mean, for me, I don't know what I would do because I, I, I mean, I haven't even freaking won. Well, Kenny, you've got such a powerhouse team, like with, with <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm asking him a question, not you, idiot. So, like, sorry, I mean, that, that was not called for. That was me. I'm sorry. What's wrong Dude, with you? See what I get yeah, here. I, I think, I think, if you if you broke them out individually, you would like to see every one of them win it for a certain reason, but. I don't feel it's right that I personally want one person to win it more than the other because that means you're going to pick a side, and I've I've really believed in not doing that. And I think it's like, you know, they all have a certain, you know, uh, a certain soft spot in your heart for wanting to see them win, but you can't let that get involved. You know, my my job is to be fair to all of them and keep it equal, and you know, like. If I see a weakness on one person, I'll speak to him about it. If I see something on the other side, you want to tell him about it. If the guy does well, you want to applaud it. You know, like everything. And like, right. you know, we've we've struggled actually this year with you know with Brock. So we've got to work on Brock to get Brock in there with those guys. And I think he I think he can really be there. And he's he's had some really really bad luck and some really bad starts. So like we've got to work on him. And then you know Tyler takes a little bit of something and then Blake takes a little something and Dean takes a little something. And like every guy is so individualized that, that uh, like if you just did the same thing with each per- person, they wouldn't benefit 
the same amount. So, like, I think you just got to break them all up and try to help them where you can help them, and then they got to know that you're treating them all equal and that they have the same equipment, and really it's up to them. And like I said, you know, like, we can, we can help them up until the point that they drop the gate, and then you got, you know, roughly 38 minutes or 36 minutes that, you know, that's your time to shine. We don't help them no more. And so getting back to Brock, um, do you know what's going on? Is there that rule change, or is he pointed out, or is he going to be back under your tent next year? Or what's going on with that whole situation? Do you know yet? Um, right now that they say he's pointed out, but, you know, we're, we're trying to see if they can, you know, re-look at that rule only from the standpoint it's not it's not i'm not doing it from my my standpoint i'm doing it because i think maybe it was my fault but as i read the rule i didn't read the rule the way it was interpreted and the rule i thought was that you got three years of this many points and then there's a paragraph later that says if you win the championship and you've been in the class and you win it on your third year if you've been in the class for, the, for your third year, you're pointed out and it says regardless of points. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's really not that cool. So if a kid came in the class and the first year he was 16 years old and he started off the series and say he, you know, isn't that good and he just rides along and does as good as he can do and he gets like 62 points, well, that's not enough to hit the threshold. Mm-hmm. And the second year, say he's really good and he wins two races and breaks his arm, and gets 50 points. Say he won the first two rounds, and he, you know, that's all he got. And then he was out for the rest of the Supercross series. And you're like, okay, it'll be okay the next year. You know, you did really well. Well, the third year, if you won, if you won the series, you're pointed out. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're supposed to hit the, the point thing, and it does have this clause that says regardless of points. And I don't yeah. think that was the original intent, you know. So, like, we'll live with whatever they say, but it – it's a it's a rule that will strike. It'll get Brock. It'll get um, like anybody next year that has ridden the class more than Three, you know yeah. two years. Like if they've ridden and they're on their third year, if they've had you know not so stellar years, and all of a sudden they really prepare and they do a good job, and they win it by being awesome or they win it by luck, you're gone. So what what happens if Brock? Does point out? Do you still support him? And he rides a 450 under your tent. Is that what happens? We'll work that out, and we'll see what we're going to do. That's it's still too early to talk about that yet. But we'll we'll help, or we'll we'll do what we got to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That'll be interesting to see. Uh, I I know what you're saying. It's almost like like what's I, I've said I've said this before on the show. You know you you know what pornography is when you see it. There's that ruling on the support, Supreme Court judge or whatever, and you know a 450 rider when you see it. Do you know what, you know what I mean? And I don't know if Brock Tickle falls into that category, for me anyways, regardless of the rules and all that. You know, I just I know what you're saying. So it's a tough situation. What about uh, what about Josh Hansen? Um, according to you know Kenny, nothing signed on his team, but I understand you're going to lose him next year. Well, uh, that was a that was a. That was a tough negotiation. And yeah. I think Kenny was able to beat us out, and I think he's oh. headed to the 450 class next year. Oh, Kenny. But you said, Kenny, yeah. that I now, shouldn't now, talk. Now, Mitch said he thinks this is what happened. So okay, he did Mitch, not, this is he what my deal is. It as fact. I, I've, <laughs> Steve's been asking me for maybe the last three weeks, like, what's going on longer with Josh? Longer than that. And, okay, longer than I that. Feel, and okay. I told him it's – it's he's that it's not a done deal yet. It's not a done deal. When you'll know when there's a press release, you'll know when we release it. So I guess he talked to you 
and you said something about him, so he thought he would take it into his own prerogative and write a column that Josh Hansen has he's talked to someone and it is looks like Josh Hansen is it looks like it's a, it, it is a done deal that Josh Hansen is writing. So I got pissed and saying, Steve, you should not write that because you do not know for a fact. Well, Steve talked to me and I told him that it was supposed to happen. So right. I assume it's happening because okay. If not, I would put him on my roster to keep him, but I think he's pretty pumped about in the direction that you have him going. Okay, but do you, under, do you understand <laughs> what I'm trying to get you, at here? You with, have him going. With, with Steve and the paparazzi in motocross? <laughs> paparazzi? That's what I'm trying to get at. These guys are, are always... We, they're are just, we afraid of the paparazzi attacking? Yeah, we are. <laughs> no, I just, I just... My biggest grief is with, with media in general is they, they want to cover stuff, and I understand that. But unless you have proven facts and you know what the, what, the, what the deal points are, until the deal points are out there and this is what it is, you shouldn't say anything. I guarantee you, Kenny, the dude... Yeah, but that's, that's their whole goal is to try to beat the other guy out with... Exactly. That's what I'm trying to get at. speculation. And it's, also, too... That's all it is, is speculation. I guarantee you, the guy who owns that Dragon Fuels KTM team, who has riders that don't make the show... Would, would love, love it. Would love it if I said, "Hey, who's on the Dragon Fuels KTM team?" And, and I'm not making fun of him, but Kenny, you're a high-profile team. You should be honored that I'm wondering who is on your dude, roster. Suck it, dude. I ain't honored for <laughs> you for nothing, dude. Oh, come on. I'm honored. Hey, Mitch. See what I'm what? dealing with here, guy. That's why. That's why I shot you that text today. Which Remember? text? Okay, check your check your phone. I'm all. Hey, Mitch. Call me before we go on the air to the show. I text you it today. Oh, Kenny making secret plans with guests. Hold on. I'm going to see if I have it. Did he spell does, D-O-S-E? Maybe that confused Can Can you call me before the show? Thanks. Oops. No, that's all I was trying to get. We're not going to talk about it. And get this, Mitch. That was at 3.09 p.m. And get this, Mitch. We all know about the Twitter war with Beaker and everything. Well... Beaker tells I love me. Twi- yeah. I love Twitter, Twitter, whatever you call tweeter. it. Right. I love I it, too. Awesome. Uh, I love playing with the tweeter. Get, get this. Uh, uh, Kenny, I, we've talked a little bit about it last week. Didn't really touch on it too much, but Beaker says he gets a text from Kenny. Hey, dude, Mathis is an idiot. I have your back. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't know anything about the situation. I didn't. I was right after the show. I didn't know shit. But all he had to do is he should have texted that, not Twittered it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but l- let's talk about Josh Hansen on Kenny's team. What do you think? Do you, do you like it? Uh, how's it going to go? Um, and all that. Well, if, if if Josh, if he's ready and he takes it serious, I think he can really be an asset to the program Is because I know he can ride a 450. I know he can ride a 250. And he's to the point where, speaking to him, he's ready for the move. He wants it. He wants the challenge. And I, I really think he can do a good job. And mm-hmm. I think it's just really about how much he prepares for the season because once the season starts, if you're behind the eight ball, you're behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. So you have to be prepared, I think, by Anaheim 1, going in, and then it's a very, very long series. You know, it's right. twice as long, and you're going to have great races, and you're going to have adequate races, and you might even have a couple of bad races, and you can't let that beat you down. And you got to be there to fight till the very end. And if you're not willing to fight till the very end, it could be destructive. But I believe in him, and I'm confident that, you know, he's not making too many changes. He's still going to be on a Kawasaki, which he likes the bike, so right. I think... He's ridden really good on a 450 Cowie, and like I've seen him at the Kawasaki track 
on a 250 or a 450, and he can do the lap times. And he just needs to be able to do 20 of those, and then he has to be able to, you know, make sure that he's solid when the season starts. And if he does that, I think he can do very well. It's tough to catch up, right? Exactly what you're saying. It's tough to, to make up the, the speed in the middle of the season. Well, the, there's going to be probably, you know, five or ten guys that are going to come in there swinging, and if you're behind the eight ball, you're just, you know, mm-hmm. if you're great in round seven, it's not going to help you. Right, right. Uh, let's go to the phones here. We got uh, Justin. What's up? You got a question for Kenny? Uh, yeah. Um, he was asking Mitch about if who he picked to win the championship or who his favorite rider would be. Uh, if it was between um, Hanson and Tedesco, who would he pick for Kenny? Oh, Kenny. Yeah, if it was like between those two, who would he pick? Who would you rescue by fire, Kenny, Hanny or, or Tedesco, if you could only rescue one rider? Well, you have two arms. You'd have to pick them both out. <laughs> I'd, I'd pick them both of them and throw them both over my shoulder. So you got to go with your best friend, right? Yeah. Oh, man, that's a tough question. I mean, that's just like asking like, me asking Mitch, but, like, I would try to help both of them the best I could. But, at, you know, at the end of the day, I think the, the best guy would prevail. Ivan could fight his way out of the fire, and Hanny couldn't. You know what? I mean, I'm not afraid to say this. I mean, if it came to heart and determination right now, I would have to say that Ivan probably has – as we speak of today for the past record and through the career. Yeah. Ivan has, you know, Ivan has right. been more of a, a workhorse than Josh, but you could ask Ivan. He will tell you straight out that Josh Hansel is capable of doing really, really well. And Ivan knows that. Right. Right. Um, Mitch, one piece of advice for Kenny as a manager, if Hanson's on the team, what do you think? What's the best advice you could give him? He hung up. Mitch? No, I'm still no. here. I had to think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down to one, right? <laughs> I was hoping you hung up. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Kenny's not really happy right now. I hope you. Hung up. I would put a low jack on his car. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so that way, when you call him, you know he's not in Hollywood because he needs to stay out and just do his job. But honestly, I think the best thing that might happen for him is he's going to be around Ivan, and him and Ivan have been pals, honestly, since they were kids. And Ivan likes Josh. He wants to help him, and hopefully those two will work really well together. And if they can keep that, you know, kind of bond going and, and keep those guys going together, I mean, they, they could have a really good year by pushing each other because Josh will he'll jump just about anything, you know. like So yeah. he's really talented on the track. And then Ivan is is very talented. Also, he did really well for us. And the 450 thing, he's had you know he's had some injury plagued years, but you know he's still capable of doing it. And it's just a matter of you know getting everything in place and making sure he's there at the beginning of the year. Also, and like I think he could he could be a player in helping Josh with his fitness and mm-hmm. making sure he does his motos because he'll listen to Ivan. I think he'll listen to Ivan more than he'll listen to anybody probably on our team, other than Mitch. Well, no, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He probably, he probably will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm speaking the truth. I mean, right. he looks up to Ivan, and I know he looks up to Mitch more than any person in this whole industry, and believes in Mitch. And I know that for a fact that that ha- has to be part of his program. Those two guys. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Uh, Moser, you got a question for Mitch Payton? I do. Good evening, Mr. Payton. How are um, you? I was hoping. I'm great. How are you? 
You can ask oh, him about his. You can ask him about his kids and stuff now too. Yeah. Ask, ask no, the question, Moser. No, I have a question. <laughs> uh, I was curious how you met um, Sean Palmer. Sean Palmer, and maybe uh, maybe a good Sean story you have from the past. Palmer. Palmer was a buddy of Troy Lee's, and then somehow we just met because I've known Troy forever, and Troy's a great friend of mine. And Sean, uh, when he was younger, was slightly wild. And I thought he was funny, and he just, you know, he was like one of those crazy, talented snowboard guys. And I remember uh, Randy Lawrence, he, Randy Lawrence was friends with him, too, and he brought him in the shop, and he wanted to get a, a bike done. And me and Jimmy were in the back grinding cylinders, and he, Randy dropped his stuff off, and he said, we'll give him a deal on it. And he goes, well, he's a world champion snowboarder. I'm like, great. And so... <laughs> When Palm showed up, he had signed this poster for me, you know, and the guy came in there. It was the summer. It was like probably 100 degrees in our building. It was hot, and we're grinding, and Randy brought him back there, and he goes, hey, he signed this poster for you. I'm like, oh, awesome. And, I, and he came around the corner, and he had already paid up front and came in the back, and this guy's wearing shorts, and he's tattooed from head to foot. And I'm like, for real? Is this the guy? <laughs> and, like, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. He's a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I said, oh, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate it. That was great. This and that. And I thought that was cool. And I didn't know him yet. And uh, so he dropped the poster off, and I said, you know, thank you and all that kind of stuff. And then when he left, I looked at Jimmy, and I said, wow. Jimmy just shook his head. And I crumbled up his poster, and I hook-shotted it in the trash can. And I didn't tell Palm until about four years later. <laughs> hey, didn't he bring you a snowboard? And we were great friends by then, you know, and, like, I really like him. And he's, mm-hmm. he's a great person, and, like, he's one of those guys that can, you know, he did he did mountain bikes and did motocross and snowboard and, yeah. you know, drove cars a little bit. And, like, anything he puts his mind to, like, you can't count him out because he's just that gnarly. He can He can do just about anything he puts his mind to. Hey, Mitch, didn't he, like, I remember, like, back at the Palma shop, you used to have a snowboard in your office that he gave you, like, he won X Games or something and brought you the snowboard, and it had, like, PC stickers on it. Yeah, no, I still have it. I have a, I have a snowboard. I have a snowboard from Palmer, and I have a surfboard from Sonny Garcia. Wow, dude, you're, you're pretty gnarly. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Did Dave Castillo give you, like, a jet plane? I haven't, plane I haven't, wing I haven't used, I haven't used <laughs> them either one, though, because I, I don't snowboard or... Oh, oh, you hey, don't? Oh, hey, and you know what? Hey, Mitch, and, and still to this day, Palmer still convinces me that uh, he might have some left, that you still owe him one ride. Yeah, that was that was one of the deals, is if he, if he could qualify, I'd give him a ride. So he's always like, when, when do we want to do it? And I'm like, well, it's kind of up to you. And then we went through a little deal where... He rode Supermoto, and he switched around, did some other stuff. I'm like, dude, it's like forever? This is forever? Because whenever <laughs> I want. I tried to do the vet race with him, I think, last year. So yeah. one of these days I owe him a, a shot to do what he wants to do. But he's, he's a, I consider him a good friend, and I still like Palm. He's a good person. All right, Moser, anything else? Nope, that was it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Moser. Uh, Sinjin, you there? Oh, Mitch. Yeah, more. hey. Mitch, be I careful. Heard, yep. No, no, I'm not going to say anything bad. Don't worry. Okay. Um, uh, Mitch, I just have a question about the Adam Cincerello deal. I just saw that you guys like signed him for five years. Well, Adam, Adam's a he's he signed a, a contract with uh, Team Green, and then um, you know in the past couple of years we've lost a couple of athletes that have been with Team Green, and then last year they switched. So like we've we've changed that over a little bit. So like we want to guarantee him a spot and. Uh, 
I don't know. We're we're good friends with Adam. I believe in him, and I believe in you know what he's doing. Um, the family's good, and I just I kind of like what they're about. And win, lose, or draw, you know, you got to take a chance on people. And I mm-hmm. I think he'll be a player. Were there any, uh, any like any other manufacturers trying to get after him, like Honda or anything like that? I'm sure there were. I'm sure he, I'm sure he had offers probably from everybody, but yeah. but that's that's the one thing that I kind of really respect about him is like he he's he's been very adamant and loyal that you know like after we started helping him and you know we do a lot of work for him and we've had we've had a lot of success and we've also had some pretty big failures and like he's he's a pretty big believer in what we're about. So mm-hmm. when a person's like that, I'm a, I'm a big believer in them, and he wants to ride here, and he wants to ride for me, and I want that to happen. That's the kind of people that I, I'm looking for is I want somebody that wants to be here versus, you know, buying a kid away from someone else. No, no, he's, I, I think that kid is crazy fast. He's, he has a good head on the shoulders for sure. He seems like uh, he's very outgoing, real well-spoken. Uh, you know, obviously Twitter, Mitch, uh, you know, I know you're a fan. Um, uh, he's funny on Twitter, and he seems like a, a real polished professional kid and he's what 13 14 like um he seems like a he's got it going on now i think he's i think he's he's pretty good like if i you know and i do i have two kids and if i had two kids you know growing up and and wanted them to try to you know emulate somebody as an amateur guy you know that that wouldn't be such a bad guy to go after because you know he is well spoken and he is polite and you know, like he's happy most of the time, and I love that. Like I, that's right. the kind of thing that makes you want to be around him. Is I can't think of more than a couple of days where I see him down, and it's like he's happy, loves what he does, he wants to ride dirt bikes, mm-hmm. and like I think that's really cool, and that's what everybody needs to remember is like you're looking for that guy that just digs it, and he yeah. he digs it. That's why we got into it all. Hey Peyton, do you think your kids are going to race motorcycles? I don't know if they if they want to, then I want them to, but. I wouldn't mind if they played a little baseball too. So. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I like that. But like, if they want to do it, and yeah. if that's if that's what they want to do, then I want them to do it because it certainly was probably the you know the thing that I love the most and still do love the most. And I don't think it's such a bad sport, and I think it's pretty pretty great for the families. Like I just got back from Loretta's and mm-hmm. kind of like kind of like seeing that. And like there's some of the parents are a little gnarly, but in <laughs> in ninety percent of the cases, you know, like they're back there and. You know, there's there's more losers than there are winners, and their families are are good with it, and they're not losers. I shouldn't even I should rephrase that. Yeah. They didn't win that day, so yeah. I I when I raced, I lost so many more times than I ever won. So like I can appreciate that, and my parents were behind me, and I think that's cool. And like that's that's why you do it. You just you want to do it, and if your family's behind you, you're all together, and you're got this common goal, and you're together on the weekends you know you're not running around doing something else and it's a it's a great sport um so there's nothing wrong with our sport our sport's really really positive thing i think it'd be awesome Thanks, if, you, if your kids could tell yeah. a story like you and your brother had when your dad had to pull the the, the trailer over to empty, empty the pooper on the side of the road <laughs> <laughs> i think everybody needs a story like that in their life yeah Hey, Mitch, uh, I know you're um, – we don't keep you too much longer. A couple of things. I know you're not a fan of um, of your guys leaving Southern California. Uh, Tyler Rattray went to Florida for a little bit. Dino is in Florida right now and uh, working with Chad. And what are your thoughts on the guys uh, uh, going to Florida or going outside of Southern California? And I guess 
you can't argue with the results a little bit of Dean at least this this weekend, huh? Yeah, but he didn't have bad results before. But no, true, true. <laughs> if if he wouldn't have smoked it this week, it would have been easier. But um, <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. It's just you know, like at this level, I think it's a, I think it's important for me to be like a, I enjoy that I'm around him, right? And then I enjoy that they're close to the shop and that they they kind of befriend you know the mechanics and our staff and everybody. And then you know, like we, we have this goal, and and if you're too far away, you lose touch. And then they're kind of running their own program. Right. And, you know, there's a possibility to have bike problems. And, you know, like if a guy has a bike problem and you don't have a good mechanic with you or that isn't just living there working on your bike, you know, yeah. like it's, a, it's, it's also a possibility that something could go wrong or be put together wrong and maybe they get hurt. So most of the time I'd prefer they stay in California. But if they want to go to Florida and they want to ride down there and, and you know, try – something just you know to break the cycle and right. stuff like that I, I i don't have a problem with that tyler's done that you know blake went um this year at the beginning of the year and now dean's down there and it's also believing the people that they're going to be with you know yeah. and like blake went down and hung out with rv and eldon and all that and and dean you know has has became good friends with chad and and i trust chad and and he's down there and like at chad's house he's got chad reed and michael Byrne, and they've been through a lot of the the great things and bad things in our sport, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they're not going to let that happen to somebody else if they can help them. Cause you know, like, as you get older, you, uh, you want to see, you want to touch somebody and help them, you know, like you don't want to take them down the wrong road. So those guys yeah. are helping him and, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're telling him and showing him anything they can do. And he's enjoying it just because it's different. And it's, it's, a, you know, it's two or three weeks that he's down there and then he's back home and we're going to do it out here again. That's what Kenny's doing with him. He's showing him, teaching him. Helping him, right, Kenny? Yeah, Steve. Sure. Um, <laughs> but 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 their track is close to Vegas. That's dangerous. Yeah, yeah. We are. We well. We know what happened the first time. We won't talk I'll remember about that. that when you say, "Hey, uh, can my guys come up and ride?" I'm going to go. It's too close to the strip, Mitch. <laughs> oh my God! I don't know. How about if they stay at State Line, or which that's even gnarly. Yeah. How about how about last year? Harumph. His whole team was here the week that the New Year's New Year's Eve. Yeah. This whole t- they came out here to go riding, and they were here I New know. Year's Eve, and they were walking around the strip going, dude, this was crazy. And, and New Year's Day, we were at the track at 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, I know. I was going to come out. You told me not to because Hanny was there. Hanny didn't want you there. I know. Uh, you know what? They've got a good program out there. Like uh, Kenny invited us up last year, and, and I didn't know if their track would be that good, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And and Carrie's got a good track up there, and they got – you know, like it's it's laid out well, and they got a water truck, they got maintenance and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So like they, they invited us up, and like uh, we don't have like that's a safe haven now. Like it, there's nothing wrong with it. Their program up there is solid, and you know they got a shop and they've got a great track, and there's nothing wrong with it. And they can come down and ride with us. We'll go up there and ride with them. So like checks in the mail, Baden. Thank you. That's all I <laughs> yeah. need to say. <laughs> um, hey, uh, we got a little controversy brewing, Mitch, and I want to get your opinion on it. A little controversy. Um, Motocross the Nations team was announced. Uh, you're a big part of that. Your riders, it seems like everybody but Brock will be um, over there racing in it. Uh, we had RV on the show earlier. He wants to be MX1. I think he's going to be MX3. He's not sure. He's a little peeved, I think, because of the, the he may not get the better starting positions. He won't have the number one plate. He, he feels like as Supercross champion and as the leader of the outdoor points, he should be MX1 based on the past history. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, anything, uh, anything to say about that? 
that's a that's kind of a tough decision because right, it is. It, that's been a big you know thing that's just popped up recently, like who's going to be number one or whatever, and who's going to be number three. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that like the way I looked at it was, I, I guess I didn't think it all out completely from both of the rider sides, but I thought, gosh, you know, like you just got selected to go to the motocross the nations and who cares? <laughs> like who cares? Like you're on the team and it's, a, it is, it is a team event. Right. So like if you do your job and you help the team, like I thought that's really what you wanted to do. And I guess there's more to it that, you know, one guy wants to run the number one plate, one guy doesn't. And, and so RV's got a legit argument because he's leading the points right now. And normally that's kind of how things go. Right. But in the past, usually the guy's running, you know, or leading the points is usually the guy that went before and and was the MX1 champion. Which now that's Dungey. Yeah. He's been there two years and he's done his job too. So it's it's a it's a very tough call and and you know you don't want either one of them to be bummed out. But I would hope that they would just say, well, like it would have been better if they just said, oh, I don't care. Let just have somebody just pick. Yeah. But, but I guess there's more to it than that, and like I had suggested, maybe just flipping a coin or something like that. But I don't know. That's a tough call, and and uh, you know, there's two sides to it. Dungey's got a good, you know, gripe a little bit because he's been there two years and he did his job, and yeah. he's the reigning MX1 champ. So like right. they both have a, a great argument, and there's there's no perfect solution for it. They're they're both you know they're both number one riders. It's just yeah. you know, your number your number plate's going to read different and. I don't, I don't know. know. It, yeah. In my opinion, it doesn't matter. Like, we're supposed to go there as a team. We need to all get along, and then we just go for results. We're riding together. You get your, your overall best finish is really what you get to carry the points in. And, like, the it would be horrible for us to go there and argue and lose this thing because of that. Yeah. I think they should just say, okay, whoever wins Southwick gets the number one plate. Oh, yeah. What does the spirit leader think? Speaker? Yeah. <laughs> he's just the spirit leader. He's, he's Speaker, happy. He's happy. Speaker's comment is off record. He doesn't want to talk about it on record. Oh, okay. The only, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, know, uh, I, I mean, everybody's kind of the same way. Right. Like we, we It's a very, very, I don't know. It's a well, tough decision, but. Generally, we've never had so two guys. I mean, it was obviously Ricky was always going to be the man. And then whoever else, you know, um, Ricky and Jen. You know, it was went by seniority before with Ricky and James, and I think James didn't race or Ricky didn't race. It's always been a clear number one and number two guy. I mean, in my eyes, Timmy should have been number one a lot of those years, but <laughs> let's face it, he was you know running the number three and, and maybe the most dominant MX3 rider ever. But, um, you know, it's always been very, very clear on who would be number one. We've These two guys are so evenly matched. That, and they are, yeah, and that, that's yeah. what makes the decision even kind of gnarlier. But, you know, like we went to England, I think, the second time, and you know, James was up front racing for the lead and crashed out. And if it wasn't for Timmy Ferry, his result, we probably wouldn't have won that day. And you know, like it, it takes a little bit of luck, and it takes everybody doing it together. And you know, like we spoke at Bud's Creek about Ricky and Timmy swapping spots for the start, and Timmy was open with that. And like, there's a little bit of, you know, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, there has to be give and take in this thing for it to work really successful. And yeah. And both of them kind of need to understand that. And I, I don't know the right decision. And, you know, like, it's tough. But whichever way it goes, they both need to understand, like, it doesn't matter yeah. overall. It's like, well, really, let's just go and, and 
enjoy it and kick ass and do well. And, and if you win the event, there won't be no problem, I don't think. So I was uh, I'm I was, hoping it works out. I was a mechanic on the last U.S. team who lost. Um, that's quite a record I have. And it's not a fun fun deal to, to lose, you know? So, just for the record. Hey, um, uh, a couple more things before we let you go. Monster Energy Cup, um, are you committed to your guys? Do you know yet? Do you know what's going? To, what's happening? I saw Hanson's in. Um, anybody else, or, or do we know yet? Uh, I think Hanson's in, and then uh, Dean has said now that he wants to do it because um, he changed his flight to come home. Okay. I think Dean will do it, and then I plan on – I'll talk to Tyler and Brock and see if they want to do it, and hopefully they want to do it, mm-hmm. and we'll just see where it goes from there. And then Blake – kind of up to him and you know it's either class you can ride a 250 or a 450 there but you know my own belief is the 450 still probably stands the chance right. overall so like it's a, it's a tough race for a light spike but if he wants to do it then we we right. encourage him to do it and uh and christoph Purcell, uh one of your guys that uh, has won a lot of races for you uh has had you know some difficulties uh on on the track is back in europe racing can you talk about him coming back to the CLS team that, that you support um, pretty heavily. Thoughts on his race at uh, in Czech? It looked like it went pretty well. Well, he, he did better for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the morning warm-up, I think he was quickest. And I don't – like, I think the first motor got a bad start. I think, what did he get, 12th? Uh, I think 11th. So 11-5 yeah. or 11-6, what did he get? Yeah, 11-5, I think. 11-5 and, and – I guess the second moto he raced with uh, Nagel and Caroli the whole time, and mm-hmm. and my my hopes and wishes would be that you know like things get better for him and he can get a little more suited to the bike, and hopefully this weekend there's I think it's this weekend. Yeah, uh, this, yeah, the England, British GP. Yeah, Madeley Basin. I would love to see him, you know, come out and and run up front and win win motos or a race, and then hopefully he can prove to people he's back. And you know, like I. I've never quit believing him, and I think he's he's capable of winning, you know, races here or races there or supercrosses. I mean, that's that's how much talent the kid has, and right. I, and I do believe in him, and I want to see I want to see the kid that that I had and that I believed in, and and I think if he you know puts all of it into it, I think I believe he can do it so, over there or here. So you I'd love to see yeah, him do it. You don't believe that his career over here in America is over? Like you you have full confidence. Um, that he can come back and, and, and do well, and, and if he finds a spot, he finds a home somewhere? I think he can win over here. I don't think that's an issue. Yeah. I mean, yep. you like, the one thing you you can't change is talent or speed. Right. You know, and, like, he has talent and he has speed. You mm-hmm. know, he's proved that. You know, he's he's beaten Dungey, he's beaten Kennard and all those guys, and now you're talking about, you know, Dungey is – is a supercross and outdoor champ and has won races this year indoors yep. and outdoors and Kennard has won indoor races and I, I'm confident that Christoph can do the same thing but you know once again you have to have you have to have everything in place you know you're not going to stumble into that stuff you know and that right. means you know that you have to have the right mindset you got to have fitness and you got to have a team behind you and a good bike mm-hmm. and I think it's so competitive nowadays that you can't just show up and and get it done and i think it takes all of those pieces to to get it done so like you can't just walk in and hope it to happen there's too many there's too many great guys you know like right were you hard were you pretty surprised when he did take that moto concepts ride uh did it catch you sort of off guard like it did i think a lot of people no it caught me off guard because i didn't 
I didn't know about it because I talked to, at that time, his agent, Russ, a lot, and they were working on some other deals. And then that one kind of was a little bit of a surprise um, for sure. And I don't know. I just yeah. I don't think it was a match made in heaven, and it proved it wasn't. And right. It's probably better for both people that it just ended and, <laughs> and stopped. Yeah. It, it, it wouldn't have been good in the long run if he wasn't happy. And, like, the biggest thing, I think, for a rider is, like, I look at Chad this year, and I think Chad has done a awesome job. And I think the biggest difference with Chad is, you know, like he's just happy, right. and like he's a changed guy, you know. But I think most of that is just he's just very happy, and he likes what he's doing. He wants to race bikes. He made that decision. He spent his own money to do it, mm-hmm. and you know, like everybody thought he was going to fail, and yet really, he's done a phenomenal job, you know. And that was just. I think that was more him than anything, you know, just yeah. just him wanting to do it made the biggest difference in the world. And I'm really proud of him just, just to do it. And I, I think the same thing. I think next year you could have Chad in the championship. You could have James back in the championship. You'll have Dungey. You'll have Villapoto. Kennard is, has proven he's a player. Yep. You know, like there's, there's no telling. There's like the 450 classes getting deeper as we go. And, you know, that's, that's the thing that makes it kind of tough. It's like it could be that you're going to have – could be five or seven guys that win a couple of races, and that would be really great for you know the series because it keeps keeps everything kind of rocking along. Incredible series this year, you're hey, right. Hey, do you think yeah. Purcell? I mean, is he? Did they already announce the French team for the donations? Yeah, they did. He's not on it right now, but uh, maybe an alternate or something. I think he could. Yeah, I, I don't know. Mitch, you may know may, more, may know more about that, but um, I think uh, yeah, if he comes out and kills it, so they're going to be tough to beat, aren't they? Uh, for Sard. Musquin and Paulin. Paulin going to be tough to yeah. beat in France. Yeah. No, they'll be they'll be very tough to beat, and like it's a, no matter if you take the best team over there, you know, like it's it's so just a little bit different than our deal that we're we're a little bit off. But you know, everybody says, oh, you know, you got the best guys or whatever. But you know, still they they have to ride that day really right. well, and you know, I've seen it go wrong for everybody. So. You know, you just can't can't guarantee anything, and everybody. That's where same thing that they need to go over there, and they need to all be happy and work together. And right. If they all work together, they can get it done. But yeah. we have, you know, fights in the troops. We're gonna we're gonna struggle a little bit, but hopefully, it's it everything's gonna work out. And Villapoto and Dungey are incredible, and Baggett's done a great job this year. And you know, like. That that's a great team to go over there with. It is, it is for sure. Well, uh, hey Mitch, thank you for coming on the show. I kept you longer than I thought, but hey Mitch, uh, I just want to tell you, uh, dis- uh, disregard that text I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to worry about calling me before the show, bud. Um, don't don't answer it back. No, uh, no, don't it. Standard. Can you please play another prank on Kenny where you call him and say you're going to need all your parts back? <laughs> Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Kenny, this is Mitch. Uh, yeah, we're we're uh, going do you remember that? Did you call him or did you go over? No, oh. no. We were pulling into the track. At, this yeah. was like 98. And <laughs> you were like cruising by and I'm like, you're just like, you're a punk. You're a punk. Bring back all of our shit on Monday. I'm through with you. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? And then you were with Bruce. And I was like, dude, what did I do? And, he, and Bruce, you, Bruce was in on it too. <laughs> and then I walked yeah. over there. I'm like, are you serious? And you looked at me and you're all, I'm just jacking with you. I'm like, good times. Hey, I've, I've known Kenny since Kenny. Obviously, he was Deegan's mechanic. Yeah, right? Tom McQueen, so then he too. Had, he had Deegan where one year I think it was Washougal. They had metal flake bikes, 
And of course, to me, that's like, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, do you remember before that, Mitch, in 95 when I worked for Deegan, and you guys were going for the championship, and Wyatt and Rhino worked together, and you guys came up to us before the race, because they remember Ryan and Deegan got into a fight during practice? <laughs> and you're I all, believe it. <laughs> you're all, hey, dude, I believe we're, it. Going, we're going for a championship here, and Deegan's like, you're like, just keep your guy under control. And I'm like, dude, I tell Deegan, and Deegan's like, I'm lining up right next to him. I'm going to fuck with him. The gate dropped. He was still sitting in the gate. He was more worried about jacking with, with Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> that was the infamous deal when he was pushing the bike across the finish line. That oh, was God. Um, right on, dude. Well, hey, Mitch, hey. thanks for your time, buddy. I know you're a busy guy. Yeah, thank you very All much right. for coming on the show. Appreciate it. We'll see yeah. you at uh, Southwick. Yep, thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for everything. All right, see you. You too, buddy. Thanks. All right. Bye. All right, Mitch Payton, Pro Circuit. Uh, we're going to uh, take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back with Ryan Morris. That was an awesome. That was a good call. You like that? Yeah, Mitch Payton's all right in my book all the time. So he can say that about Hanny. It's fucking cool. But Mathis says it. And he's dude, he's not, he does not reporting it. Dude. He never presented it as fact. He said it Exactly. Thank like... you, Tits. Commercial break. We'll be right back at you, Pulp MX. We're hot. Um, well, all right. Let's take a commercial. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's go to a commercial break here on the Pulp MX show presented by BTOsports.com. We'll be right back. Listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOSports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Whatever you need for your bike or body, BTOSports.com is your destination as we carry all the leading brands. BTO has you covered with the best selection, best service, and best prices around. Make sure to punch in that code M-A-T-T-H-E-S and any order over 100 bucks gets a Mathis-sized discount. BTOsports.com is proud to be on board the Pulp MX show and make sure to check us out on the web at BTOsports.com. Check out our current special for free shipping on all international orders over $799. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. As a motorcyclist, one will have certainly come across the name AGV, most probably because Valentino Rossi, one of the world's fastest and most talked about racers, wears them religiously. Well, the legendary Italian helmet brand, which started manufacturing helmets in 1947, has decided to return to our sport with two motocross helmets, the MTX and the new AX8. The AX8, with its carbon Kevlar fiber shell, has a sneaker, more aggressive styling, amazing cooling and ventilation, and only weighs 1,500 grams. This helmet has been developed and used by Gautier Pollen, Travis Pastrana, Davey Millsaps, and 2008 MX1 world champ, 
David Philippines. The AX8 retail price starts at $349. You can check them out at all Parts Unlimited dealers or directly at agv.com. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000 square foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where proudly everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. The result of design, experience, and factory rider feedback. Fly Racing Helmets, Racewear, and Protector products continue to push the boundaries of innovation and technology, fit, function, and finish. Worn and endorsed by pros Andrew Shard, Trey Kennard, and Team BTO Sports BBMX riders Michael Byrne and Jason Thomas, Fly Racing designs products for the serious racer and rider. The difference is in the details. For more information, visit flyracing.com to view its entire range of exciting products or follow Fly Racing on Facebook and Twitter. The next time you need to get your bike dialed, think about contacting JGRMX for all your engine and suspension modifications. Joe Gibbs Racing jumped feet first in a Supercross and Motocross a few years ago, and using their state-of-the-art engine and suspension dynos, they are able to provide you with the best mods out there. Using what they learned from team riders like Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton, and Cooper Webb, JGRMX can get you and your bike to the top level. Look for an announcement soon for the all-new amateur motocross team. Check them out on the web at JGRMX.com. JGRMX is a semi-proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. If you live your life loud, then Kicker Audio Components are for you. Kicker has been behind the sport of Supercross and Motocross for a long time now and is a personal sponsor of some of the biggest names the sport has ever seen. Names like Jeremy McGrath, Ricky Carmichael, Chad Reed, and others rely on Kicker for all of their needs. Kicker's been around a long time and is known to bring their best into each and every product they make. Whether it's speakers, amplifiers, subwoofers, or any other product, we have you covered. Check us out on the web at kicker.com and remember, live it loud. Race fans, LiveFast presents round two of the nuclear fallout series. The LiveFast Cup, fueled by Monster Energy, taking place September 23rd through 25th at the Exit 28 Motorsports Park, just east of Reno, Nevada. Come watch the country's top pros as they duke it out for a $20,000 pro purse. Amateur races all three days. Best whip contest along with the bikini contest and a dash for cash. Hurry down to your northern Nevada Walmart for free ticket vouchers by stocking up on these participating products while supplies last. Monster Energy, Coca-Cola, Kellogg's, Barefoot Wines, Budweiser, and Muscle Milk. All details at LiveFast.com. That's L-I-V-E, Fast. 
Brand goggles are the result of over 25 years of experience in the eyewear business, and the product has been race proven at the highest levels. For 2010, X Brand has Mike Alessi, Moto Concepts Yamaha, Josh Strang, and many others wearing the Gox and Gox Liquid Performance eyewear. X Brand goggles are exclusively distributed by MTA. Check out our complete line of goggles at your local dealer or at thexbrand.com. Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. We're going to have Ryan Morris on. Hey, we got some free gun underwear to give away to three people tonight, but I don't want three dudes. Uh, let's let's have a chick. Somebody out there, a girl who listens to the show, call in. We'll get you some free gun underwear. One of the three people have to be a girl. I just I don't want dudes. So not all three dudes. So uh, let's Katie, uh, call in. Who? Katie, my intern that work, or my assistant oh, that works for me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody call in. You want some free underwear from Free Gun? We will make it happen. One of the show sponsors. We're gonna have Ryan Morris on here right away. Rockstar Suzuki's Ryan Morris. Uh, Mitch Payton. You know one thing about Mitch? No. Um, you know Purcell has been uh, you know a lot of talk about Purcell and he's had struggles and this and that. But I've had a lot of private conversations with Mitch. Private, public, whatever you want to do. The guy has always had Purcell's back. I admire that a little bit. He just he doesn't forget like other people do in the industry what Purcell has done for him. Dude, he's like that for every single. Do you know what one I mean, though? Yeah, there. like he he just always had his back. And I mean, I'm I'm in the media, and I you know I've certainly uh, uh, um. Dude, you know, he's like that. Him, he's like that with every one of his riders that used to ride for him. Yeah. They could go back and but, talk to him. And yeah. Mitch isn't just a team manager. He once you ride for Mitch and you become friends with Mitch and you work with Mitch, dude, he has this open door policy. You could go in there and talk life with him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. any of his guys yeah. from yeah. Casey Johnson to Ping to Shea Bentley to yeah. Billy Payne, any of those guys that that you know rode for him that didn't make it, yeah. can go back in there and he's open arms. You yeah. know what I mean? He's just a good, good dude. Yeah. People that don't know Mitch and, and like no, you know, I just, I just, uh, you know, I've had Mitch, Mitch, like, what the hell is Purcell doing? And he's been, you know, like he th- yeah. thinks for a minute. He'll be like, you know, and he'll think about it. And and yeah. you know, I don't have a tape recorder on or anything. We'll just be talking about it. And um, uh, he'll be like, you know, he's talented. I want the best for him. I know he can do it. I know he can win. You know, I know oh. he can be back to where he's supposed to be. And this and that. So, um, Tits, we got a caller for the underwear. I'm getting her info right now before I put her on hold. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, O'Rourke, you there? Hey, guys. How's things? G'day, mate. G'day. G'day. I think we're going to have to teach Watson how to say g'day if he's coming to Australia. Is that is that all happening, Watson, or what? Yeah, but I'll never say g'day. I'll go, what's up? <laughs> hey, uh, Are you definitely coming to Australia? It's looking that way, my friend. Can you get a visa or what? Uh, no, I, I just need to get my passport fixed, and it's looking very good. 
What, so Aust- you'll be at the last two rounds? Australia, yes. get ready. Yes. I'll you, do. You've never seen what Kenny Watson is all about. Hurricane Watson is coming to your country. So I don't think Australia can handle Kenny Watson. Hey, O'Rourke, you want some free gun underwear? I would love some, but I don't want to jack you up on the postage. Dude, I don't have to pay for it. I think free gun will. So, sweet. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'll send you an email tomorrow, or you can send me one or whatever. We'll hook you it up. Hey, do you have a question? Um, do you have a question for yeah. uh, for one of us? Yeah, I got a question for Watson about about that team coming and him coming to Australia. Um, I know they've got Blaze coming down, and they've also picked up uh, a guy named Luke Urich. And I don't know, does Watson know Luke Urich? Very well. Yeah, he, that dude, that is so far out of left field. No, that are you, that, when, the when they US told US me, listeners. well, this would happen when Kale. Are you joking well, right now? Or are you really no, joking? No, serious. Oh, I thought you were joking. When Kale called me and told me his lineup, and he told me Luke Yurik, I'm like, wait, Luke from they used to ride freestyle, and he said, yeah, he used to race before that, and I didn't even know that. Um, I've known I've known Luke from back in the day when he used to come out here and hang out with Twitch and Colin and stuff, and I, you know, I know him decent, and I I don't know anything about his racing skills, but. They said that he's riding and he's putting in the laps, and you know he should be you know a, a fifth a fifth through tenth place guy in the in the in the lights class. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, he dude. He has not been on a racetrack for a very long time. I mean, he was a really good junior rider. There was him and uh, and I think he was on the Honda Junior Australian race team with Robbie Madison, which is another freestyler turned you know race yeah. turned freestyler. Yeah, hey, I mean that was it. Interesting pickup. If you could see how hard Nunnington's working, we're all about opportunities this year. Oh, yeah, you are. Dude, yeah, you are. I believe it. Hey, uh, O'Rourke, um, 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 careful on the Hanson talk. It's not done yet, so we need to just tread lightly. Put it this way. it's not. It hasn't been released yet that he's writing for right. the team. Oh, that's a step in the right direction. I, I do find the whole thing hilarious that Matt's biggest you know, enemy is going to be Watson's Rider, it just couldn't have worked out any better. There goes my hot dogs at the Hart Huntington rig. Yeah, you won't even. You're you're one, uh, if he rides for the team and he says I don't want him under the tent, there's no way you could even come by. I will make a, a running joke of that every week, though. Fine. And you know who looked dumb? You guys and him. Perfect. I know. I'm just perfect. Saying. I mean, like, I don't know you knew me or you, but yeah, it doesn't really it's, matter. It's to ridiculous, me. but that's fine. Now, now I have a serious um, motocross question. Um, do you, then I'll take a step like back it. then, because I don't know shit. <laughs> you, you take a, ask, you, I know ask you tits. ride into Anadilla on the weekend. You, ask tits. You watch tits, so you'll be able to answer this question. Um, will there be anyone in the U.S. riding a 350 SXF next year? Well, we yeah, we talked about that earlier in the show. Uh, Kenny and I both think they will be. Yeah, Dragon, we, Dragon Gas, whatever that place is called. Dragon Fuel. Dragon Fuel. We just don't think they're going to give up on it. You know, I just don't. I don't uh, see that. What happening. do you think, Oruk? You think they can just give up all the you know all the testing and developing and all that stuff? Well, like I've said it before on the show, I think the 350 is a great bike for someone like me who rides around a motocross track. But I'm not racing RV, RD, and Chad every week 100 cc's down. Like you can't. It'd be like sending someone to Watkins Glen in a V6 camera. You, you know what I'm saying? Did you hear Shorty's interview I did after Unadilla? Yeah, I did. And I was and I Bob and I and Swift did on Twitter. I gotta take Hanson's cock out of my mouth. Hold on. <laughs> is that better, Swamp Ass? Once again, the chat room gets the Kenny. Is that better, Swamp Ass? Kook. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we got into it, and I said, you know, that for uh, Shorty to come out and say that was really, that's not, you know, normally he's so yes, diplomatic yeah. and so politically correct, and he came out and just said, I'm riding a 450 next year no matter what. So uh, oh, I just don't think that, that bike's great for, for 
the every man, I suppose you'd say, but for when you're racing the best in the world and they're 100cc's up on you, I just can't see how it happens. Well, so yeah. lead, leading into that question, and I sent you a Twitter on this, Steve, but I know you're busy, is that on the weekend they listed uh, Alessi as riding a 450XC KDM. They did? Really? Yeah, yeah, on the TV, So, which is the... Uh, of the XC's the off-road version. Right. Wow, you guys now, are getting too gnarly. Who gives a shit? <laughs> no, Who gives I'm a shit? It's a KTM 450 in my eyes. One's, one's fuel-injected, well, one's carbureted. Big fucking deal. Okay, sorry, Kenny. Way well, to analyze it. Thanks. Well, that, that leads into possibly Dungey riding this, you know, 20... 12.5 yeah. model if he, if he decides to come through with it, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, I have it on, well, I've heard, I've seen or talked to people who said that, that yeah, he's going to ride a 450. So, mm. But whether he's riding a 450 SXF or a 450 XC. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's all semantics. It's like the dudes who are on, a, on the, on the um, entry form is riding a CR250. AMA can't yeah. keep it straight. I mean, they got Josh Hansen, speaking of Hansen, well, big handy show tonight. Literally on the AMA timing and scoring, they run Hanson's photo from Yamaha Troy. Like the AMA and the entry forms and the photos, they, they just—I don't read much into that, you know. So, all right, O'Rourke, we're going to so move on. We're gonna yeah, run Mo and, uh, and tell tell Mo, uh, you know, we need to see him in, at another outdoor within the next ten years. I know. Yeah. yeah, believe me, we'll get him on that. All right, but thanks. See you guys. See ya, Emily. Yes. Just a girl. A girl? Is this a real girl Hello. who listens to the show? <laughs> it's the only girl that listens to the show besides no. my mom. We have another girl on hold. Besides my mom. Um, Emily, you're going to oh, get Oh, shit. You're going to get free What's going underwear. on? You go, we got another. Something's oh. going on over there. No, something's going on. I'm just reading his stuff. Oh. Emily, we got we got free gun underwear for you. Yeah, I, that's part of why I called. Yeah, no, I know you wouldn't call like normally to talk. So um, I do sometimes. Uh, I just didn't have no. anything to say. You're the one that can't that draws, lives up in Sacramento. Kenny challenged you on the number of hours it took to. Yeah, drive you're the somehow. one that I screwed you, uh, you and your brother and your boyfriend out of the out of the good deal. At what? The, at yeah, the, yeah. Remember, like they came to the truck and they weren't happy because they didn't get the long enough meet and greet. This is oh, this is oh. my buddy Emily. Oh, oh, oh. You're still anyway, just... Kenny, when are you gonna say what's the t-shirt design contest about? I I twittered you back. Did you? I didn't see that. Yeah, I love that. You finish it. You, I think you might be the winner because you're the uh, only one that did it. No. And, <laughs> we got a bunch of entries for it, but, but Steve, I didn't is, know what we were doing. You just announced it on the air. We're going to do it. Who, yeah, we're going to pick a winner once we say, yeah, that's the winner. I'll give him something. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> sounds, like it, sounds like it's done. Yeah, that'll right. probably be the best prize that anyone's better than those lame cases that you send people. Whatever, dude. Um, Emily, thank you for, uh, for calling in, and I hope you enjoy your free gun underwear. We're going to get it out to you ASAP. All right, thank you. Thanks. Bye, Emily. Bye. Bye. Jewel? Yeah. Another girl, Kenny. Dude, what's going on? <laughs> some guy's made his wife hey, call. I know, right? Some a, girl made his a wife call. A guy's like, hey, dude, you, Hi. honey, you got to call. You? <laughs> hey, I'm Holly's friend, Jules. I'm Jason Rainbow's girlfriend. Oh, what's cooking good looking? <laughs> hey. <laughs> wow. I'm just kidding. How are you? I'm good. How's it going with Holly? Uh... Holly is, uh, I don't know. I haven't talked to her in a, like, a couple months. She clipped me. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was not going to go and come up there. Yeah, I don't know. She's a little bit uh, She's a little bit too country, and I'm a little bit too rock and roll, if you get it. Well, uh, is that okay. who gave you the black eye last week? Yeah. Is that who gave you the black eye? No, she was cool. She was cool. We talked for a second, and she's doing her thing. 
Yeah, that's all. So did you, did you win? The, so you won the underwear. You're pumped. Yes, I am. Absolutely. Yeah, wait until you feel them on the inside of your thighs. It's going to be so amazing. <laughs> so the, show, the show is taking a, a strange turn right now. Um, uh, all right, Jewel, did we get your information? We did, right? We're good? Hey, yes. Jules, Rambo yep. made you call, didn't he? No. Huh? Bullshit. I was you're not... just happened to be listening. Oh, yeah, you're just sitting at home by yourself yeah. listening to the show without your, your guy. <laughs> that. Yeah, right. Rambo, good job, buddy. Thanks for supporting oh, Rambo's, It's Rambo's chick? Yeah, it's Rambo's chick. Oh, nothing is over. <laughs> All right, thanks, Jewel. We'll send you out some free guns. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Yeah, I call bull crap on that, but we will send her some. But I call bull crap. No, on give that. send her. She's cool. Right. Ryan Morris. What's happening? Rockstar Suzuki's Ryan Morris. What's up, bud? You're live on the air on the Pulpomex show. Um, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, finally. Yeah, I know. Well, I, especially considering I was cracking on you on Twitter uh, yesterday. Hey, dude, um, how can we have a guy on the on the show that doesn't hasn't been racing? No, he raced you oh, in Before that. He's well, saying it's about time we finally had him on the uh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Well, Shit, I would have had you on the show anyways, dude. You're, you're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, whatever, dude. Whatever, um, dude. Ryan, let's, uh, let's talk about Unadilla, man. Your first national in a while. Uh, you did pretty good, right? Are you happy with the results? Uh... I mean, I wouldn't say I was happy. I mean, I was, I guess, satisfied with it. It wasn't really what I wanted to do. I wanted to be top 10. but um, Dude, you got a hose, dude. I've never heard anyone going 12-12 for 12. I uh, know. Huh. First time ever, dude, and you got it. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, it was an all right weekend, I guess. I mean, I was happy with that. I put in two solid motos, which I haven't done in a long time, and... Uh, just going to build off of it and learned a lot. I wasn't really ready for the, I guess you can say, the speed that they do the first few laps, like uh-huh. how fast they sprint. I wasn't really prepared for that and kind of caught me off guard, I guess you can say. And I made a lot of mistakes the first few laps and uh, learned from it and going to work on some stuff and come back at Southwick. Um, yeah, you know what? Unadilla is not an easy track to come back to. Like It's not like Washougal or... Or even, um, dude, I don't think any of them are easy to come back to. Shugle is a little bit. Anyways, Unadilla yeah. is a tough track. You know, rocks and and breaking bumps and not a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I agree with Kenny. I don't think there was really any easy one to come back to. Oh, you agree, and, with Kenny? Uh, Shocker. Well, there isn't. Oh, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a minute. And you want a 450 ride next year? And you're agreeing with the 450 team manager on this show? Hey, guy. Hey. hey, dude. How, so, I mean, like, I'm this kidding. is your I'm first bugging. race outdoors all season. Like, how did, how's your recovery? Like, how do you feel today or yesterday? Besides being rock pelted, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I got some serious bruises on my arms. But other than that, I felt good. I mean, I was back in my normal routine today. I did, you know, my gym workout and went on a road ride and um, feeling good. I mean, I've been putting in a lot of work during, before I came back. So it wasn't like yeah. I was just out of shape and hurting afterwards i was good so um that's a plus <laughs> um you uh how long had you been riding until you came to unadilla how long have you been back from your was it shoulder knee wrist uh, <laughs> i had hip surgery hip that's it that's it so. um i've been on the bike for five weeks so. Oh, okay so a little bit of time yeah Dude, this guy's more yeah, that- this guy has more operations and broke more bones than evil can evil i guarantee you yeah <laughs> Yeah. I wouldn't. Um, hey, we got a call for Kenny. Uh, Mike, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, Mike? You got a question oh, for uh, Kenny Watson? 
Yeah, I got a question about Kenny's black eye. Was it Carrie's dick or Hanson's dick that gave you that black eye? <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, thanks, Mike. No problem. Uh, can a comment at all, Kenny? Uh, I hope he feels good about himself. <laughs> I, I, just hope, I, I hope he sleeps well at night. Just kidding, Kenny. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Hey, uh, Ryan. Um, what? Uh, we we had Mitch Payton on earlier, and then we had uh, uh, RV on. And we're talking a little bit about next year. What? Uh, what's your thoughts about next year? What, what's your plans? Uh. I don't have any plans right now. Are you going to move up, do you think, or do you know yet? Yeah, uh, I want to move up is my plan, and uh, I think it's time for me to finally move up and uh, adventure into a new challenge. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. ridden 450s a little bit, and uh, I've always felt a little more at home uh, on them. Uh, It's more, I don't know, the lights class like you just got to hang it out like the dudes are so fast now, and it's just pretty much just riding that fine line. And uh, I think 450 class of dudes are really fast, but it's more of a, a controlled, I guess, smoother pace. It's mm-hmm. faster, but the dudes aren't, like, so borderline. And um, I don't know, I, I'm excited for it. I I really feel like I ride a 450 really good. So Yeah, well, last time uh, you rode the 450, it cost me money. So just let, let me know you're riding the 450 because <laughs> I made a bet with some kid last time and you cost me you, some dough. You didn't ask me, dude. Yeah, except you never paid the kid. The kid went MIA. If he called me he today, did, he did go MIA. Yeah. So right. hey, and he was Morris's buddy. Or yeah, Morris's... he had an inside scoop. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. It was like Tyler no, Keith. No, no, no. I didn't know the dude at all. Okay, no, Tyler no. Keith's buddy. Yeah, it was something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it was TK's buddy. So he had a little inside line. But yeah, I didn't know him. Um, hey, the girl we had on hold who just hung up, Carly, tits. You spelled her name wrong. Uh, she can call back. We're going to give her some free gun underwear. Okay. So oh, she, it, I've got her contact Oh, info. you do? I, okay. Yeah, I got it. We will give her free gun underwear. Okay. That's three chicks who listen to the show. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Hey, if you have a question for Ryan Moore, 702-586-7857. We're not giving out any more underwear, but you can ask Ryan Morris a question. Um, Ryan, uh, we touched, but touched on this a little bit at the track when I talked to you. Now, your team hasn't had the best season. There's been a injuries and different stuff's gone on. Ian Treadle accident, which is terrible for him. Uh, different things have happened. It hasn't been a great thing. So how is it coming into, into this season with your team, coming back after being out? And, uh, you know, you didn't have a Supercross season you wanted due to a crash before the season started. But is it is everybody on the team okay? I mean, is everybody, everybody going to make it through? Yeah, I think everyone's doing good. I mean, <laughs> Other than I think I think Martins had better weekends than he had this weekend, but um, I mean everyone seems to be doing good, working together good. Um, since I've came back to the team, we've done a lot of testing and uh-huh. and uh, have done some motor stuff. And since I'm kind of like the designated test guy for the team, so was pretty busy. Like my third day back on the bike, they already had me testing and uh-huh. um, trying some different stuff. And I think it's it's noti- it's noticeable. Um, everyone on the team's been getting better starts and, and running a little bit farther up front. So yeah. I think what we've been doing so far has been definitely improving the results for everybody. Yeah. Um, what about the um, uh, uh, the bike itself? Now you've ridden you've ridden for a lot of teams and a lot of bikes, good bikes, bad bikes. You've done it. Uh, what do you think of those Suzuki's? Um, from what I understand, the factory's kicking down some stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Suzuki's so, helped us out a, a lot all year. They've uh, been doing a great job. Um, even with the Ocean Mirror, uh, they've been doing really good, like making 
new pipes and trying different stuff lately with them. And uh, everyone's still, I mean, we're still trying to make the equipment better and uh-huh. trying to make it um, the best bike out there. I think it's a good bike. Um, it handles really, really good. Everyone down, you know, Adam and Scott at show does a great job. The bike handles amazing. And um, I think we even got some more stuff to work on during this break that we have again. So hopefully Southwick we can come out and uh, have even even better results. Hey, yeah. do you know anything, uh, like there's rumors going around about that team. Is that team coming back next year, or uh, is that is that team going to go back in-house? Do you know anything about what's going on with the program for next year, or are you just not worried about it and don't give a shit? <laughs> um, <laughs> honestly, I have no idea. I haven't really talked to them about any of that. Um, as far as, I mean, from what I've heard, I'm pretty sure they're having a team, but I haven't asked anyone in there. I've been kind of just worrying about getting these last few races done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Um, it should be interesting next year. You know, Kenny and I were talking last week, and it appears there's going to be a lot of 450 rides available. I mean, not, maybe not at the factory level. Those are A lot of those are spoken for, but the guy, the teams underneath, the uh, Valley Yamahas, the Moto Concepts, um, those type of guys, do you agree? Do you, if you look around the landscape, do you see yourself fitting in pretty well somewhere? Um, I mean, I sure hope so. I mean, yeah. I've, uh, my agents talked to quite a few people. I've talked to a few people and I think everybody was kind of, uh, waiting to see what I did as far as how I raced at Unadilla considering after the surgery that I had and, uh, not racing for a while. I think right. everyone, no one would really say too much before that. So, yeah, yeah. um, hopefully kind of get the ball rolling now and, and see if there is anyone interested in having me ride 450 for him next year or if I'm going to be putting an application in at Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hire you. I'd hire Ryan Morris. I, I mean, I would. Um, you know, um, I just think you're, you know, you're professional on and off the track and you're, you're a good rider and you, I think you'd be an asset to any team, but that's, I don't have a team, so whatever. Yeah. That's just me. Uh, we got a call here. Shane, uh, you got a call for, question for Kenny Watson? Yeah, this is Shane 708, the guy that oh. made me some money. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, dude you didn't show up at been? the races. Yeah, you didn't show. I didn't have it. I couldn't rent a car, dude. I'm, well, I wasn't 21 then. Oh, okay. I so, can't fly to a different part of the country and walk everywhere. So, <laughs> so Ryan Morris is on the phone, and uh, and his his debut at Daytona won you 500 bucks. Yeah. From Kenny. <laughs> I'm one. I want him to know if me and him can team up and make some more money together. Yeah, you guys could like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. I got set up, but dude, uh, get your information from Tits, and I'll and I'll send you a check. I'll be at Steel City. Oh, so. Kenny, Kenny will not be at Steel okay, City. Okay, check it out. I will not, but Mathis will, and I will give him five hundred dollars to give you. You find him. You can't miss him. Just go by the JGR refrigerator <laughs> or the Cowie truck, and he will be I, there. I, I saw Mathis last year. He's a little intimidating. He looks angry all the time. I agree. He's a cat. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not intimidating. I'm, I'm a real good guy. If Kenny gives me $500, get me early. <laughs> he will love He will love to give my money away. Get me early before the concessions open, before, you know, shit gets sideways. You may only get well, $475. I live next to the track, so I'll be here all week. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. There you go, everybody. Lives next to the track, knows the inside people, and knows the scoop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, dude. You want a fair and square. Thanks, you got Shane. it, bud. All right, thanks. Okay. Right. Uh, that's Shane, everybody. That's the, that's the guy. That's like a year-old bet. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Well, the guy's never, this guy's never stepped up. I'll I would have figured him. the statue of limitations has passed and that you'd, you'd be uh, you'd Perhaps be Shane should have done what Kenny did and give it to a privateer. Jerk, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> um, 
Hey, Ryan, a uh, question for you. 2007, Yamaha Troy, right? Yep. You almost won the championship. Uh, mm-hmm. Going in the last round, it was super tight, and, uh, and you ended up not being able to pull it out. Pro Circuit, Cowie, again, uh, a consistent po- well podium almost every time, um, not winning the title, but close again. What was the better year for you? What was, what was the more enjoyable year, if there was one, if you can pick? Um, man, those, I mean, that'd be a tough one to choose between those two. I mean, it's completely different, I guess, emotions, you would say, for me. Like, 07, I, like, when I got my first podium, I was just super pumped just right. to get that, like, so excited. And, and I was just going race by race, and just, I left Daytona that year, and I had the points lead, and I just... I couldn't even, like, believe it. I'm like, how do I have the points lead? Like, it was – I never even thought about that that year. Like, my goal was to be top five and try to get podium. And uh, I remember when I came home uh, from that race, I was living with my buddies, uh, Logan Darian and Nate Adams. They had the – they printed the, the point standings and taped it on the fridge when I walked in because they were like oh, – yeah. everyone was so pumped. Like, it was just something that – wasn't really expected. Talking and, about uh, a man cave, holy shit. What? That was the man cave of man caves right there with all those guys living there. Yeah, I think between, I mean, there was six of us there, I believe. Oh, man. Dude, I remember the deal when you used to live with Dossal, and I thought that was out of control. Yeah, that was it was me, Nate Adams, Logan, and Andy back in, in the main house, and then Jerry Dossal and Jimmy McGuire in the guest house. Jeez. How's, bre- how's breakfast? You guys used to eat breakfast every day together on huh? cereal? No. you were, Dude, we run our own program. <laughs> I was but kidding. it was a pain to find a parking spot. Yeah, <laughs> really, huh? Jeez. Hey, we got a, we got a question for you, Mo. Uh, uh, Moser, what's up? How's it going, guys? What's up? You got a question for Ryan Morris? I do. Um, I can't imagine, like, honestly, I can't imagine how great it is being Andrew Schwartz's brother-in-law. Oh, Jesus. So I was hoping maybe you could just tell us uh, – Oh, a funny Andrew Schwartz story. Should have known. Uh, I don't really got any good Andrew Schwartz stories. How how, how does your wife? Well, how do how do you rate a? Good, I mean, they're all got to be so great. Like I can understand, it'd be hard to rate one. Um, how That's does how does Andrew and his sister, who is your wife, how do they get along? Because is is brother sister? You know, I mean, do they fight ever? Do they? Is it funny to hear them bicker at each other? Oh, it's really funny to hear them bicker. They bicker about their jobs all the time, comparing them who's is harder. It's pretty funny. Oh, geez. And, and your wife's a nurse, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and she's pregnant, by I've, the way. I've, I've already learned that's a losing battle, so I don't even try fighting you, it You anymore. don't even go there. When uh, When's nope. your little one due? September 10th, Saturday, Apollo. Oh, oh. So what's going to so happen? She's going to have to hold that thing in until after the race. <laughs> Let me ask nice. you a question. If she goes into labor Friday night, the night before the race, what do you do? Uh, I go deliver the baby. What happens oh, you got, like, uh, Delivery takes like 24 hours. You could totally race first. Well, I'll go to the hospital with her and mm-hmm. do what I need to do. And if I can make the race, then I'll be at the race. But you would skip the race for the birth of your kid? If it came down to it, I, I'm pretty sure I would because that's something that Good job, who knows if I, if I would ever have another kid. Like, I don't want to miss my first kid's birth, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. You See that, Mo? You're all right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I could be there for her if you needed. You know? Yeah, well, she's, 
She's claiming she's coming to the race. Oh wow, jeez, yeah, good wow. luck with that. <laughs> I mean, that's that's so a, we'll that's see. a little close for sure. Moser, yeah, um, hopefully they got the traffic thing sorted out, or else. Well, she's a nurse; she could probably deliver her own baby, maybe. <laughs> I'll just I'll rent a moped. There you go. There you go. Hey Moser, any <laughs> other creepy questions for Ryan Morse? I don't think that was creepy at all. Um, did you guys decide on a name yet? Um, no, nah, we're stuck between two names. I think we're just going to wait until he's born and kind of look at him and decide from there. May I suggest Steve? Steve? Yeah. Steve is not on the list. Okay. Is it Andrew Jr.? No. <laughs> Definitely that not make, Andrew That doesn't Jr. make any sense, dude. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Moser. Hey, Ryan, what's uh, why your... Uh, you, why do you name that your brother-in-law? I know, Mom, right? Please. Yeah, I know, exactly. Hey, Ryan, what's your, uh, your brother and your sister up to nowadays? Because I don't know <laughs> if you guys know, but growing up, like Ryan's brother used to race too. And yep. they, they used to go to the races all together. And I remember going to, um, when I first started to work as a mechanic, I used to um, live in Sacramento to intern, yeah. like how to work on bikes and stuff. Corn dog. And they were, uh, they used to come up there quite a bit because they were from Central California. And we used to go, they used to be sponsored by the shop that I worked for, CP Engineering. So their whole f- the whole family, we would go get sushi at this one spot in Sacramento all the time. And it seems like, you know, your yeah. mom and dad are still around, but I, I haven't seen your brother or your sister around in quite a while. Yeah, my brother and sister are actually still in Turlock, um, but my sister just had a baby boy 11 months ago, nice. and my brother has a daughter that is five, so wow. um, my brother just works and uh, acts like he's about 18 still. Does he run your family and business? What's that? Is he is he working for your family business, or you got something else going on? No, uh, my dad actually sold that a long time ago, and... Uh, decided that he wanted to travel, and that's when he started driving for Asterix when he was driving for them. Is he overdriving yet? (laughs) Yeah, they actually, um, after Supercross, my dad and mom both quit and uh, are up north again helping take, because my grandma's kind of getting (laughs) older, I guess you could say, and uh, so they're up there kind of taking care of family stuff, so... Um, it's pretty cool that they're actually able to uh, help out up there now between my grandma and my sister. So, right, yeah, yeah, that, yeah sounds uh, sounds a good. lot of people to know. But this is the Moto family. They even brought the dog. You've probably yeah. seen only one guy in the pits walking around <laughs> with the dog that was al- allowed to, and that was Ryan's dad. <laughs> that dog went yeah. everywhere. Uh, dude, I no, that freaking dog had a credential. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Hanging from his collar, dude. That had a full-on supercross condition. I never with noticed a picture that. Picture of the dog on it. That's funny. Hey, man, it, it was probably at all access to get it wherever he wanted. And there's like the the wives bitching about. I have a number three. Why don't I have a number one? <laughs> if my guy gets to the podium, I can't even get down to him. I have to walk all the way around the stadium. I can't just walk right where all the riders are. Blah blah blah. Oh, and the dog has a number. It's like one. the biggest part of a team manager's <laughs> job is making sure the chicks have the right credentials. Sit in the stands and don't deal with it. I mean, well, um, really, you want to? You have to be on the podium when your guy wins. Come on. Um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, remember when I worked for you at the, the '99 Mini Olympics? Dude, how could I forget? Dude, remember I got screwed out of Golden Wrench. Remember? Yeah, I yeah, remember that. I know. I just want to bring it up once again. We ride for Chaparral. <laughs> yeah, I was riding for Chaparral. We lost two motos all week. Oh man. Maybe only one. There was a debate about that, but yeah. Yeah. I got effed out of that Golden Wrench, but uh, <laughs> we didn't get one made. Yeah, we did. And then you broke it. Yeah, I know. Oops. <laughs> I, I dropped it. Sorry. Slippery hands. I had syrup on my hands. Um, it would have stuck to your hands, an idiot. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Why don't you just... Never mind. 
Hey, uh, Morris, thank you for coming on the show, bud. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, uh, good to hear from you. Good to see you back, by the way. Uh, I'm very happy to, uh, to now for you to come back. Now, please just stay healthy, get fast, and uh, and you know have good results because you're one of the good guys in the sport, no doubt about it. So, all right, well, thanks. I appreciate it. All, all right, Ryan. Good luck, bud. All right, Morris. Thanks. All right, see you guys. Ryan Morris, everybody, Rockstar Suzuki's uh, Ryan Morris on the, coming back from, uh, from injury. Twelve uh, twelve his debut ride, and I predict it just gets better from there. Uh, like I said, one of the good guys in the sport. So, hey, real quick, just yep. I seen her in the chat room. I was wondering what's up with Chiz. What's that's another guy that's going to be looking for a ride next year, probably, huh? I don't. I think he goes back there. I, think I don't so know too. for sure. That guy's good. I think he goes back. I there. think he's good. I did hear in Moto Concepts. Uh, I heard maybe. There might be a chance <laughs> Moto, Concepts, Moto Concepts will be on Hondas next year. That's what they used to be, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So Honda's going to step up and support them? I don't know. I don't think I don't think Yamaha does it right now. I think they get their bikes. Oh, really? You know, for, at a cost. I don't, I don't know anything about their program. Yeah, I know you don't. Hey, let's, uh, let's move along the show. Thank you, uh, everybody, for listening. Tech One Designs, they've stepped up and helped out. Hey, uh, Evgeny she McKay. started riding today. All right, good for Chiz. Good guy. We're going to have him on the show. He can't talk right now. He's had some surgery on his vocal cords, and he only has a whisper. I did oh, hang out with him in a second moto, though, on the weekend. Um, Tech One Designs, thank you for coming on board. Fly Racing, uh, Andrew Short's gear of choice, Trey Kennard as well. Vivint Home Automation, I have one. Why don't you? Ryanville Boto has one. Great guys there. Click on the banner on this site to uh, to get through to uh, to make some uh, save some money. Works Connection, Kenny. They've been around with your program for a while. Plano, Art Huntington. What else have you done? Works Connection. They're probably Motor Triple X even with you. Uh, they were. Yeah, Works Connection and Kenny Watson linked at the hip. They're on the show as well. You can save yourself money. Go to WorksConnection.com. Type in Pulp MX and save yourself twenty percent on an order. AGV helmets. Thank you for coming on board. AGV. Travis Strada, David Millsaps, uh, Goche Paulin. All wear AGV and check out their new helmets. Kicker. Thanks, Kicker, for coming on board. And of course. Free gun underwear. We've been giving out underwear like crazy here. Let's uh, still stump the tits. Let's see if, let's see if this yeah. guy can get through this. Will tits know the All right. Uh, we're going to ask. We, every week we, we try to stump a tits legendary who's relatively new to the sport, doesn't read observations, barely <laughs> reads racer head. Uh, he's been doing better than I thought. I was hoping this thing would would make him out to look like an idiot, but unfortunately he's come through with a, probably about a 66% success rate, Kenny, so I've upped the questions a little bit. So I'll, uh, I'll ask you, Kenny, first, if Tits will understand it, if Tits will get the right answer, and you tell me yes or no, and we see exactly how smart Tits is. Question number one, Kenny. Will Tits know this? Name the Yamaha Troy Rider. That lost the 2007 125 East title. Will he know this? Went right down to the wire. Nope. Nope. Tits. Can you name the Yamaha Troy rider that almost won the 2007 250 East Coast title? Unfortunately, he lost it to a surging Ben Townley. Ryan Morris. You are correct. So I'm talking he about. never would have known that if Ryan was on the show. I know. Uh, I know. Did you guys even talk about that? Oh, dude, I was, Kenny. Hey. Kenny. I'm answering phones and stuff like that. I don't know what you guys talk about. Who's on the phone right now? Epic Matt. 
Epic Max have to wait for the end of this segment. Okay. Kenny, will tits know the name of the rider that was sponsored by Surf Detergent for many, many years? No. <laughs> not a chance. Never, dude. No. Name of the rider, tits. Not, not, Surf not, Detergent. Not. It was everywhere. It was big. I I, have, I literally have no idea. Okay. I, I couldn't even give you. Buzz yourself. Jeff Glass. <laughs> no, dude. No, this is not that hard. Really? Kenny, it's not that hard of a question. No. Really? It was Wait, it no. was a big deal for yeah. many years. It was all the way up, I would say, to the mid-90s. Okay. All right. Here we go. Will Tits know the name of the last rider to ever win the 500 National Championship? So, you know, that, that 500. No way. Tits, who was the who was the guy to win the last 500 national title? Can I have two guesses? Yes. Mike Kudrowski or Ryan Hughes? Buzz himself. Buzz you. Mike Larocco, the last winner. Uh, you were close. I was close. Whatever. But one out of three this week. Oh, well, what do you do? <laughs> well, what do you do? He takes defeat easy. Tits. All right. Epic. What up? What's up, Epic Matt? How's it going? Good. What's up? Uh, not much, man. Uh, this Kata, man, I liked your guys' uh, cowies. You got all bloses all decked out for, uh, is that for the Australian stuff? Where'd you see that at? On Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. going to be Bloses bike in Australia. I was wondering what bike you saw. Yeah. You tw- I didn't Dude, see that, that on Twitter. Looks, that looks good, man. Uh, I like it. Was the one sitting next to the truck? I'm a fan, but. Is that the one sitting next clean. to the truck? <laughs> Do what? what? What was the picture of the bike sitting next to a truck? Yeah, it's sitting next to a uh, wrapped up truck. Yeah, that's the, dope the, looking. that's the dudes in Australia Twittered that. Kale. Uh, it was, was good, it on man. Facebook or something? It was hey, on what? Twitter. It was on Twitter and Facebook. Oh, yeah. I liked it. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Thanks. So, uh, pretty epic season we got here, if I do say so myself. I'm um, really bummed for Reedy. Uh, it just seems like, like he said himself, he's a little gun shy which i'm so bummed but uh i just can't believe how um you know this season is so crazy with uh you know i think dungeon's got, got the moment last two wins and bill Poto just strikes one one kills it man he was looking damn good too it was awesome what kind of bike was he riding bill Poto? yeah there Howie, that's, 2012 man that one right. was dope that's, looked good that's right buddy uh, yeah, we can see that Cowie next year with the white spots on a million fucking times. <laughs> no shit, huh? They're doing a good job yeah. marketing that thing. It's everywhere, but uh, it's all good. That is, you guys are gonna be whipping that ride next year for sure, huh? Yeah, for sure. Nice man. All right, guys. Well, good show tonight. I Thank appreciate you. it. Been sitting here bummed out. I broke my wrist two weeks ago, so I'm just fucking just bumming right now. All right, take huh. it easy on those pills, dude. Get back soon, huh? Hey, man, you know, I'm in the program, dude. I can't be doing those pills. That's, that a boy. I used to like them too much, you know what I'm saying? Advil, <laughs> Advil, dude, they work. I remember when I, I was doing the same thing and I hurt my back, my dad was like, you know, you could try to eat Advil, dummy. And I was like, well, they don't really work. He's like, have you ever tried to eat Advil when you were hurting? And I'm like, no. I would just take Vicodin. <laughs> they work better. He goes, try some Advil. And I was like, wow, they work. And then he told you to Yeah, man. <laughs> and then he told me to play the... <laughs> you better hold you better hold your hand on that tape the whole fucking time. Eat some Advil. Do it. Take the Advil, but only with one hand. Do not let go of Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks man. Alright, later. Alright. Go your own way!
Nash, what's up? Gentlemen, what's cooking? How are you? Nice to see you this weekend, bud. Good seeing you, buddy. Good seeing you. I got a special present I'm going to be putting in the mail for Kenny. Oh, okay, sweet. I'll, I'll be sure to deliver it to him. Very nice. Are you going to Southwick? Uh, are you going to Southwick, Nash? No, I'm going down to the beach with my family. We're going down to the beach haven. Running the house for two weeks. Going to play with the girls and the chief of staff, Mrs. Nash. Perfect. So, I don't blame you. Right on, brother. Right on. Uh, I got good information for you, Watson. I was racing some amateur classes up on the foo-foo track and back in the main track, and Sheik staged right in front of me. I've got to ask you, I've never seen somebody prep a gate longer than Scott Sheik. Oh, God. It was, it was epic. You have to tell me where he learned this, or did he make you do this craziness no, that I saw him No, he wouldn't doing? let me. T- I could not ever touch his gate, ever. Ever. You don't understand. It's all about preparation. It's all about you got to get it. He had the little ramp going down the back for sure, and then he dug it out because he's so short so he can get both feet on the ground. Oh, dude. He would not let no one. And then he would pack it and pack it and pack it until literally until the card went up. He packed it, packed it, packed it. Then he made a – I'm not lying or exaggerating, and I hope somebody else is listening to the show that can call in that was on that 30-plus uh, expert line. He then made a ramp for the front tire – he lifts the front tire and packs dirt underneath it. It was awesome. I'm yeah. a kind of guy. I give him full credit. He does whatever he's got to do to get into his own. Some people do a lot. Some people do not. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. It did, did you talk to him? Uh, no, I didn't want to. He was, I was in lining up in back of him, and I was just watching in amazement. And uh, he took off, and I didn't see him for the rest of the weekend. They had motos going from, like, 12 noon to 8 o'clock at night. It was retarded. How did, did he win? Yeah, dude, he's he's good. Obviously, he's got cheek, dude. The guy's a legend. My buddy had to race against him. He's all bummed out. He's like, "You see this man? I had to race against a guy who won a national." Metal to metal. He's on clutch. He came around the corner yelling something about his clutch. God damn it, Kenny, my clutch! (laughs) That would be that would be Scott Cheek. I love it. You really couldn't touch his gate. He wouldn't let anybody ever. He was such a freak, too. He wouldn't let me. This was before the last year I worked for him was right before he had pre-printed backgrounds, and he was like. KW, you don't understand. I'm an artist. I like to put my own stickers on. They have to look perfect. Like, he would not do stickers. He would design his own helmets. He would pack his own gate. But he made me wash and change the oil in the van. And he made me, you know, work on his bikes. But when it came time to the prettiness, that was chic. It was wonderful. And I'm glad to know that, well, I thought that maybe you taught him how to pack or at least give him some type of Kenny Kenny taught him how to pack fudge. I'm zoning out. I was just so impressed that I saw Sheik Farmergate for an endless amount of time. I couldn't oh. believe it. All right, Nash, we're going to move on. Thanks, bud. Cheers, bye. See you. Has been? Hey, what's happening? What's up, bud? Hey, um, that, that was a really good interview with, with Mitch Payton. But, uh, it was good. Going back about 10 years ago, he was racing sports cars. I think he might even won a national championship with hand controls. And uh, it was a sedan. I think it was a Honda, maybe a uh, four-cylinder front-wheel drive class, like the Nielsen Legends races and all that stuff. Yeah. And we, we raced against him a couple of times. And uh, he, was, he was pretty intense. I was wondering if he was still doing that. But I guess uh, the, the wife and kids and all that stuff caught up with him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so- hey, uh uh, Mathis, I want to ask you a question. How did this regal thing pass through your uh, your? It seems to pass through everybody's fingers. Like it, all of a sudden, you just on a gate, no pre-entry, no nothing. You're right. I figured, 
I, yeah. and I, I, uh, He's I, too interested in talking about Hanny riding for H and H than and then write about uh, a guy coming to his first race. Well, I, uh, you're I, an idiot. I text Watson Thomas. I'm going to get to you next with the Hanny thing because I think that's going to ruin his, the dynamic of the show personally. But uh, you know, let's hear about Regal. No, it has been. You know what? Do you read my observations column on Racer X? Uh, no, I haven't. No, I just no but do you read it generally speaking? Oh yeah, yeah. I try okay. to catch up. I'm gonna have yeah. a lot more on that on on Wednesday when I put the column out because I, I did make a call to Forrest Butler and spoke to him about it, but we traded phone calls a little bit. He had to go, uh, but I'm coming up with something. I'll know more about it tomorrow. Yeah, no, no. I just. But I'm figured, interested you know, too. With, how the deal is going? JT in town last week, and uh, and your friends with uh, dude with JT who's testing with uh, JT never uttered a word. With, with, no. Well, does he is he on the same team and all that stuff? Is he, he is. On and, you know, I don't think he, 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 he knew. No, I don't think he knew. JT would have told me. He just would have said, "Hey, yeah. don't talk about it." Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm right. tight with JT. Hey, uh, watch Adamus. Congratulations on a handy signing. Uh, are you going to lease his G wagon too? Is that part of the deal, or uh, is he on his own for that? Uh, I don't know anything about his G wagon. I don't know okay. anything about any of that crap. But you think that's going to change the dynamic of the show? You know, with with the uh, obviously Hanny's got a hard on for for math. So we're going to have to wait and, and see. Uh, if it does, it does. I have a I have a normal nine to five job that I work at that pays the bills, and I do right. this just you know, for you. You don't live off the money on the show. I do this for Hasbin and all the rest of the listeners. Because <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I because so I know they enjoy, they enjoy it and I enjoy it. But if it starts interfering with what goes on, uh, it'll be the the tits and the Pookie show. Hey, team manager of the year, twenty twelve. Kenny Watson. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah. Pookie did a good job there the other day. Yeah, she did. She, she's. Dude, we were talking about it before the show. I think she needs to do this full time. If we could get enough money for sponsors to pay for her not to work, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah, you got to move her out of that hellhole and get into a big city where she can uh, blossom. Anyway, um, Mathis, speaking about the big city, how is that bus ride from uh, Pennsylvania to Newark? Uh, you see any future GGs on that bus? Yeah, it was awesome, dude. I loved it. It was so Were good. you the only one on that bus? No, it was like 30 of us. Who? Like who else? Just passengers that were stuck in Wilkes Bar. Oh, so there was no other riot race? No, no, no. Yeah, just, just passengers. That was awesome. That was, I, that was just incredible. I, I can't believe it. I love it. Worst, worst travel weekend I've had in a long, long time. Just imagine dude, I, if you I were live, in Europe. I live here, and I don't go there. You know, it's just a place to clusterfuck, you know? Yeah. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, are you going yeah. to Southwick, Hasbin? No. Uh, U.S. Open is in two weeks, and uh, got my daughter in tennis camp, and uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on here. I, I'm busy with work. How's Serena going to do? Uh, she's out. I think she's out. What do you mean? She just won this weekend. Mm, I think she's out. I think something happened today. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I think something happened. Somebody tweeted something. Really? Huh. Yeah, you're uh, old ankle or some shit, you know. Uh. All right, Hansman, thank you. Have All a good time in flesh, have a good time right. in fleshing meadows. See ya. Uh, Hasman, everybody. Hey, uh, 702-586-7857 if you want to call in. You can call in anytime and leave a message for the show, and we generally, uh. How come you don't play voicemails tonight? We're playing them right now. Do you have any good ones? Ah, uh, well, that's to be debated. Um, here's the best of the week uh, from voicemails of, of the during the show. Um, again, 702-586-757. You can call me. Are they all going to talk shit on me? I don't think so. Hello. This message is for whoever gave Kenny a black eye. Oh, this guy does. Oh, this guy Your again. Sir or ma'am, you've done what half the United States would have loved to do, and that smack Kenny right in the eye. The other half would have liked to also, but they don't speak English, and so they can't really get offended at him. But it's not I even can't that funny. thank you for it's your service funny. to our country. I thought it was funny, but... Thanks again. If you get a chance, try the nose or the other eye. Thank you. Bye.
<laughs> hey, Mathis. Uh, just heard a bunch of uh, controversy. Well, I, I guess I read some over the um, the Liette brace and, and the uh, bionic brace and as to whether uh, it works or not. I, I understand there's some guys not wearing it um, because they don't quite believe that it works. Um, I just thought it'd be cool to have different callers call in and maybe tell us what they don't like or do like about the uh, about their braces. Um, just thought it'd be cool to hear from, like, a local racers aspect. Um, yeah. Thanks. See ya. Hey, Mathis. Uh, love the show. Listen every week. Long-time listener. Uh, Jersey guy. Uh, Raceway Park guy all my life, and I do remember um, wagon flagging. <laughs> um, just got home from Unadilla, and uh, just wanted to call in, and I know you're probably already thinking this, but um, Villapoto, I mean, nobody knew what was wrong with the guy. Is it this? Is it that? Is it this? Well, is it the bike? Because he just smoked everybody, and that's Villapoto of old. And Weimer had, like, the best ride of the year. Uh, and his results, he got sixth, but he got fifth. But I think Weimer's results were more uh, more solid ride. He was always in the battle, rode hard all day, and that's the best he looked. So is it the bike? Will Villapoto be the old Villapoto again? Anyway, uh, love the show. Eh, talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Matt, this is Mark Orlando. Hey, question. You know, I raced motocross back in the 80s, late 80s, got out of it for a couple of years, then started watching again in, you know, probably 96, 97, and then from there to here. And one thing that no one's ever explained to me is what happened to the kitty belt that was mandatory to wear racing in 86, 87, 88? You hear Kevin Windham talking about how he's got to quit the motocross uh, the, the uh, season because his, his guts are hurting him, and every time he dies, he can't, you know, he just feels. What happened to the kidney belt, Kenny? The gold belt? Yeah, what happened to those? Why don't the guys wear those anymore? I don't know. You know I, there are a few guys who still wear them. Really? Uh, yeah, and they wear old school We're, ones. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember I used to wear one just because I was a little fat and I wanted to suck it in. <laughs> but then my fat would just roll over the top of roll it. Roll over the top of it. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right? No, I don't because when I wore a kidney belt, I was skinnier. Uh, I wore the Axo plastic ones, you know? And they stick in your back? Yeah, they stuck in your lower back. You're like, ah! But what happened to kidney belts? I don't know. That's a good question for a rider. Yeah, not us. Okay. Yeah, let's let's next time we get a rider, go. Why don't you wear a kidney belt? Right. All right. Feels like he's getting torn up. Would the kidney belt help him, or did we find out the kidney belt was useful? Um, other than that, uh, I had a question, or one thing I wanted to say about that Kerry Hart. Really cool when uh, when Twitch crashes and he stopped racing to go over and check him out. That uh, really really. Uh, Elevated him in, in my eyes because I'm not a, a he, freestyle. He stopped uh, racing. He was fanatic. racing against Twitch. I'm into racing, but uh, really, really cool that you did that. He didn't. Um, oh, he still won. That's though. It. I'm going Kerry, to my. Kerry was beating him. Hey, you. this is Bates. Um, man, can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this uh, racing incident uh, with Barsha. Um, yeah, I like watching Barsha ride. Uh, he's got a cool style and everything, but um, seeing him get in the way of the the championship. Um, that wasn't really cool and classy. I mean, I could see that if he's just riding clean, he's just faster than him and done. You just can't get around, but he's blocking the crap out of him and, you know, keeping us from seeing the real battle for the championship that we all want to see. And just, I mean, 
even before the incident when he squirreled off the track, then coming back on the track ahead of Dungey. I mean, I realize that's legal, but it's certainly not the classy thing to do. You know, I mean, Dungey's got his speed. He's giving you the wheel. I- I'm not with this guy at all. It's a race. So then hang up on him. I'm just saying, I, I, I want to present the opposite viewpoint on the show. And I, 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 I don't agree with him either. I think he was, it's, he's racing. He doesn't care if there's a championship. He's yeah. out there doing the best he can. And he, he needs to do what he needs to do. Yeah. And you know what? The way Unadilla is, it's a one line. It's hard to pass on that track. Yeah. And if, if Dungey was that much faster and that much better, he needs to pass him. Probably a little bit of money on the line as well, huh? Yeah, a little bit. Tis having Dungey's back, Shocker. Oh, I mean, what is he doing just out there the riding dangerously oh, and, um, yeah. you know, blocking the crap out right. of him, just interfering in a points battle that it's he has no stake in. And, uh, and then the incident, that. I mean, you just came completely <laughs> across the track. I mean, totally dangerous move. It's just like a total just, I'm going to roll the dice, and I don't care what happens. I'm just going to block this line no matter what. It just ridiculous and then just to top off just to put the exclamation point on the i am a bitch statement on the podium he's like oh well, i don't know what dungy's problem is i mean really this really? is the guy that you said he's a dungy any idea why dungy might have a problem with the way he you're said he's a barsha there? fan now he's just um, bagging okay. anyway curious to hear what you guys got to say i'll know, definitely be listening tonight i don't yeah he's a, i don't like it i don't, hey, like, I don't agree I, with him I don't agree with you. What either. else you got? I think it's it? going to be. Fi- I think it's going to be fine it. after Southwick. It's going to be all over with. Yeah, unless exactly. he gets in the way. I, th- of I think Bill you're up. right. Let's move to the BTOSports.com news segment. Tweet at tits. I should say this is your questions presented to myself, Kenny, or tits, and we. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important broadcast. Tits, 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 tits. Where are you going? Tits, tits. It's the oh, tweets at tits Q and A segment where your twatted questions find answers. Tits. All right, everybody. Uh, don't forget at Tits Legendary is his name on Twitter, and uh, or Pulp MX Show trivia. Pulp MX Show at Gmail dot com. Pulp MX Show at Gmail dot com. Send in your best questions uh, to Tits, and he will uh, present them to myself or Kenny Watson, and we will try our best to answer them. Uh, what do you got, Tits? Okay. Are uh, Reed's championships hopes out the window? Well. I know anything can happen, but yeah. in your opinion? In my opinion, no. Yeah, in my opinion, they're over. Uh, too hard to make those up. Um, he's What is he down? Let me check here. He, he's 25 down from uh, Villapoto yeah. and 17 down from Dungy. And uh, he can chip away at those. At, he can chip. <laughs> <laughs> swear to God. Sometimes... <laughs> the show just resembles amateur hour. Um, it's just going to be hard to make no up points idea. three at a time, three at a time, because not either one of those two, mm. or both of them ain't going to have a bad moto, you know. So unfortunately, Fareed, his his first moto at Milvo when he won was just stellar and amazing, and it continued to impress me. And that's that. Since that crash, he hasn't been the same guy for whatever reason. You can't count him out, like Kenny said, because he's Chad Reed. But uh, I don't like the odds. Okay. Um, do you know what's up with Barsha's mono? Because his uh, performance this weekend, you know, appeared that he he's over it. But uh, do you know anything about that? Well, when he got mono, mm. he was apparently a couple weeks into the cycle. Okay. And it takes uh, four to six to run out of your body. So... That when he got it, it was around Mount Morris time, and we've done the four weeks since, and apparently it's run its course, and it should be gone. 
But that's usually if you're relaxing and trying to, to take it well, easy. Well, since right? I'm not a doctor. Hey, so why not? I'm sorry. You tell me that. Why not? I, I'm, I failed miserably. That's unacceptable. Hey, All Tits, right. who won the, uh, the off-road championship in Europe? What's that called? ISDA? I don't know. Know what it's called, Steve? You're Mr. Moto. ISDE. ISDE. Who won that? I don't that's know. news. That's breaking news. That's the trophy. That's the donations. I'm, I'm not doing the news anymore. Oh, well, I thought you should know that shit by now. <laughs> okay. I will not eat cat poop. Yeah, actually, this next question is for you, Kent. Uh, Kent. <laughs> the riders have performance-based contracts, but do the teams, like for, for uh, Mitch Payton's team this year, because they've won every single one, do any of their sponsors give them a little something, or is it just no. that's it? Uh, no way. Now, like if, if, if you have a solid program, it's – yeah, they want you to win races and do good, but there's there's so many different levels of sponsorship. Like, I, I would say 75% of our sponsors, they want us to go out and do good and get the best results. But at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, giving back to them and, and helping them, you know, market and promote their brand. Okay. So I can't see one of Mitch's sponsors being mad if he didn't win. Okay, but I just didn't know if they, there's any additional financial. You didn't incentive. know, or the guy who sent the question in. You got that, That's my question. Oh. I haven't done any of the the, the reader questions yet. Those oh, are okay. all mine. My bad. Yeah. It's okay. Sorry. Well, see, he he was saying he doesn't answer the questions anymore, the, and that's why. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused too. I don't like the way he wears his headphones either. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Angie wears them really good though. Yeah, she does. Okay, and actually, uh, now we're starting the reader questions. The uh, Emily C four fourteen wants underwear to know, girl. Emily, Emily's cool. She's our, okay. a, a woman listener. Is, is there still a T-shirt design competition that's going to happen? He doesn't. He doesn't listen. He's on his phone all the time. Dude, I wasn't on my phone at all. Did you hear when she called? She called no, in. No, I, I, I've been answering phones. Oh, really? You don't remember things. taking her call? No, I remember taking her call because that's what I was doing. I was on the phone. Okay, well, you're probably on the phone. She, we, we want people to send in and designs, and if we see one that we like, we're gonna. It's gonna be a contest. But right now, we don't know what they're gonna win or what they're doing. But we want We want people to send in designs, and you know, if someone, if we see one that catches our eye, yeah, they're a winner in my eyes. Uh, also, uh, Tech One Designs is going to have a contest on the show to design your own Pulpamex graphics. Nice. Using templates that they're gonna supply us, and then you will simply uh, you'll get those graphics made. They will make those graphics for you. And let's say let's say some guy makes them and they sell like 500 sets. Or is that the guy that designed them going to get anything? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, they yeah, need. He gets a they need to. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. Yeah. Okay. Or I the really or, or, or the show. I highly doubt they're going to sell 500 sets of Pulpamex graphics. But hey, so hey you never know. I didn't believe there was 40,000 people that listen to the show Good every point. time we're on it. Too. You're right. I didn't believe that either. Yeah. Who knew? Stats okay. don't lie. Stats don't. No, lie. No, the numbers don't. Numbers lie. are numbers are numbers. <laughs> okay. Um. AJBJRB wants to know what was up with uh, Durham and his DNS on the second moto. Did you already talk about that? No, we didn't. Okay. And, I, and, I, and I don't know. You're don't. a journalist, dude. You need to cover these things. <laughs> dude, come on, bro. I'll work on it. I don't know right now. Okay. Uh, Lewis Phillips 71 wants to know if you have an idea what Dietrich is going to do next year. If he'll be uh, back doing whatever... Race yeah, I'll call it right now. Us. He's going to be back riding the off-road championship. Where he's Man, he's really, really struggling right now. Uh -huh. um, uh, he got top 10 this weekend, didn't he? Or he got 11th uh, or 12th? Yeah, just outside, I think. Hold on, I'll check. But he's been struggling lately. I, I, I would think I would think that he would go back. 18-10, so yeah, 13th I, overall. But I think he would go back to off-road racing if he could get a good ride. 
Because it sounds like Valley is stepping up their program yeah. and not going to have as many guys, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, a while back, uh, a reader want- named Just Ride 251 asked you, Kent, about uh, that thing in St. George about there's going to be uh, an MX park and stuff like that. You guys said you were going to go out and help promote that or something like that. Is there any developments on that? Uh, yeah, we're waiting. I'm just waiting on a couple of things, but we wanted to go for the grand opening and uh, just support the guy that does the track. He's a friend of Kerry's and grew up with Hart. And Hart, you know, if if we're if we're able to, um, we're going to go up there and uh, support his grand opening. Do you know when that is, or has it been determined yet? Uh, no, but you could just go online. To, and the name of the track is Saint George Saint George MX dot com. Okay, so there you go. Um, all right, you, we kind of touched on a little bit, and I guess you'll answer in your observations column, but Vancers 10 was wanting to know about Regal and Butler Brothers. I don't know if you want to divulge any other info or make them wait until uh... – I know you already talked about it, and I didn't know if you wanted to talk a little, a little bit more. There's nothing to talk about. He said he tried to call Forrest Butler, but they kept missing each other. You said you had additional information that you were holding back. See on the same page as us? Sometimes I wonder. Uh, apparently not. Whatever. You, you think Kent's out to lunch sometimes. All right. Mendoza No 79 wants to know if you think Goose will leave Suzuki and go with Dungey or if he'll stay. I think he leaves. Kenny? You think he'll go with Dungey or you think maybe he'll go somewhere else? I think he goes else? back to Roger and Ian. Yeah, he goes to KTM. I think he goes there because he has – I mean, he they know his program. He goes, I live in Idaho. I don't test. I just show up, and this is what we do. It. And I think he has a good deal. And I think he pretty much uh, – does what calls the shots. That's old news, right? BTOsports.com. Tweet at tits segment. Um, any calls? No? 702-586-757. We're getting ready to wrap it up here. Uh, give us a call on the show. Uh, Are we doing a show questions? next week? No. No show next week. No. Oh, bummer. <laughs> but we're going to have a show after Southwick because I am going to Southwick, everybody. If you're yeah, at Southwick, don't come talk to me. <laughs> I will not talk to anyone at the races. I'm there on business. Mm. Hey, and we got our, our Pulpomex show essay contest winner coming up. I booked his trip, uh, sort of, the other day. So we're good on that. Perfect. I, I got to officially pay for it. Is, that, is he coming during the Monster Energy Cup? Yeah, coming to the Monster Energy Cup. Okay. Nate Davis, uh, um, I believe I said he was bringing his dad last time. Yeah. He's not bringing his dad. Hey, real That's quick, real quick. Yeah. If someone keeps in the chat room, no, uh, we are not going to the Dodge race. It's the Dodge the Dodge Amateur National in Sacramento is put on by a local Dodge dealer and the the people at um Chrysler has not um asked us to go so they need to give us a two week window I mean sorry not two week two month window of any appearances that we need to do so I do not see us going there but uh we're supporting a couple of amateur guys that are going on the H and H Dodge Pro Dodge program so look for um some guys out there on H and H stuff. Somebody said you're scouting talent at Southwick. I highly doubt that. Your team is locked in. No? You never know. Oh, okay. Maybe you are scouting talent. Yeah, we'll see. Four you guys. You see the women there, dude? Jeez, I'm scouting Four talent. Four guys next year. I'm scouting talent, all right? Four guys. You're going to have to. You got a lot of work. No, I'm, I'm going there. I, this is what the deal is. The reason I'm going there is I have a meeting in Connecticut on, on Friday, and I'm going to go check it out after. Oh, so you're going to stay? So I'm going I'm to be there. So What's I'm so say. funny, Tits? <laughs> it's the question that uh, Mike on one had. It's funny. No. <laughs> no. <laughs>
No. Kenny's co-host. He doesn't want to have it. He I, I know it. this guy's going to be an idiot. I could tell him by the laughing. Is this the guy the dick? Same guy? Yes. Dude. Dude, I know you want to push that button so I do. bad. I do. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's hear what Mike has to say. Because you know what? I love, I, I don't, right. I, I'll take it. Let's see what you got, Mike. Mike, what's your question for Kenny? Let's hear it, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Let's... I was wondering if uh, when Josh Hansen does poorly in the Supercross season, if that's going to affect their relationship at home together. Uh, you know what? I don't live with him, but uh, I don't think if he does, if he wins, loses, or hits the snow fence, uh, Josh Hansen is a lifelong friend. Just like you have lifelong friends that probably do good and do bad. Is and he is he a life partner? There's a call. He's a, he's so not a partner. He's a friend. Right. There's a difference. You keep talking about you know you know dicks in my mouth and how I get black eyes. You sure talk about him a lot. So that must say something about you. You must like him. I was just curious, uh, okay. because you guys are just so tight. Okay, well, uh, I'm glad I'm glad that you care that much about Josh and myself about you know this, and I we really appreciate you supporting the the, the, Mike, the you show. Don't, you don't know what he's been through either, Mike. Yeah, probably a lot of strippers and you know STDs and stuff. All right, so be careful, Kenny. Okay, Thank thanks, you. Mike. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening right. to the show. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for that. Tits, this, that's not that funny. Most of it is his accent because he just sounds like some redneck. He's no, whoever yeah. it is, I'm he's sure, I'm sure it's a fake whatever accent, he is, he's faking it's it. It's funny, whatever it is, I like it. I will not eat cat poop. Uh, uh, and meanwhile, Tits let a call go. He's laughing so hard, somebody called. I literally am crying right now. That was really funny. Um, uh, X Brand off segment <sighs> 30 seconds or less. Kenny Watson has to answer these questions. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Kenny, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. X-Brand Goggles, Goggles of Choice, and Michael Essie, Josh Strang. Yeah, that's what I hear. And uh, many other riders. Um, let's go. Let's go with this, Kenny. Let's go with it, Steve. Can Justin Can. Barsha win? No. No chance? No. No. Well, you said it. Not unless those two guys crash and yep. take each other out, and I don't right. think both of them are. He's and impressive, I, and I just think I think Reed has been off, and I think another week off. I think Reed's going to be. I think Reed will win another race before it's over. Well, okay, we'll see. Uh, well, are you counting Chad out? I'm not counting him out. No, you, you don't think he can win? I think he can win a race. Yeah. You know, I'm. I'm uh, yeah. Title? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think. I. I. I'm not counting him out. No, I'm uh, not counting him out either. You can never do that because we've seen some. <laughs> Weird stuff happened, but I mean, dude, I could see Dungey and Villapoto just taking each other out bigger than ever, Ooh. and that's the only way. Dude, can you imagine? Oh, yeah. God. Well, dude, it's happened before. Yeah. yeah. Supercross. Yeah. I mean, those guys do. It does happen with those two guys. So I wouldn't count it out. And then also, I mean, I should say Barshik. <laughs> Barshik's not going to go out and beat those guys on raw speed, but he could win if they take each other out. Right. You never know. Um, he has the talent to win. Kenny Watson, 15 seconds or less. Expert on Google Tarot segment. Tell me your best looking gear you've ever seen that new jt stuff that they just sent you <laughs> nice nice uh, no seconds. i've never even seen that stuff the best looking gear that i thought was the coolest was the stuff that bradshaw used to wear with the zebra the, the blue the blue and black zebra yeah uh, i stopped the timer with that the was. fox stuff okay last question definitely fox fox has the sickest looking gear ever uh, always fly raceway sponsors of the show Fly raceway fly race where sponsors okay. of the show uh, that's fine um, but you can't compare. I mean, their stuff looks good, and, and uh, I know, those I'm guys are cool. I'm, I'm but I mean, you. I mean, Fox has been around forever, and that they've always have. Fox went through a stretch there for a few years where the stuff was hideous, but they're back. Okay, I think. But you're right. Iconic. 
zebra stripes iconic um yeah dude there, there's yeah. i mean i just think i just think that fox just like if you if you're at fly racing those are the guys that you're going after like they're that's who they're comp- competing against uh, you know year after year after year designing and sales and all that stuff kenny watson give me your favorite or your best or whatever you want to say ivan tedesco ride that you've ever seen in a race you know just one that your, his best ride. I would have to say the the race when Alessi was standing on his bike that that weekend that he he showed so many he did not come apart he stayed focused and he he did really well I mean he could have just blew up and went after that guy and fought that guy but he stayed he kept his composure and he got back up and he still had to finish you know he just knew he had to beat Alessi and he did it all right there we go expert goggle tear off segment Okay, yeah, X-Brand Goggles. Premix, what's up? Oh, nothing. I was going to ask Watson about that race up in Reno. Are you, are you going up there? Uh, yeah, I am. And and you mentioned Blows earlier. He's going to show up? I think so. That'd be good. Um, I check, I've seen that track before. It's pretty sick. They did a good job out there. So I'm, a, I'm probably going to go up to that. I'm going to be up in Northern California, so I'll probably cruise over for it. Yeah, you should check it out. It's going to be a good racing. What about Mason? Is he going to show up over there? I think Mason might race, too. Yeah? Are you yeah. going to bring Hanson with you? Uh, no, Hanson. Sweep everything? Hanson, uh, I don't have him contracted yet, so I can't say that he is going. I mean, if he does go, he'll ride for Pro Circuit. And I know that maybe, I know that the promoter asked me for I his, know everything. I know the promoter <laughs> has reached out to him, so I know that's, you know, it's, it's up to those guys. That's almost like cheating. <laughs> They're going to show up and just clean house. Yeah, I, I don't know. There could be a lot of guys that show up. You know, we, you know, you know how those like local money races go. Anybody can win. You know, and it, yeah, get, there's a couple fast local guys. Things get interesting when money's on the line. Yeah. Hey, did you did you get your fifty percent raise for that uh, for the uh, jersey that Yurikowski uh, was going to give Mathis the fairy jersey? I don't know. He didn't. Did you get it, Steve? No, no, I forgot. Oh, you got to get the Southwick. He said. Oh, right? is that it, Southwick? Yeah. yeah. Our right. software, cool. I think right on. sweet. My 50% raise of zero will be zero, so I probably will get it. <laughs> right. All right, man. Well, shoot, if you're going to roll up there, I'll probably see you up there then. All so right, yeah, come by and say sure hi. Make plug it again. Yeah, for sure. Come by and say hi. They're a sponsor of the show, so it'll be, uh, it'll be on uh, you know, all of our commercials and everything. But thank you for listening to the show. Yep, good to, good to have you still on there. Yeah, all we'll right, see. Thanks. We'll see how much longer it lasts. Kenny's a ticking time bomb. Uh, what do we got, Tits? Uh, what else we got to do? The app maker would like to know if I get my own section in the drops section. Um, no. The app maker? The no. app maker. That's no. what me, you ref- let, prefer to refer to him as, right? No, that was just when I didn't want you to know who it was. <laughs> you think I didn't know who the app maker was? <laughs> no, of course not. I was being humorous. Okay. But let's seriously talk about Swisscore and what a terrific job he's doing for the show, for the site, for everything. I mean, just Kenny. He helped us out a ton. He's doing a great job. Killing it. Thanks, Wiscore. I really appreciate what you do for the show. Keep up the good work, buddy. Wow. Get that drop. Uh, You know what? I don't know if there are. We we have a Pop-Up Max. I don't know. He he just texted me and told me to ask you We have a Pop-Up Max app coming out for your iPhone, and it's going to have exclusive podcast content on it, only found in the app. So we're going to charge a little more money for it, but... It's going to have sound drops from the show that I believe you'll be able to make into ringtones, 
not from the app, but you'll have to put it on your computer and, and, and use another program. But I don't know if we have drops of you. That's the I, point. I don't know. I it's don't just, know. Just what it's not asked. my department. Um, we do have certainly a lot of drops of Kenny Watson. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Documentation. My daughter, she probably banged a few, but not everybody. I guarantee least. you Mark Pellegrino will be in there. <laughs> I don't know. He's prom- He's done quite a bit. Kenny will have his own. Uh, oh, Pavarazzi. Will somebody get that. Pavarazzi. 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 Pa- Pavarazzi. <laughs> somebody get that one. Um, My liaison. <laughs> the liaison is a femom. Yeah, that's the yeah. The liaison is a phenom. 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 I'm sorry, Tets. Uh yeah, that could be one. So uh, look for that on iTunes. Hopefully soon. Hopefully in the next a couple weeks. I Why hope. can't we get it for the Droid? Because my girl has a Droid. Yeah, we're working on the Droid. Uh, the App Builders Swiss Core. Is oh, working. is that who it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. The App Builders Swiss Core. <laughs> He's working on a Droid, I think. So, um, I'm looking forward to it. It's pretty exciting. Do we need a Pellegrino sighting? We need to have him on the show. Just to you know, did I tell you I met him? I said yeah. on the show I met him. Yeah. He likes you. Big Kenny Watson fan. Mark Pellegrino. I'm a big fan of Mark Pellegrino. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we should get him on. Although he said, you know, he was saying, you know, I got I got so much to tell you guys, but I can't say anything. And, like, do you think maybe, though, if we got him on, he'd start off being a little, you know, normal, and then we could get him going? We might be able to get him. We right? might be able to squeeze something out of him. I know everything. Yeah, I mean, it would just be. Dude, you play. See, the thing is, once we get him on, we're never going to be able to stop talking to play those drops. Yeah, yeah. And he'll just go right <laughs> over. He'll go, did I just say that? <laughs> he'll have no idea what he, <laughs> yeah. what he said. Why don't so, we try to get him on for the next show? That'd be awesome. Okay, yeah. We Maybe he'll be in Southwest. You have his number, right? I do have his number. Yeah, so we can try to get him on. Um, he did say it after he came on the first time. Yeah, never again. <laughs> no, he came on again, remember? But yeah. after he came on the first time, 6 a.m. the next day, his phone rang. <laughs> with people saying, like, oh, my God. So, he was awesome. Uh, what else, Tits? What else we got? Stroop's tweets. Yes, do it. <laughs> you stop laughing right now. It's quality, not quantity. All right, man? All right. My first one and one of my most favorites is simply Bojangles. <laughs> <laughs> I that was it? That was it. That I don't was think I saw that one. That was the entire tweet. I That's went a restaurant, right? I have no idea. Kenny, you're the one who helps us with these. I have Come no idea. He, he has me. He has me stumped on that one. Wow. <laughs> I have no clue what that means. Bojangles. All right. Uh, the next one is bandana tied. Some mama joined my crew. <laughs> wow. Kenny? You got anything? A girl that, joined his crew. That means, like, uh, I, I would think that in gang's term, like, you got to run the bandana to be part of my crew. He, he gets a little uh, motivational and says, "Don't let your dreams be dreams." That's that. That's don't it. let your dreams be dreams. Yep. I feel inspired from that. Yeah. And then uh, the last one is head great talking Tony the Tiger. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, what's it's it's. It, Where's I, he gonna I, ride next year? What's he gonna do? Dude, I don't know. The kid has so much natural speed and talent, man. Yeah. It's just, it's just I, if he just needs to stay healthy, man. And it's just, it's not, it could be another one of those stories, uh, you know, the guy with yeah, mass talent. Let me tell them. Hold on. Oh, tits forgot to turn his mic off. No, I turned it on so that I could say I'll let you tell them and introduce Nash. He's on line one. He's got an explanation of Bojangles. Isn't there a song like a Frank Sinatra song? Someone said Nash. What's up? Hey, tell, tell us. There's a there is a restaurant chain called Bojangles Chicken on the East Coast. And Sammy Davis Jr. had a major hit with a song, Mr. Bojangles. 
Well, there's no way that Stroop knows Sammy Davis Jr., is there? He just heard the word Bojangles and became fascinated with it. It's so obvious. What's the restaurant like? I've never eaten at him. There's a, you know, it's so stupid. There's a guy that comes around and does a presentation at the, at the school for high school students. And he says, come to our school. You can end up working here. And he holds up the menu. It says Bojangles Chicken. Only thing I know about the East Coast is the Wawa. What's the Wawa? I don't Wawa's know. right on. Well, you don't know stuff. what the Wawa is? Dude, well, I know what Wawa has the best sandwiches and the best lemonade and iced tea you've ever drinking in your life. Really? That's totally true. And, Steve, I'm surprised you didn't stop there on the bus ride on your tour oh, of the God. Eastern Seaboard. Please. Jesus. It's, Wawa's like AM, PM. Oh, it is? You know the worst? Oh. Mathis, you know what the worst is? You were sitting there booking a hotel. You're like, yeah, I'm going to get a hotel. You had no idea about the hell that you were about to ensue. No, no. I, it was not so much hotels. I had decent hotels. It was the flights. and I saved I saved myself $300 by flying into Wilkes Bar. But in the end. Was it worth it? No. Okay, so no. you're, you're going to talk about your last two travels. How was it? Your trip to Europe and your trip to the Your trip to Europe was fine. Really? Yeah, it was good, yeah. I had fun. You want to talk really? about it? No, I don't want to talk about it. You came home sick. It oh, well, yeah, but I mean, me. that, that could have happened to anything. Oh, yeah, sure. Kenny, I remember what I was going to ask you. Hit it, Nash. Do you have any is, – is there a significant vegan Unidol story? Because I'm, I'm sensing there's got to be one. Yeah, um, well, I've told it many times. I told it – I mean, the, I don't know if I told it many times. I haven't told it in a while. Um, it was 97, and it was, it was the time when – the bike wasn't that good. It was underpowered, and he complained about the bike all year long. And <laughs> I was on the road, and we were staying at the Red Roof Inn in Utica, like right at the mm-hmm. exit right there. And I'm working on the bike, and I just get the whole bike together. It's all ready to go. Um, we had press day the next day. That was when we rode on Fridays. And mm-hmm. he shows up, and he says, put this engine in. I have a new motor. And I was like, oh. Okay, no problem. I put the thing in, and I started, and it felt like the crank was going to come through the side of it. It was so, like, out of balance, and it was vibrating. And I'm like, I shut it off, and I'm like, dude, what is this thing? And he starts it up. He goes, it's fine. I'm like, okay. So the next day, we go to to practice day at Unadilla, and it, it was when the old gravity cavity dropped down. And uh, mm-hmm. he comes around the corner, and he goes off gravity cavity, and he blips the throttle. What do you mean the old dro- cavity drops down? It drops down now. Okay, well, I know the I track's mean, a little bit different. Or, no, it's the same. Same exact. Okay, I haven't been there in it's same, four years. Same, same okay, thanks for correcting me. Okay. Anyways, he comes around. He goes to drop into the cavity, and he goes off of the, off the little kicker, and he gasses it. And I'm in the mechanics area, and I look over, and he's doing a complete somersault through the air. <laughs> and he lands flat on his back. <laughs> and I look over, and the flagger's running over to him. And I'm, I'm a good, like, two football fields away. Yeah, that's far. And I'm like, holy shit, my guy's <laughs> weeded. I go running over there, and he's back on the bike, and he's starting it, and he's talking to the flagger. They're talking back and forth, and he's, like, trying to hold Brian, and Brian's, like, pushing him away. And he starts the bike, and he rides away. And, like, right when I got there, he's riding away, and the flagger's looking at me like I've seen a ghost or something. And I'm like, what did he say? And, I'm, and the guy looks at me, and he goes, who is that guy? And I'm like, what did he say? He, the flagger says, he told me, watch next lap. That was baby shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
And obviously, it's the big boy that you have referenced, and others. That, that would that would be the uh, the cheater bike that we did run for one one second. Love it. All right. Love it. Thanks, Nash. All right. Cheers. See you guys. All right. See you. I hope Nash enjoyed that story because oh. I that brought it. That's baby shit. You ain't, gonna, you ain't seen nothing yet. What are you doing? Quit reading your phone, dude. That did I did I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna start. Find, I think I'm gonna start I think, finding you. What are you gonna me? find me, dude? I don't make shit to come on the show. Well, I'm, gonna I'm gonna find f- you. I'm gonna find you for every time you, you you're on your phone during yeah, the show. Shut up. You know what? <laughs> I'll have to say like put you in your place. Respect my authority. <laughs> I'll have to say it right now, dude. When I worked for Brian Deegan in yeah. 1995 and in it '97, I've ended. had that was probably the most fun time I've ever had on the road. I've went through so much with that guy. We've had our ups and our downs and our ins and our outs so much. I mean, back in the day, you know, that was before Brian, you know, had the militia and all that. This 97 is when the militia started to just, like, come around. And, you know, I remember being at Troy, Ohio, and my whole deal was, like, our bikes had to look bitching. We had to have new stuff on right. it. Everything was super clean. And one – he comes out one weekend, and my bike's sitting on the stand in front of the box fan. Everything's perfect. And he comes with a Sharpie, and he starts writing on the fender, Metal Militia. <laughs> and he's spelling Militia wrong. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, dude, I'm Militia. This is Militia. I'm like – what are you what are you talking about? <laughs> and that's how the whole thing started. And they had the next week he comes back by and dude, I'm standing there with my back to him and he has a spray paint stencil. And he spray paints my back on my shirt with a with a freaking stencil metal militia. <laughs> but just did this that that whole year with Brian, it was just one thing after the next. It was you never knew what was gonna happen week to week with that guy ever. It was complete comedy. That sounds like my summer with Nick Way. I had a lot of fun too. We had a good time. Yeah. We had we had you know laughs, what, I, laughs galore. It's like crazy. Like guys like us that were mechanics for a long time and, and spent time on the road and like I could just remember a couple of trips. Like I got I got strep throat one time so bad. Like I left Washougal and I had to be in Binghamton. And uh, Jeff Willow. That's the worst drive ever. Jeff Willow's. I this one Brian Swink and you know Johnny Kitch. Yeah. Johnny Kitch. Like they like to to smoke and do some stuff and. I was in the box truck, and me and Johnny were supposed to drive together. Well, he took off with Willow's mechanic, and we were leaving. We were coming into Utah, and it splits 85 and 8 and 80. Yeah. And I said, just before cell phones, whatever, and I said, just get on your CB. Get on your CB. Get on your CB. And we're driving, and all of a sudden, they split off the 85, and I'm going straight. So, no, I went on the 85 because that was the cutoff. And I'm sitting there, and I just watched this Nolene box van disappear. <laughs> and I'm like, he was with Todd Brown. Yeah. And it just disappeared. I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, mother. So I'm by myself. And I got to drive to Washougal. I mean, to yeah. Binghamton by myself. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. So I start driving. I wake up. In, uh, I was in Wyoming. And I woke up. And I had the worst strep throat. I couldn't swallow. Yeah. I was just like crying. Right. I thought I was dying. And I was driving. And you got to be a, there, man, on Thursday. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I go, what am I going to do? So, And this was Monday morning. Yeah. I'm driving through Nebraska and I see the Noli, I mean the the Chaparral semi oh, yeah. parked. And that was the day when Brent Myron or Ari and a couple other guys, Kenny Germain and stuff like that used to ride in the semi truck. Yeah. Big yeah. Brian Not Berry. Kenny G, but yeah. So I knew that there was like three guys that were in the back. Yeah. So I pull into this rest stop and the driver was sleeping and they were in the back playing video games. And I came in there and I'm like, Can you guys please help me? <laughs> and they said, oh, sorry, we can't leave the truck. Oh, yeah? And I was so mad. 
and I just hammered it. I was so jacked up. I just drove straight through. I got there. I beat the guys. The Nolene guys. The yeah. Nolene guys. Yeah. And I got my bike almost completely done. They showed up like a Thursday night, super late. Yeah. And I was completely almost done. And I just threw them the keys and I said, take it from here. Uh-huh. And they're like, what do you mean? We got to wash the van. And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> you wash the van. Uh, yeah, one time leaving Minneapolis, going to Houston. Woke up Sunday morning after the race, felt fine. Uh, driving down south, just south of Minneapolis. And I just start throwing up into the wheel well. I'm just, like within 30 minutes, I went from 100% fine to deathbed. Food poisoning? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I got a hotel. And I mean, these are the days where, you know, I got no money. I'm like, oh, I got to get this hotel. And I, I literally did not move for 24 hours. But that puts you back 24 hours now to get to the next city. Yeah. So now I'm healthy coming back off of that. And I got to get to Dallas or Houston or whatever for the, for, for, to build my bike and to get ready. And I literally just took mini thins. And to Ooh. get through, to drive straight through, you know, my, your heart's racing, you're sweating, and, and I had to take many things because I lost the day, and I got down there, and I'm all jacked up, building my bike. It was just the worst <laughs> week ever, and it was yeah. all because you know what's crazy? Like now, like I hear mechanics talking and this and that, and they're like, "Oh, I had a 12-hour layover. I, it took me 12 hours to get home, and yeah. oh, blah blah blah." I'm just like, dude, I would have yeah. taken that back then any time, dude. I remember one time when I was driving to Mount Morris from somewhere and I had a blowout and it was probably, I was probably about 15, 16 hours in and I was totally tired and it was like the middle of the day and I just wanted to get there and I had a blowout and I was on the shoulder of the side of the road and I was half asleep and I remember just staying to the side of the road and a semi truck blew by me and clipped the mirror off the truck and it scared (laughs) the fuck out of me. Yeah, I know. I think about all those times that like you just... But you tell you me, awake you tell me, being a mechanic on the road when you're young and you're starting out doesn't teach you life lessons. Oh, yeah. Like, how? Yeah. what do you do if you're in the middle of Texas and you don't have a cell phone, yeah. you don't have a spare tire, you and you need to get there? You yeah. figure it you, out you, really you, quick. You, you you're waving down cars. Yeah, yeah. You're laying on the side of the road like you're dead, so people stop, and you go, hey, <laughs> well, help me. That one I didn't do. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's whatever. No, it's you're t- right. It's it, a whatever real. It hey, takes I'm to some get guy from small town Canada, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is, you know, you're at least from L.A. Well, it don't you know matter I mean? when like, you're in the middle of nowhere. Hey, I remember the first time coming down to L.A., and I came down to 15 from Vegas, and I hit Victorville. And I'm like, L.A. <laughs> like, the lights were on. It was dark. And I'm yeah. like, here we are, Hollywood. Woo-woo. Yeah, like, where where are the bitches? You know? And uh, it was Victorville. I mean, yeah. I, just, I, I don't know. I'm just like, where is this place? Dude, that's so funny. And uh, uh, good times, though. Yeah, I mean. You're right. You really, you really learn a lot, man. You really figure it out. Dude, like, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer that when you're a mechanic and you've never been on the road, you need to go on the road for a year. That's why I always tell like when people are like, "Hey, how do I get involved? How do I get a job in the industry?" I don't care if you start out working for an amateur guy and go do all the amateur races. You go to Ponca, you go to Loretta's, you go to Texas. That's time on the road. You're gonna learn, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's not back to back. But still, right. you're 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 driving. You're with your guy in yeah. the truck. Oh yeah. You're you're doing it. A lot of these guys now that want to go to MMI and graduate from MMI and become a, a a race mechanic and just fly in and go to a race shop. There's so much more to it. You know what's crazy is um um the the back in the day even without us like in the early 80s and mid 80s Glover Bailey Johnson they would literally live on the road with their mechanics ride yeah. their race bike during the week. 
Mechanical prepped the bike, did racing down there. <laughs> That's so crazy. Like back, even back in the day, I remember when Brian would stay on the road. I'm like, you're not riding your race yeah, bike. Yeah, yeah. You're not riding your race bike. You know, I'll build you a bike out of parts. Yeah. You're not riding the race bike. He's like, why? Just rebuild it. And I'm like, no, yeah. no. I'm, now I think. Hey, about when it. I went out to, when I went to factory Yamaha from Nick Way, I was doing less maintenance on the motorcycle. They I were looking at me like I was nuts. I said, dude, I split the cases every week. I put a crank in every three weeks. They're like, huh? That's what something we had to do though back in the day to. They're like, they're like, dude, the crank will last twenty hours. That's like five races. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, I just was like, freaked out, you know. Dude, I I just had a flashback, dude. I remember, I was driving to Glen Helen from the last. Was Glen Helen was the last national of the year? Yeah. And I was driving, and I had a blowout. And I was in Flags right outside of Flagstaff, Arizona, right before the Havasu exit. And it was the middle of the summer. It was probably 120 outside. And I had a blowout. My spare tire was all the way up front underneath. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the, that uh, means I had to pull everything out of the yeah. box truck. And as soon as I got the flat, and I remembered, shit, I don't have a jack. The jack <laughs> broke. And I was like, shit, what am I going to do? And I'm like, man, it's 120. I really don't want I'm just going to limp it off. So I get out, and I'm up standing on the side of the truck and all of a sudden I look and I see the Honda like three box trucks the oh, Honda yeah, trucks yeah. so I'm out in the middle of the road waving at them like this I got my emergency flashers it was Goose Skip Norfolk and I want to say Steinbrecher maybe no not uh, no it was Goose it was it was one I want to say it was Slicer for some reason uh-huh. he was driving for some reason those dudes went by me going about 85 Flashing their lights, honking, waving. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm on the CB going, hey, hey. And they just, I just watched them disappear, and I was like, God. Oh. And then I see them at the race. I'm like, dude, why won't you guys stop? They're like, oh, we thought you were taking a piss waving at us. <laughs> I'm like, and Skip was like, dude, we were on a, like a 19-hour haul. We were just delirious. Yeah, we just yeah. wanted to get home. I was oh. like, oh, man. I uh, One time driving a PJ1 truck, diesel, couldn't find diesel. And I was running out, running out, running out, stuck in Chicago traffic. And I... I unhooked, I drove off the side of the road with this 40-foot-long trailer, unhooked it in a school, <laughs> in a school parking lot in a bad neighborhood, and drove the truck around to find diesel, and I ran out as I was pulling up to the diesel. And, of course, you got to prime it. you got to put, put a pump in it. you got to do all that. And uh, I was freaking out, thinking, I'm coming back to the trailer, and it's going to be empty, dude, because there's no lock on that thing, really. You know, it's a pretty much <laughs> garbage lock. I was just like, I can't. I'm gonna get so fired. I'm so fired. I'm so. Fired. <laughs> Do you want to hear my my funniest story ever? I think I told it about, about when I was a kid. I was, change, I was cleaning air filters, in the in the. It was for chic, and I was cleaning air filters at the hotel, in gas. Yeah. And I had two gas drums and I remember I pulled the race bike and I filled it up and I had another one that I had the gas in and I didn't have no I didn't want to pour the gas down the down the gutter or whatever right. so I poured the gas back into the gas can well I ran out of gas and I was like I don't know where I was going but I was in the yeah. middle of nowhere and I was thinking oh shit and I remember oh yeah I got this this there's this drum with gas in it uh-huh. so I took the freaking gas and I poured it in the gas tank and I made it like four or five miles in the truck's all boom. <laughs> the fuel filter got clogged because it had sand yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. and I just poured it in the gas tank. But dude, it's like one of those things, like I didn't think about it. I was so out of my mind. Yeah. Dude, it's so you it just, was so you just dangerous. Figure it out, like you said, you know. Dude, I mean, if you look at it like guy like Chad Watts, who's a mechanic for Ryan Hughes, yeah. and I mean, I was on that trip with him when he almost killed himself driving. I mean, I think it's a lot better now. Yeah. I mean, but the, the what they put mechanics through, it was it was not worth to make uh, three hundred dollars a week. No, you're right. It was insane. We're just kids with a credit card and like just no dude. nothing, no idea what was going on. I mean, 
driving but, tr- truck drivers, like my truck driver tries to complain to me all the time. Oh, I can't drive over eight hours. Like, dude, I drive like twenty hours straight, dude. What's well, it? Oh, actually, dude, I can't. You know, uh, I can't go COD or what's it called? Uh, DOT. DOT. I can't. COD. You know, I can't. can't go cash on delivery. Yeah, dude, I can't. I I gotta go through the scale, dude. Come on, man. Just get there. Hey, before we wrap it up, uh, uh, kids, remember Kenny's advice to you if you want to be a mechanic. Um, find a truck, get a bucket, and a Playboy, and never come out. <laughs> yep. Hey, you want to know the funny thing is? Mechanics don't even clean their air filters anymore. No, I know. They don't yeah. even clean their filters. They just call their air filter company, and they have they just throw them away. Yeah. Oh, we did it at Yamaha, though. Did you? Mm-hmm. You cleaned them? Mm-hmm. We had to, yeah. Practice bike. Really? And we had to wash them. But you guys were sponsored by Uni, right? Yeah. Wow. Yamaha, changing our tires too. I remember Scott Swinehart when I back in the day did. Yeah. Take, turn in your dirty filters. Yeah. Uh, remember the old seat? He used to do the seat yeah. covers and everything. Rental, everything else. Rental bars, $40. Oh my God, I'll take eight sets. Yeah, I remember it. people used to go to the races just to like privateer guys and just yeah. amateur guys. They'd that go buy me. tires. That'd be me. When I raced Pro Nationals. What were they, 20 bucks a tire or something? 40 uh, bucks a tire? 25 a, t- 25 a tire. Uh, rentals were 25 a set or 30 a set. Bars and uh, in Canada they were like 120 bucks. Uh, before we go, anything else? Anything else? To talk about Kenny. Uh, I Are think we, we got it. Uh, sorry hey. we uh, went so long and talked about yeah. uh, mechanics driving on the road, but thank hey. you, uh, thank you, uh, Ryan Villapoto, Mitch Payton, Ryan Morris for coming on the show. Thank you, BTOSports.com, X Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Free Gun, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, and Kicker. We got a lot of sponsors. What about? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Live fast and. The floor is yours, Kenny. Don't forget that race. <laughs> September 23rd <laughs> through the 25th. The Live Fast Cup. Exit 28 track in Reno, Nevada. It's going to be a good one. And, Tits, did you learn anything? Did you, did you get some education tonight on being a mechanic and being on the road? Nope. Okay. I zoned out. Okay. So don't feel, I don't feel bad for you when you have to wake up at 6 in the morning to go lay concrete, whatever you do. He's got an office job now. They moved him back in the office. I don't want to tell Kent that. That's awesome. Then, That's a, hey, I'm, I'm happy for oh, you. Oh, you're happy for me? I'm okay, happy for you. Why did you want to tell Kent, Kenny that? Because at least he pitied me before. Oh, no. Kenny doesn't pity anybody. Um, thank you, everybody. Thank you, you for fools. listening. I pity you uh, to the show. for listening to this show. No show next weekend. Uh, weekend off this week, but we'll be back after that to wrap up the Nationals. Probably three or four shows in a row. Oh, no show. Kerry Hart's going to be in town. I was going to bring him in on Monday, too. That sucks. Yeah, like I'm sure Hart really wants to do this. Why not? He'd do whatever I ask him if I asked him. Really? I just got to get the thing out of my mouth. <laughs> bring him in, then. We'll have a show. Hey, for, Mike. For, <laughs> for Hart, we'd have a show, but uh, I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe we'll bring Hanny in. That'll be a good, uh, good, good time. Um, well, if we sign Hanny, I'll be in this contract that he has to oh do the full show. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. Oh, that, he would tell I, me think, that. I think that'd be a deal yeah, breaker. He, yeah, he, he would not sign. He would say, I will stay home. He will say, Dude, he, he will, literally hates. He will say, he where's that Dragon Fuels contract? He literally <laughs> hates you, dude. Hates you. Yeah, well, whatever. Like, I, most I, people let it go after a while. He ain't letting it go. You know what? Go. My life is too uh, too worthwhile to hate anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I'm over yeah, it. Like, who cares? Uh, um, but, hey, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you, Tis Legendary. You're welcome. And uh, and uh, good show. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And we will see you in two weeks. Come on, Kenny. Come on, Kenny. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do 
Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.